Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, March 19th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. St. Louis Supercross is in our rearview mirror. Uh, terrific track, terrific race on so many levels. We'll talk about that tonight. We will analyze it. We will discuss it. We will break it all down. Uh, 702-586-7857. Please give us a call and uh, tell us what's on your mind if you want this tonight or if you want to talk to one of our guests, you can do that also. Uh, Pulpamexshow.com sponsor deals help you save some money, help you uh, enjoy your riding experience a little better by uh, visiting one of our proud, proud sponsors. Maybe, Maybe, just maybe, you can get a discount on something as well. So, uh, please, thank you for listening. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, all on board with us tonight, and you. Uh, Mookie Stewart will be on. Malcolm Stewart will be on. JGR Suzuki Rider. Uh, he will be on uh, in a little bit to join us to talk about St. Louis. Tyler Bowers will be on. The Bear making another appearance on the show. Tyler was very fast all day in practice, led the heat for a while until he crashed, and uh, then he got his usual race in the main event. Uh, Ryan Villapoto, remember him? The legend, Ryan Villapoto, he will be on. The Blue Crew member himself. Uh, Ryan Villapoto will be on as well. We have the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment. X-Brand Goggle Tariffs, Gear Alloy Cold Call. I've got a couple ideas of guys I want to call for that, I think. Uh, we have the Race Tech uh, Suspension Emails Rant segment. Uh, much more coming up here on the show. So again, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. If you're going to buy something from Amazon, go to Pulpamex Show. Go to pulpamex.com. Click on the Amazon banner. It goes to Amazon, and uh, we get a small slice of that, whatever you order. So appreciate that. And thanks to people who are watching on Facebook Live right now. Uh, we appreciate that. I hope it's up and running. Uh, not yet. Okay, soon. <laughs> Facebook Live, Facebook page. Uh, you can watch the video of the show. Uh, with me in studio once again to talk about St. Louis, to talk about what's going on with him. Fourth or fifth time the guy's been in here. Uh, past 250 Supercross champion, now riding for the MCR Smart Top Honda crew, currently on the injured list. Jumping Jake Weimer. <laughs> you don't like that one. Uh, Jake the I, Snake. No, I'll, I'll take the first one for sure. Jolton Jake. I don't like that one. Jelly Bean Jake. Nope, even worse. Okay, all right. <laughs> so maybe just stop. Yeah. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, just. Uh, Thanks for coming in. Yeah. yeah, I was just in Idaho for a week, so just uh, on my way back now. So yeah, I'm glad to be here. Uh, although you wish you were coming back from St. Louis. Sorry, you wish you oh, were yeah, coming yeah, back yeah. from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, broke your wrist at San Diego. Wrist and hand. Wrist yeah. and hand. Yeah. Kind of a dumb crash. Stupid. So I, stupid. I never. Th- I saw. I saw the whole thing. I would not have thought you would have broke anything from that crash. Me neither. And then just there. But I mean, immediately I knew, and I before yeah, you just I even, walked off. Before yeah. I even got up, I was like, "You've 
got to be kidding. I don't even know how that happened. I think what happened was, because I didn't hit the ground hard. I didn't uh-huh. even crash hard. I think what happened when the bike was flipping, the rear tire oh, tapped my hand. Got you. Yeah. yeah. Coming back at all anytime soon? Do we know? I have a... I mean, I have an idea, but I don't know exact. I go to the doctor on Wednesday um, to see where we're at. I'm thinking it's going to be one, two, maybe three more weeks. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It yeah. just depends on what it's w- looking like. Would you come back? Um, like, if I have time, you know, and and you need a, you need two, three weeks of riding. More than two. Okay. Especially yeah. where right. you know before that I was sure. Yeah. I hadn't been riding much, so. You know, if I could have three, four weeks, you know, if I felt like, oh, I can go in there and, you know, get top 10 or something, then yeah, but I'm not going to go there and... Yeah, no, it's been a tough year for you, for sure. You you were riding in the off season, looking good, had a bike malfunction, jacked yourself up, came back, you know, struggled to get back on the pace that you would think you would be on. And then you have that. And yeah, then, that one, that one, because the injury in September was just so bad, yeah. you know, and just so many things that it took me longer than normal to kind of get going. When I first started riding, I was dealing with a little bit of, you know, pain and discomfort still, but that did go away for the most part. And, but then it, to get hurt again, I just, yeah. oh my gosh. And this one just being so stupid, you know? Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about it the other day. I think. Probably in the last, you know, year to date is probably the the least I've ridden yeah. a motorcycle yeah. since I was a kid, you know, sure, since yeah, I started. Yeah. Right, right, you know? right, right. So it's just, yeah. It's yeah, sad. no, it's got to be frustrating for you. We'll, we'll dive into that a little bit more later on yep. the show. I want to talk to you about your team winning Daytona. Yeah. Can you believe yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was I s- blown. I mean, if I was talking to someone else about it and they they said, oh, same thing. Were you shocked? You know, and I said, yeah. I said, if someone would have told me before the year, hey, Brayton's going to win a main event, yeah. I would have been like, yeah, I mean, he's he's probably due. He's uh-huh. always been close before, but Daytona, that yeah. – and he was yeah. awesome. Yeah, he, it was, it was he great. He was awesome. Um, yeah, and it's tough for you um, to feel really part of that team, right? I mean, you do. You feel part of it. They're, you know, you work with Tony and Alessi, the manager, in the offseason. You rode with some guys, but – you know, you didn't get a lot of time with them, and now you're hurt, and it's one of those deals, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, I guess at the races, no, I've spent hardly any time with them, but I did spend quite a bit of time with Tony, and still talk to him, and he checks in. Oh, he ev- does. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, every week or two, he'll, okay. he'll call yeah. me and see where we're at, see how oh, I'm that's doing. Good. That's so, good. so I mean, I guess no, I feel. You know, it's been cool, but as far as being at the races, I mean, yeah. no, not yeah. not at all. Right, right, yeah. Uh, taking your calls over there in the corner, holding things down, producing the show, not putting on Racer X Facebook. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hi, Steve. Jelly Bean Jake in studio. That's not Jelly. the right introduction. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Dune Goon. Oh, Dune Goon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's... He knows. Uh, Last time he was here, he saw the video for the first time. Oh, was I'm he? i glad it well, left yeah. a... Lasting impression. That's that's nice. Man did a backflip also. That was the last one I saw. Yeah. I, the, I was here the time before I think I saw the the dune, dune. In- so incident. You saw the dune goon incident. <laughs> then you saw the backflip. Then he says, hey, this guy did a backflip. I'm like, no way. <laughs> oh, not, yeah. Not possible. No faith. Um, no faith. Oh, he crushed it. 
Uh, Race Rock Facebook. What do we know? Are we getting it up? We don't. Do we know? Uh, any any time now. Yep. Okay. Any time. We got problems or what? It just like the camera doesn't want to connect to the phone. It's been doing this for a couple weeks, so this I don't what know I got to deal with. It. It's amateur on. amateur hour here. Yeah, it's amateur hour. <laughs> it's coming uh, out of the pay. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been it's been going very well for us. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. So. um Mookie's, uh, by the way, this is almost a complete seven show, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. I was informed of that earlier by yeah, yeah. A, uh, a guy named Schmodger Schmarschen. Mm, yeah. um, Mookie, seven. Bauer, seven. You're a seven athlete. Yep. Thank God we got RV in his answer gear. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Have you, we're on a group text with that guy. Somehow we got, <laughs> we got roped into this. I don't think, I think he started it. Yeah, he did. I think he did. He did. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. give us his theories. And, and ideas. And I was with him when he started it. I was sitting right next to him. And then he's got some ideas. Well, because I, I said, oh, I, I heard this. Something. He's like, really? And then he whipped out the phone, and we got on the group text right there because <laughs> right, he couldn't right. just talk to me about right, it. Right, Oh, man. So he's going to join us tonight. I don't know what he's up to. Um, he's going to be stoked about the Yamaha YZ65. I have no doubt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. talked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it'd be fantastic to have uh, him on. And uh, like I said, we'll do some uh, gear ally cold call here or two. Uh, and maybe, maybe later on, your lovely wife, Nicole, might join us for some DM sessions. We have a two-year-old with us right now <laughs> right. that does not cooperate. Yeah. So depending we'll on how that, how that goes, goes right. have, if uh, Mookie and Nicole can wrangle her. Um, by the way, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to uh, Indianapolis this weekend, courtesy of the folks at RoostMX, RoostMX.net. Please check them out. Official uh, gear of the our graphics company of the uh, uh, Cycle Trader Rock River team. They'll also make you custom gra- uh, pitch shirts, custom things for um, uh, all sorts of uh, deals uh, for your team, your race bike, uh, whatever you got. Cobra. Their official Cobra merch company as well, RoostMX.net. We uh, we thank those guys as well for uh, for coming on. We're going to give away a set of uh, our pair of tickets to Indianapolis at some point. Marks, don't let me forget. They come with track walk passes and everything. So uh, thanks to uh, RoostMX.net. Get a whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Uh, type in Pulp Nation and save with uh, RoostMX.net. So uh, Jake, um, Eli Tomac got his fifth win. He's probably not going to win this championship. It's looking like Jason Anderson will. But he was unbelievable in St. Louis. Got a quad. He's got a 3-3-3 going on. He's got a three before the first first turn. He led every lap. He was leading by 20 seconds, I think. If you're, I mean, if you're Cowie and Eli, like he's the fastest guy in this series. But he's not going to win because of... A crash at Anaheim one and a missed race and some other stuff too. Like remember Barsha's in uh, in San Diego and that type of stuff. I'm trying to remember uh, that. Uh, first, one. Oh, first turn crash in San Diego. Barsha in Oakland uh, coming underneath him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah. Um, I guess Jake just win races right and whatever. I mean it's yeah. I mean at this point that's all you can do. Um, yeah, I could imagine it. That'd be a little frustrating. I mean I I haven't seen the main event. Yet, because mm-hmm. I was doing something, I was back home. But I saw he won by 20 seconds, and I mean, we've yeah. seen it f- before from him. Though yeah. those, I mean, he'll win and it'll be a battle. But we've seen times he'll have days when he's yeah. he can do that. But yeah, that's we you don't. Yeah, I don't know what to say. That's <laughs> um, you've had days like that. Not like Eli Tomac. You haven't won a 450 Supercross like that. But you certainly had days in, in my own super- right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What's that like? Awesome. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you just feel like 
there's these big jumps, and he did them every time. He looked fantastic. You know St. Louis dirt, too. You know how good that is. Yep. He was pretty much able to turn wherever he needed to go. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, that's those are the days, you know, that that you remember forever. Those ones stick out more yeah. than than the bad days. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's what, that's what that, I guess that's why we yeah. do it, you know, cause for those days and, and that feeling. You just get a whole shot and, yeah. Yeah, just. I had a couple of them that stick out like that to me, but, I mean, not on like that no, but, one. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Wire to wire, no yeah, problems, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I got yep, this. Yep. Slicing through lappers and everything. Yep, it yep. was... It's an amazing ride. Um, he's one away from tying Damon Bradshaw in the all-time Supercross win list. How many does he have? Because he won a bunch last 18. year, right? 18. Okay. So if he – Bradshaw has the most amount of wins without a title at 18. I didn't know that. So Or 19. Eli's okay. got 18. All right. So he's going to probably pass Damon Bradshaw for the most career Supercross wins without a title. But he's, he's – obviously his career is long from over. He's got to get one of these, though, right? <laughs> right? Well, yeah. I mean, is he going to get one? He's got all those wins too without a title. <laughs> yeah, Supercross. Yeah. So he's going to get one of these t- titles? Yeah. I mean, I, you got to think being that fast, and he's still pretty young. I mean, you just have to assume that he'll figure out a way to eliminate those yeah. mistakes that that take that title away or his title chance. You know, yeah. um, if if you're on the team, you're Dan Fahey, you're John Tomac. You're Mike Williamson, who's the crew chief or whatever. Are you, is the whole, is every win, and this is obviously you don't know, I'm asking your opinion. Yeah. Is every win like, yeah, we won. Because you still have that, that we don't have this title. Yeah. Like we're not, without a miracle, they're not going to win this title. So is every win kind of a little bit of a, eh, but no title. I don't know. If it was me, I would think maybe initially those first couple wins, you know, because it's still so fresh uh-huh. that. Well, yeah, we won, but we're out of the title. But now we're far enough in this series that it all you can think about now is winning races. The the pain of the mistake at Anaheim won, um, yeah, and missing around. You know, we're, we're pretty far from that, so you got to look forward. So I would I would think they're pretty stoked yeah. now, just because yeah. it's we're it's gone, it's done. Yeah. Let's just win races, and and he's doing that. So right. I I would imagine, yeah, they, that they're happy. Because for those guys, it's title or bust. Like, getting second in the points isn't anything that anybody's going to hang a hat on. You know? Well, but, yeah. not just for those guys. Any any, Kenny, any team, Marvin, that's, any team yeah. that's yeah. hired a guy that they feel should battle for a title, mm-hmm. it's, it's win or nothing. Yeah, really right. <laughs> it's, uh, that's I'm, it, yeah. I mean, I would imagine the same thing's going on with Marvin, you know. Yep. I, I don't know that. I've, I haven't talked to DeCoster no, about yeah. it, but we're, I would just guess. The whole show is going to be your opinion. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. Well, people like to jump to conclusions <laughs> here. And well, everyone I on just, Vital. I want it to Vital. be clear. Jake Weimer says <laughs> on Vital MX. I can see it now. Uh, lucky to have Jake Weimer in studio with, with us the whole show. Uh, should be fun to uh, talk to Mookie. He's always a fun guy. Mookie's always a fun guy to talk to. Yeah, Mookie, yeah. he's he's a car- he's personality. And Bowers is in your spot as a second guy at Monster Cowie. Yep, he's, yeah, he's uh, he's filling in your spot. Yeah, a little bit, you know, for what you did for three years, four years, 
four. four I was years. at Cali. Yeah, four, four years. So uh, please stick around. Uh, like I said, 702-586-7857. We're going to give away uh, some Maxima Oil set as well. Uh, we're also going to do a draw for a Justin Brayton jersey. We had that. Um, we did that draw last week. It's not a Daytona jersey, but it's a signed race jersey from Brayton. Uh, we got a lot of entries for that, so we'll be giving that away at some point as well. And uh, we got um, lots of things to talk about. Let's get some phone calls here. For, what are you doing? I wiped my mouth with his napkin and Hit did the, the mic, mic at the same time. First time in studio or what? We're yeah, five okay. minutes in. Give me okay. give right. me twenty minutes. I'll figure it out. Okay, Stephen, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Jake, Steve, how you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Yeah, I had a question about the uh, you know two fifty riders that are getting ready to move up. It's kind of a two part question. Uh, number one, who do you think are the most sought after riders right now? And what does a contract like that pay? And what what is the contract terms like? I know Jake's had a lot of different contracts, winning a title. What kind of what kind of money is, is are are they throwing at these guys? Can you offer any in? I don't know. Um, it's kind of all over the place. Depends on who you are, right? I mean, so Plessinger is probably the hottest guy right now. I don't know who who all is moving up. Who knows? Because they may change the rules oh, before yes. the end of the yeah, year. I'm not. I'm not even clear on um, who's. AC is not right. Apparently, Savachi is. Is yeah. He will point no out. No matter. Oh, he, oh okay. yeah. He will point out. Uh, Plessinger is moving up. Marty is of course not. Yeah. And we'll probably talk more about Marty later. Um. Um. That's about all the people I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, McElrath maybe. Is, is Osborne already locked in with the Husky ride? Or? Uh, Osborne is moving up, but he's locked in with Husky. Yeah, he's got a 450 deal yeah. next year full-time. So um, Osborne's going to ride 450 motocross also. Um, so really, Plessinger is going to be the guy the most okay. people will go for. I mean, off the top of my head, Jake, you, you can tell me from that's probably a $300,000, $400,000 spot. Yeah, I would guess. I mean, it's and it's all – it could change <laughs> – it would sure help when it, you're you're in those days of negotiating, and you're going on Saturdays and winning, yeah, or you know being right there yeah. every time. Because you know if you negotiate for a month or six weeks, and if you happen to be you know just you're mm-hmm. doing your best work, that I mean that can make you could go from just getting a job and not making much, but they'll give you a shot to making. You know, yeah. big more, more than three yeah. or four. Yeah, apparently Tickle's deal is for one year, and it was kind of low salary. We'll give you a shot, mm-hmm. you know. And he took it, like yeah. he left, and he yeah. took it. But yeah, Plessinger wins the two four, the two fifty West, and then dude, he could win the Nationals. Although his deal would be done by then. But let's say he's leading the Nationals. Yeah, yeah. When that when that when they come around, which to would him. probably be likely, I would guess, close to it, anyways, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, probably somewhere around there, Stephen. And why does everybody sleep on McElrath? What? Yeah, people do kind of sleep on McElrath. Probably myself included. He's it's quiet guy, really yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Has he? Uh, what's I like he? McElrath. Yeah, yeah. So do I. Um, has McElrath <laughs> thanks, ever? Steve. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Has McElrath ever won a national? Off the top of my head, I can't. Not that I, don't I think so. I don't think. So. No, uh, I think he got. Well, I know he got third at Bud's Creek last year, and then he sliced his finger. Yeah, right. But I, I don't. That might have been the year before. Uh, I think it was last, was it last year? year. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was because I think it was the same day Bogle uh, yeah, won. You're, you're right. You're right. It was. Yeah. Um, and actually, that injury took him a long time to heal. Like, well, it, I think it, he it, got like a tendon or something. Yeah. Uh, David, what's going on, man? How are you? 
Hey, Mathis, how you doing tonight? Good. What's up, man? Uh, my girlfriend and I were just here discussing uh, the lappers in the 250 race on Saturday. Brutal, man. Um, yeah, all that's got in the way of Forkner. Um, I mean, Jake, you've dealt with lappers. They are brutal at times. What do you What do you do though, right? Yeah, we all have. I mean, everybody, you know, that's raced at the top at one point, you know, when it you're tr- screaming and trying to get people out of, you know, you're almost panicking and just one of those things. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, yeah. sometimes people yeah. seem to get by them, and sometimes it's you know yeah. you come up to them on a bad part of the track. It's just I don't know. I mean, I for sure some people could do a better job. Well, moving over, but I one thing I always did was I tried to not make any enemies so that even if the guy I'm not even racing yeah, him, yeah, right. so if I end up lapping him in the main, yeah. he'll see me coming and he's not like, yeah, Oh, screw this yeah. guy, I'm not moving. Um, you know what? You know, it's a grease ball move though, and, and I've seen it happen is a guy slows up for a blue flag, there's a battle, guy slows up for a blue flag, and the dude behind him takes that chance to pass him. Right, and yeah. I've seen that over oh, and over. Yeah. No doubt. And, and so, yeah. so then the next time as a racer, you're like, "Screw that! I'm not slowing down for no blue flag." Yeah. So it's kind of like you're a grease ball for doing that, and then I think that doesn't help things down the road because people go, "Yeah, screw that," you know. Yeah. And then of course this weekend, Jacob Williamson was third in the heat number one and getting the blue flag. <laughs> he was three seventy three getting a blue flag, and I'm just like, "Oh boy." Yeah. So you know. um, yeah, it's it's uh it's I I don't have a ton of sympathy for guys who have issues with lappers because it's there for everybody, man. Like you have yeah, to get around it, you know. Right. I I I I don't know what else to say. Obviously, in some there's yeah. some, there's some extreme cases. It was just yeah, just like like Forkner was just in the wrong place at the wrong time with lappers on Saturday. Well, it was just yeah. Was just I mean, it, so, look, you yeah. you. They're there. They're in the race. They're racing. Yep. Oh, they don't, yeah, they're trying to race. They don't know yeah. it's you necessarily. The flags are not a precise deal. Let's get that straight. It's not a precise. Yeah. Like, you'll no. get a – I've seen a blue flag wave when the dude is four corners behind a guy. Yeah, that, like, I was going to bring that up. That's right. another problem is that they're, you know, you're yeah. blue flag for, like, four laps or something, you know. If, yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, how does yeah. he really know when the guy's yeah. there? Like. So if yep. you're a lapper, you're, you, can, you can either get a blue flag for four laps, like Jake said, and I've seen it, or you get a blue flag and the, the jerk-off behind you passes you. <laughs> so now you're, as a lapper, you are in a very, like, you don't trust the blue flags. You know, it's like the drunk yeah. uncle that comes over. You just don't trust them. So, yeah. um. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely. I don't. I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for guys who complain about the lappers. Like it is what it is. Yeah. Everyone has to deal with them. Well, we're we're going to taking her to her first Supercross at Indy this Saturday. She's never been before, so looking forward to the East West Shootout. Yeah, Jake. I hope you get to feeling better. Yeah, I have thank always you. enjoyed riding, watching you ride over the years. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for uh, calling. I don't have sympathy for guys who complain about lappers because it happens, and I don't have sympathy for. We had it again this weekend, Jake. You jerk off riders, you're in qualifying, and you wait till the last lap to put in a heater, and some dude gets in your way and you lose your mind. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, you got 10 minutes, and I know you want to play this big dick game of dropping the time at the very last lap so no I one can get you. I never did that. I never but did But so that. many guys do. Yeah. And we had this weekend, I saw two more guys going at it with angry at people getting in their way, which I saw both times the people didn't mean it. 
Heartraft was one of them. And I think it was uh, somebody, I think it was uh, Williams in the other practice, in the unseated practice. They don't mean it, man. And if you can't put your fast lap in until nine minutes and 45 seconds, then you know what? It's on you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to argue. Oh, really? Mm-mm. I thought you were going to argue with me. I haven't done that, so I don't. Oh. I mean, I've had people get in my way and whatever, but. Okay. Right. Um, I just, I, I don't know, like. These guys flip. Everyone flips each other off. It's, it's like, dude, what are you? Th- uh, Calm down. Yeah, you did it to yourself. Yeah. I mean, have you ever uh, on a qualifying practice been like, I'm going to get this guy and I'm going to move to the main line right now? No. Have you ever done that on nope. purpose? Nope. No. No. Never. Never. How many guys have probably? Uh, uh, it's happened for sure. Happens. How much? How much in in life does it happen? At every round. Come on. To maybe, and it might not be a top guy or whatever, but everyone's beefing over something. I, I'll bet it happens every, every race. On purpose, a guy will be like, hey, uh, I'm just going to ride right here. If not every race, it happens more than you would think. Well, I, I wouldn't think it happened very much. To be well, honest, I w- so. I'm not going to blow people out, but there's some people that are pretty clever out what there. What the that, fuck are you doing? That they, they know what they're doing. Really? Oh, yeah. Like who? I'm, I, what's the, I what's the benefit to doing that? Mind game, just oh Jesus! Here we go. F mind you. games. I mean, it happens. Bullshit. Tony says bullshit to that. Well, I think it happens. <laughs> uh, Jake, Remember, what? I'm here for my opinion, not facts. <laughs> so I'm here for my opinion. What if I don't like your opinion? It doesn't matter. That's what <laughs> yeah. this show's about. All right. Uh, before we get to Malcolm Stewart coming up here, Nash. Gentlemen. What's gentlemen. up, Nash? How are you? Since we're talking about opinions, Weimer, Steve, good to hear everybody's voice. Let's let's take Weimer down partying in Temecula. Let's yeah. run Weimer through this theory. Um, um, you know, he's a level-headed guy. He's he is. Yep. Yeah, he is. And uh, I would love to hear his insight, his opinion on the partying in Temecula. Go ahead, Nash. Run it by him. Well, Steve has concocted a theory, Jake, that if the riders are on the in crowd for the Temecula party scene, that there's a, a, a favorable look upon them amongst other riders. And if you're not in the cool guy club at the good lunch table at the parties, then you get shunned on mm-hmm. the track. Mm-hmm. Is, 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 I mean, Jake, I'm not saying you subscribe to this or you he, condone he, it or you even, in fact, you're not, you're not doing a good enough job, Nash, of describing this. Because it's not, it's not literally partying in Temecula. That was just my analogy. It's not literally. Okay. The pits are like high school, okay? There's cool mm-hmm. people and there's not cool people, all right? So there's these cliques of people that are all like bros and everyone likes each other and you're in the cool guy group. And you're one of them, Weimer. You're in the group, okay? So mm-hmm. you don't even know, mm-hmm. but you are. So mm-hmm. then there's guys like Freeze. There's mm-hmm. guys like um, Alessi. There's guys oh. like uh, happen to be employed by your, your, your old team for a number of years. Uh, Baggett is one of them. Baggett is not mm-hmm. in the cool group, you know? And he wears a mouthpiece. He wears a mouthpiece. He, wears a mo- he, does, he refuses to take his mouth guard out for interviews. Um, <laughs> these type of guys get less slack out on the track because they're not in the cool guy group like high school. So when a freeze passes Anderson last year in a, in a normal aggressive pass, it was nothing wrong with it. And Anaheim yep. two, where Anderson took a swing at him. Yeah. 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 If that was mm-hmm. Cooper Webb or someone in the cool guy group, then it's not a problem, right? Mm. Mm. 
Mm. Um, your, your daughter is losing yeah, it downstairs. I know. She's. That's I have okay. a feeling she's leaving soon. <laughs> do, um, do you want a Bassett? Do you want to take home a Bassett? No, 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 no. Okay. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess I kind of get what you're saying, but I don't necessarily think – I think the examples that you gave are not because of – of being a cool guy. Well, he said not. he kind of gets what I'm saying. Kind Gosh. of, but I, listen, I think that there's some truth, there's some merit here, mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, not that Weimer subscribes to this mentality. I agree. I'm hearing what Jake. No, everybody I'm likes Weimer because he's in the he parties in Temecula. He's, <laughs> he's, he's he's in the group of everybody liking. Him. Oh boy. Um, now, listen. There's a little slack given to those in the inner circle, Jake. Would you say yay or nay? Yes. That's all I was getting at. But I don't uh, know that Steve, it, I don't Steve. know that it 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 goes out on the track. If Baggett does mm. something that is a little aggressive, everyone no one likes Baggett, quote unquote. He's not in the cool Dog group. The so, so people are just gonna be like, ah, screw him, I'm gonna get him back. Mm. Dog pile on the rabbit, like the old Bugs Bunny cartoon. Uh huh. Pile on the rabbit, Weimer. Yep. Dog pile on the rabbit. I don't know. What do you I think, don't, I, I, don't, I don't think so. Well, hey, Steve, I, listen, I, I love the theory. I think it's inaccurate. I think you have it in any social circle. You do a little study in the sociology. Yeah, it's present. No, no absolutely. So make sure make sure you tell Wygan and JT that, who both think it was the stupidest theory ever. But um, <laughs> it's it's actually – the pits are like high school, and that's that's how it goes. Those guys oh, – and those are just three guys I named. There's a few other ones, of course. That they're not in the cool group. Well, Steve, you're the one that does like to say the truth, and you get hated for it, saying the truth by you know various people and the news media and other people. But you know what? Jake Weimer here is a level-headed guy, and he's established some truth to this theory, which we like. Now, before I go, Weimer, how torqued up does RV get about the 65? You've had exchanges with him. I've heard you mention it. I've talked to him about it. We, I mean, I wouldn't say he's losing sleep at night over it, but we did discuss we did discuss the machine, and and he and he said it's he, the best thing he, ever. He let me know that he thought it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> it was amazing. It was the best thing ever. Rock style, best thing ever. He, you know, yeah. you know. Um, oh, hey, th- thanks, Nash. Hey guys, go get him. Cheers. Thank cheers. you. I will say it's it's in all seriousness, it's cool that a, a Japanese put out a brand new model of anything. Yeah, no, I. That's always that, good, and yeah. that thing looks really cool. Yeah, like. No, that's that's yep. good. No, they like they they they, uh, they deserve to be applauded a little bit with that. Uh, Malcolm Stewart coming up uh, right now uh, to what? Huh? Oh, he's on there. He's on the line. Huh? BTOsports.com, everybody. Big part of our show. Big part of this man's program as well. You can call there, mention Pulpamex, and uh, they will give you a deal on anything that you need for your bike or body, UTV, dirt bike, quad, YZ65, whatever. Uh, let's wel- get, welcome him on our show. He's 250 Supercross champion, Malcolm Stewart. What's up, Mookie? How are you? What's up? What's up? We good? Oh, we're hanging in there. Jumping Jake Weimer in studio. Ah, what up, Jake? What's up, Mal? Did you guys ever have any run-ins at all, ever? Uh, no. I yes. I mean. You did? Yes. Okay. Where? Unintentional, though. Okay. Tell us. Oh, Mount Morris. Mount Morris. Oh, yeah. I crashed in that hole. That was flagger issue, though. Yeah. Yeah. But that that was bad. Bad. Yeah, I did. He... He's. I put him up just broke his back. <laughs> Somehow didn't, but yeah. should have. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, 
Mookie, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, it's always fun to get you on. So you got to be bummed about this weekend because you look great in that last practice. You're jumping stuff. Heat race Mookie is in effect. You're looking for a great night, and then the heat race crash kind of hurts your shoulder. Um, how much did it bug you in the main event, and how is it now, your injury? Um, you know, and when it first happened, you know, as soon as I crashed, I was like, ah, oh, I jumped back on the bike, and then I sat there for a second. When I sat there, that's when all the pain started happening. Uh-huh. And um, then we went to the LCQ, and my, I, just, I was just kind of weak. My hand kept blowing off the handlebars, my right hand. And, you know, by that night, you're just trying to, you know, you're just kind of hoping, like, man, like, you don't really know how you're going to do it, you know, and you're in situations like that. And, we, I mean, managed to get 10th, which is good. Yep. But it took me a minute to get going. On top of that, I jumped off the side of the, yeah. the over-under. I saw so that. That, that, was, <laughs> that was not cool, okay? <laughs> that was, you flat-landed it, bro. Now. Yeah, you flat-landed it. Jeez. Uh, I can promise you if. If that was practice, I would have pulled off. I, there was a point in time I did not want to ride a dirt bike ever again after that. <laughs> you know, like, like it was my mechanic Ben. He didn't. He we looked at each other going down a straightaway, and I promise you, his eyeballs were like a fifty cent piece. Like it was so <laughs> big. Like, <laughs> for the next couple laps, he just put smooth. Like just, 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 <laughs> hey, he's like, bro, just let's get, let's survive this night. Just stay in the yeah. middle of the lane. <laughs> right, right. Um, as soon as I come off the track, that's the first, he goes, bro, what about that tabletop? That's, <laughs> that's the only thing he had. He couldn't wait to tell me. So it's a left-hand turn. So what, you just hooked the right, like coming out of the turn kind of? Yeah, I just felt like, you know, that like I think the wind or something was in there and just kind of pushed me and shoved <laughs> me over there. I don't really know why I was going to the right. Oh, dude. <laughs> Um, hey, so, uh, Jake, he's, he, Mookie had to go to the LCQ and he's on the far right. I think there's only one guy on his, on his, on his further right. Yep. And he pulls the whole shot from way out there. And Jake, you've been in LCQs probably as a factory rider. Yeah. <laughs> That's it not sucks. a good feeling. That is not it a sucks. good Like you're like going, I have to get this done. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a fun, fun place to be. <laughs> uh, good start though, Mookie in there in the LCQ. Oh, well, I mean, you have no choice. It's, 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 what do you mean? It's either you have to give it everything you got. I mean, that's how it should be no matter what. Every time you throw your leg on the bird bike, yeah. like, yeah. The, the LCQ is literally like, it, 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 if you don't do good there, like, that's it. You pack up, you're going to have real good seats and, in, in, you know, great yeah. seats in the stands. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And then, and um, people are writing about how you suck and you don't deserve your ride. And uh, give your yeah, bike, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, and, and on top of that, for me, you know, for the situation, kind of what happened in the heat race, I was not about trying to get back there again. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, so, things happen in the back, bro. Scary things. Yeah, you know, and I wasn't, to be honest. You know, when the when the situation happened, I think it was, it was found out. I think it was Miller. I want to say, yeah, yeah, and, Jimmy Miller. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's not a thing. I wasn't even mad, you know, because it was a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. You can't get, you can't fault, you know, a rider. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's part of racing. First off, I shouldn't have been back there in the first place, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yep. it is, it is, you know, it's, it's a, it's a. I guess I would say it's a double-edged sword. You, you can't get mad at other riders for them making mistakes unless they, you know, take you out. Then that's yeah. one thing. But I wasn't even mad. It was uh, RM but Army. Came to my house and rode anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> It was, like, I want to come up to it. Hey, you're done. You're never coming back to my house ever again. You're done, bro. It was it was RM, RM Army on RM Army Crime. 
It wasn't good. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wasn't happy. As a fellow RM Army, Army member, I did not like to see that. It really saddened me. Mookie, what about this quad? Like, let's – Mook's first guy to do it, Jake. The and, one that yeah. – off the start? Yeah, yeah. First guy, Mookie, pulls the trigger on it. Um, w- w- did you think about it in practice? What made you think – what made you think doing it? Let me – I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Uh, when I watched track walk, that was the last thing I was worried about. <laughs> okay. Jumping that crazy thing. All right. So – um, you know, in practice, everything surprised me. Like after that, I didn't. Everybody was like, "Oh, we're not going to three that. We're going to go two, three. Like mm-hmm. no big deal." Like I thought the track was going to be really simple. Then Tomac just had to jump the three. <laughs> he just had to triple it. You know, <laughs> right, like right. just just do it. So now I'm like, "Well, if he's going to do something, then I got to do something." So I'm just going to quad it. Go back to quadding. So you know, I just got over. I get, I kept over jumping that. Jump over jumping that jump, so I'm like, you know what? Just let me give it a little bit more gas and see what happens. And I, I made it perfect, but yeah. Um, after I did it, you know, it's kind of like one of those things. Like you know, you do something, you're like, man, like that was kind of sketchy. But then like somebody else starts doing it. Now yeah. you're now you don't open up a can of worms. Well, now you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't too stoked on it. Actually, <laughs> yes, I wasn't. I kind of yeah. if I if probably if I didn't do it, nobody would have did it. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good point. Yeah, good job on that. Uh, but, Jake, what's that like on a track where you're like, sucks? You're like, dude, what are you guys doing? Stop it, right? <laughs> yeah, because it's one thing to do them, but then if you do it in practice and then the next guy and then the next guy, and then it's like, oh, we got to do this all <laughs> night. And yeah. that's when it sucks. Yeah, you're just yeah, like, oh, no. no. He's absolutely right. No, he's. He, there's, I mean, as a rider, there's definitely things I won't lie. There's definitely things where I'm like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. In 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine. That's a little bit of a fear in your stomach where you're like, oh, oh yeah. boy, the track's going to get broken down and there's going to be ruts and this idiot's going to keep doing this and then I got to keep doing it. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, what was, was the three harder though? The three, three, three? Was it harder because it was kind of, took a little more timing, Mookie? Yeah, it, I mean, it was just really hard just to get out of the corner clean and do it. Um, that was the main thing, especially in the main event, you know, because the track broke down. Yeah. It, it breaks down so fast that, you know, at this point, you're just trying to get through the track, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that, the, the, the track, the dirt was awesome. Just the track can't hold up. It's not, it, it's just, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of riders out there at a professional level. What do you expect? Yeah, no, for sure. 702-586-PULP. You got a question from Malcolm Stewart from the JGR Suzuki team. Uh, fellow seven rider like Weimer here. There's seven athletes together. Um, hey, so uh, you've been at JGR for a little bit. Um, how do you like that? It seems like it's going well. You've been testing. You've been staying there. Uh, uh, seems like you like it. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's actually pretty cool. Like I said, like uh, being with the riders, riding with you know, I always like to ride with people. You know, back home I'm kind of riding by myself, uh, which was cool. That unfortunately I was able, to, I was happy that I got like Dustin Pius, Henry Miller, Tapia, and uh, yep. a couple of you know privateers that kind of came down through Tampa, Atlanta, Daytona through that process. So I didn't get this year so far. I haven't really had a chance. I actually haven't rode by myself, but. Coming up here, it's a little bit easier. I mean, it's nice. I don't really. I mean, I'm staying in my motorhome at the shop, so um, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's, it's not bad. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Jake, did you come down here? Yeah, you... I came down a couple of times. It's a cool area, and their setup yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. super nice. Laid back. It yeah. just reminds. I mean, to me, it reminds me of Florida. 
So yeah. it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. big of a deal. I guess and that's the cold. The cold, though. I don't. I'm. I'm not cool with that yet. Yeah. I heard it you gets know? cold there. Yeah, at times. Yeah. No. The, the snowing part. I, I'm not. I'm not cool with that yet. You know. I'm not. <laughs> that, that's not. That's not cool. <laughs> no, not a lot of snow in Haines City. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely not. No. Uh, well, yeah, it seems like the testing's working. You're, you know, you're coming back around. Hopefully, your shoulder doesn't, you know, hold you back from, you know, any kind of momentum that you've been getting. So, um, hey, uh, we got some phone calls for you. First up is Joe. Uh, Joe, thanks for calling uh, the show. What's your question for Malcolm Stewart? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? So, Malcolm, hey, what I wanted to ask you was a couple years ago after you won your 250 championship. You skip the Nationals. I want to know if you could go back and remake that choice, would you choose the same thing? Uh, at that point, the choice really wasn't up to me. So um, I like outdoors, to be honest with you. Um, I don't mind it. And me and Matt were just talking about that. So last time I was on the show, we're going to try to get, uh, we're gonna try to get me back out there and add some outdoors. So that's um, – I don't feel like that was a – I mean, at that point in time, that, that option wasn't there. So – um, I don't mind it. It is what it is. You can't really think back three years ago. You'd be really living life backwards. <laughs> yeah, there's all the things I want. Right on. I want back. But yeah, thanks. No for- worries. No, it's a, it's a legit question. But no, it's. I, I mean, it's so far in the past, dude. To be honest with you, I'm happy where I'm at. All right, there you go. Thanks, gotcha. Joe. Thank you, man. I look forward to seeing the Nationals this year. Then. Thanks, uh, well, thanks, man. I, well, although, who knows how long your ride's for right now, right, Malcolm? That just through the end of Supercross for JGR? Have they, they told you that much? Yep, just to the end of Supercross. But uh, you never know. There, no. There's always options open. No, for sure, absolutely. Justin Bogle, of course, got hurt early on, and hopefully uh, he'll be back soon for the team. And, and Pike is uh, riding really well. So, uh, Mookie, are you ride- is Phil around when you're riding? Is Phil, Phil hanging out in his cheery attitude? <laughs> Dude, Phil, Phil has a really interesting attitude. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's, we've had him on quite no, a bit. He's a, he's, a, he's a cool dude, man. He's, he's super cool. He just gets pissed off a lot about a lot of things and <laughs> things that doesn't have anything to do with dirt bikes. It's, that's usually what gets him. So I think uh, I think it's pretty funny. Instagram definitely gets him pretty pretty. Heated. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I just told him, I just told him about this. I was talking about this last week Thursday, and I. I didn't know he had an Instagram, or not him, but somebody made an Instagram account that was called like Bad News Phil, Phil Bad News, or something, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Bad like News it. Phil. Yep. Did, didn't know anything about that, and then I started looking through it. it it's kind of funny, which is kind of messed up. Mm. And, you know, <laughs> but no, it's funny. Like, I'm it's like, funny. You, you, you really do have some bad luck. He was like, "Yeah, bro, thanks." You know, I'm like, "I'm sorry." Like, it's, it's yeah. but he's a good dude. He's a good dude. He works hard, and um, you know, everybody's cool. Peter, yep. uh, unfortunately, Dominicos is, is hurt, but I saw yep. him today. He's he's doing better. Um, we saw him doing, and he was in rehab, so as well as with me trying to work on my shoulder. Yeah. Um, he, everybody's doing good. Weston, I think, is back in California. Yeah, he's so, in California. Um, it's yeah. Uh, yeah uh, Dakota's had a serious battle with Lyme disease last year, and he was talking about it. And Phil told him on social media, "Stop talking about it. Nobody cares that you had Lyme disease." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's Phil, everybody. All right. That, if you want to piss Phil, if you want to piss Phil off, ask Jimmy about Lyme disease, and that will get him going. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, that's <laughs> kind of got the only person I know that would be like a little upset about somebody talking about a life-threatening illness. I guess I, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, he doesn't care about anybody's illness. No, no, for sure. All right, let's get to some more phone calls. Uh, Kyle, what's going on? What's your question for Malcolm Stewart? 
Hey, fellas. So we've had a bit of an injury plague season here. And my question, Malcolm, is do you think it's – is it the bikes getting faster? Is it we're just – it's just one of those years we're going to have some injuries? Or is it a case of we need more dudes like Malcolm, some bigger, stronger guys that are durable and can take it? What you think? Um, dude, to be honest, it, that's a hard call. I mean, I, I definitely know the tracks are – I mean, I don't think the tracks are – terrible by any means. I just think that we're just just the luck of the draw, to be honest. I mean, yeah. uh, I definitely think the tracks are, you know, on certain nights that tracks are pretty, you know, pretty bad. Um, I believe, like I was talking with the AMA guys, I think that there should be a cap on some of the races, on a cap of total laps. You shouldn't be doing 27 laps or 28 or whatever you mm-hmm. want to consider it as. Yeah. I, think I think that would be the cap um, of where what the what I mean at least as far as safety rides you know at the end of the day we want to try to keep as many riders as we can uh, at this point we don't lost a lot of great riders out there and 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 I hate to say a lot of a lot of riders have been like seriously injured you're not just you know little yeah. you know fallovers they're they're breaking stuff you know so uh, at this point I think uh, AMA probably should just lean towards what the riders' decision from this point out or try to well. Make some, how to put more time on the track. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's hard. You know, it's, it's really hard. You know, at this point, it's definitely not about, you know, who can crash and roll over the easiest. Definitely at that point, it's just um, a track and, and all. It's, it's always, there's always riders that get hurt. But usually, unfortunately, riders usually get hurt in the beginning of the season, not mid-season, how, how it has been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, usually everybody kind of gets their feet wet and, you know, you kind of get to a certain pace and you're like, all right, this is what I got for this year. But, uh-huh. Riders, if you really step back and look at look at it, riders have every rider's pretty much been getting picked out every weekend. Uh, what do you think, Jake? Is there anything as he sits here with a cast on? Is there <laughs> is there anything, Jake? That you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, I have an opinion. I think I think that the tracks are getting really, really tore up, but I believe it's because the bikes are just so good. And they just have so much power, it chews the track up, tracks up worse, and it can get you in worse situations because the bikes are so good and they're just so fast. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and it, and it only gets better and better every year, but I think then the consequences are higher and it's, you know, maybe easier. Then you're jumping 80 foot quads and yeah, the Mookie. rhythms. And maybe Mookie cut down on jumping quads. If Mookie had stopped yeah. jumping the quads first, right, maybe right, we wouldn't have right. to do them. <laughs> Malcolm Stewart's fault, everybody. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. Well, I jumped one quad this year, all right? I did, out, of the, out of the hundred that was been made. Yeah. Maybe space them out where you can't do it. <laughs> I guarantee you, the guys, the track builders never thought you guys would go three out of that turn. I guarantee you that. Oh, I call baloney. They had a big gap for the third jump. They... I call baloney. <laughs> I've never heard been called baloney before. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, thanks, uh, thanks for the call, Kyle. Appreciate it. Hey, you bet. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see. Uh, I mean, what do you think? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Steve, uh, I mean, honestly, no, no, hold on now. See <laughs> this famous for for the for the first time of my life. I, I, people skip me to go see Steve to take a picture with him they, they, mm-hmm. in, in my line. Yeah. Which is, it blew me away. They, you know what? They're like, oh, Malcolm, can we get, oh, no. 
You're pulled from X. Oh, no, we're going over there. What about that, we're Weimar? What there. about that, Weimar? Yeah, I mean. And they were ladies at that. <laughs> how much did you pay? I did to not do pay this? them anything. I was in a gangbang. But, but, but <laughs> how much did you pay? Mookie's reaction in the photo was worth a thousand words. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it definitely blew me away. I was definitely surprised. Um, no, yeah, maybe about time I get some respect from you two. You know, maybe oh, maybe I finally get yeah, some I'm respect. A one autograph, and I have to change my opinion about you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, hey, uh, no, it. Uh, what do I think? I don't know how this would ever be done, but the bikes should be slowed down. They no, should. Oh my God! Don't don't listen. Hold on. What NASCAR you does? Slow, no, no, you you can't slow a motorcycle down. You, that that's not gonna work. So come up with a better option. What's your other option? Well, I know you got two of them. Weimer was just agreeing with me, Mookie. He was just agreeing with me. Well, Jake, you really think slow a motorcycle down? Well, yeah, but saying it like that just sounds—I don't—it's not possible. Like, I don't. Oh, there's no. no way to like regulate this. Um, yeah, sure, there is. You can you can put it on ignition. Uh, the AMA because people you, have never cheated before or anything. The AMA gives you ignition sealed ignition box, and that's what you run. Hold that's on. it. Well, well, hold on there. Okay. You're talking about AMA. So now we got to rely on the AMA giving yeah, us our, now, our, yeah. our ignition? <laughs> that's the, say, that's the problem. Not, no, no defense to tool time or anybody, but you want me to trust this guy to make, no, sure the, the, make it over the triple. That's a Don't bit of worry. He sealed it up with glue. You're fine. <laughs> You're good. Hey, the same guys that were waving blue flags for the guy in third this weekend, <laughs> they're going to give you the ignition. You stop by and, and grab your ignition for that weekend from the flag. Right. All right. Thanks, bud. Yeah. No. I. That is the flaw in my plan. Like because also you're like, hey man, like if something happens, like you're gonna you're gonna sue the AMA or whatever. Somebody would. You know what I mean? But but honestly, I would slow the bikes down because. Or what if you just did this? What if you did? What if there were thirty guys instead of forty? Thirty guys all day long. Never mind the unseated. Like, yeah. Never mind the daytime guys. Yep. And never mind the extra ten at night show. Thirty guys going for twenty two spots. Every week, however you judge the qualifying is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Would that would that help save the track? I think that's a better argument than anything we've come up with so far. Or 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 you go back to laps and put more time and effort into working on the track, and you won't really have to worry about it. Um, that's okay too. That's fine too. Uh, the only thing with laps is we were, I talked about this when they had laps, and I think this is one of the reasons they went back to time mains. Like two back years, to or, or they used back, to no no two time main sorry like a few years ago there were some main events that were fourteen fifteen minutes long and and heat right. and heat races that were five six minutes so if you pay eighty dollars for a ticket and my favorite rider is Mookie and I only see Mookie for twenty minutes in four hours that's not worth it and I, is that why it changed because people were complaining the main event this weekend was only sixteen minutes I don't know if that was what it was but I'm saying. To give the fans a value to see Malcolm Stewart, you see him on the track for 20 minutes. Yeah, but the point, well, that's not true because technically you got autograph signing too. So Show up early, watch watch practice. You got 28 uh, more minutes to watch, watch him. And if you're going to pay 80 bucks a ticket, I'm pretty sure you got pit passes that are coming, including in that too. So if you want to see it, that is your diehard rider, which we've all, we've been to the races, I've seen – before first practice, there are people in line waiting for Chad Reed or Roxon or whoever. That that's that's what they paid for. So, if you're looking at that, then I, I I'm not sure on that one. But okay. if you're looking at track conditions, 
I think that's the best way as far as track conditions. But if you're looking at TV time, mm-hmm. if you if you call it a clean race, just as in if it was NASCAR or whatever, NASCAR finishes a clean race. Nobody, no cars are upside down. Or nobody's killed or anything. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They film. <laughs> <laughs> they film. They'll film from first up until fifth or whatever. You know, like so you can you can control the TV time there. But as far as the track, actual track, and us as the riders, I think laps or whatever, figure out a different way how to keep the track cleaner. That's that's my opinion. Because at the end of the day, we're the ones that get hurt. It's our safety. They go to sleep. You guys sleep good at night, but we don't. We're in a hospital or whatever. So there's there's different ways you got to kind of look yeah. at it from a rider's perspective. Yeah, they could. Right, Jake? I agree. I Yeah, I Why don't why don't we do this? We'll go back to laps. We'll not. We'll go back to laps, so we won't see you guys on the track that much. And then James comes back and rides against Chad. <laughs> James and Chad ride a five lapper in the middle of the day, in the middle of intermission. Hey, or 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 just make it, or just make it twenty two laps and eight eight lap heat race. Nah, I'd rather see James and Chad have like a duel. Yeah, you probably. <laughs> but, <laughs> I think a I'm lot saying. of people and, would. And Timmy. Uh, yeah, well, of course. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, you know what, Malcolm? You got some good points, though. You're right. You got some good points going on. Um, I, I know. I mean, I, I'm just right. I'm just throwing it out there. I know we did make a change with the um, uh, the triple crown. Yeah. Where, you know, a lot of riders did. You know, what we're not too pumped on it. Do you like uh, the and, triple and crown? I, Do you like the triple crown? You know, at Anaheim, it wasn't. I don't like the last one. I think the fifteen minutes is just way too long. Because everybody just puts it in cruise control. Really, you think so? Um, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, everybody puts it in cruise control. You're just trying to make it through, and believe it or not, you only got like forty-five minutes. You don't have that much time. You can't yeah. eat. Yeah, you well, don't you, have. Did you as watch? a rider? People don't understand. See, the white guys get more time because we're doing way more than they are. But you, they load the gate up before yeah. that. Uh, so you don't have that much time. And on top of that, if you just watch all the riders show up on the last, on the last, by the time the third one, third yeah. main event's up, half of the riders are not even down there because they're trying to recover from sure. the one before that. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I don't, I don't think that was, uh, I, I mean, would I don't you, think the. Would you start with the long one? Start with fifteen minutes, or you can just, or you can make it all even three ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. The different times are weird. I agree with that. The I don't. I'm not. Yeah, the three different times is weird. I mean, at first they did. They did say a lot of riders did complain that you know at um, the first one at Anaheim too. The first triple crown was too short. Um, yep. You know, but that was Anaheim. That was a baseball stadium. Then you went to. Atlanta mm-hmm. on the football stadium and it's, and it's shorter. Now you're getting complaints that it was too many laps. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Anaheim too. So, that track I didn't race, but I can tell by watching that track was really easy and yeah. just nothing yeah, exactly. to it. Exactly. Yeah. So, but then when you so that's like imagine if there was a triple con at Oakland. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, exactly. You see what I'm saying? But Atlanta was a very very sketchy track. I'm will not. I will 100. That was top. That was. The second most sketchiest track, Oakland, was the first one. Yeah, this one was just sketchy. But and, and then now you're now you're wishing, yeah, oh, man, I wish I could take that two minutes off. Yeah. So I think there was too many people that made the decision off of Anaheim two, and then it started biting them in the butt when when Atlanta came around. Mm-hmm. And now 
to like going into Indy, like, oh boy, here's another football stadium. So yeah, that's yeah. gonna be faster. So um, I think it was said Minneapolis, right? I believe it. Yeah. that's where the yeah. comes at. Yeah, so, Minneapolis. Is, yep. Minneapolis. Minneapolis is another track that got really tore up too. So and then again, it's you're looking at time and how fast you can fix the track between that. I don't know. Uh, listen, you guys are all rich, pampered, spoiled riders. <laughs> all of you. Rich. All of you. Well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, hey, uh, let's, Hayden, what's going on? What's your, what, you you want to talk about quads, Hayden? We've got the quad yeah, god on here right now. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Hey, I was just thinking, like, it's not really fair you telling Malcolm that he needs to stop jumping those quads because if he didn't jump it, you'd be like, well, you know Stu would do it. That's a good point. I would. I would. I would. Remember, uh, Malcolm, I was in the first time we, we talked a little while ago, and I told you your brother would jump something when you were telling me about how big something was. Yeah, so, you told me at Dallas. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. And, uh, I'm I told like, you I wasn't going to do it. And I, did, I also told you there's a seven-year gap, okay? Yeah. Seven years, okay? Right. And my last name is Stuart, don't mean I got all the genes that he's done. Uh, yeah, I don't know, so bro. There's, there's, a, there's a difference. <laughs> yeah, a good point, Hayden. Hey, You're right. Hey, hold on. Let me, let me, I'll flat out tell you right now. One that all he knows is dirt bike, and he did it for 50 years or whatever you want to consider it as, and he got one that said, ah, I'm going to go fishing. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's me. That's See, the one that I got. It's <laughs> a good point, Malcolm. You weren't even sure you wanted to race professionally for a while. <laughs> so that is a good point. Thanks, Hayden. No problem. Have a good night. Thank you. Stu would have jumped both those quads and everything. In, in, on a KX125. On a KX125. Yeah. 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 No, you're probably right. No, you, I mean, I can't argue with you. There's definitely times where I'm I, uh, at the house and I'm just not too stoked on him because he jumps stuff that I just, that can't, that shouldn't be jumped. Yeah. You know? I know. It shouldn't happen. I know. It, it shouldn't happen. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, Malcolm, before we let you go here on the show, BTOsports.com is a big part of, uh, of our show. And, uh, you, I, we hadn't had you on. The deal hadn't been done yet. We had Mikey and Roger on. But, uh, how's everything go with the BTO guys? They're a big part of your program. You're happy? Yeah, no, BTO has been awesome. Like I said, Mikey, uh, Mikey's a good dude. Um, uh, he's been around from the further back, basically, the, the family for a long time. And uh, I think we're going to try to do another video here soon. Oh, that'd be um, cool. So, yeah. Yeah. They, they, and uh, we actually might be trying to do one in North Carolina, believe it or not. They so. gave away one of your jerseys, and it got incredible response. Fans dug it. But so many people wanted a jersey from of yours. So um, I think they're enjoying it. No, nah, BTO, they're good people, man. I've been so far, they've... they've been, they've done everything I needed them to do, and um, I've been trying to do everything I can. So yeah, just well, just keep, it, keep the bond going. Mandatory appearances on mandatory appearances on this show every single week. I, we, we forgot to tell you that. So uh, even better. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, thanks for your time, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you in uh, in Indianapolis. Uh, nice job in uh, in St. Louis. I, I, quad God, I loved it. It was great. And uh, thank you, man. Quad God, I knew it. I knew you were going to going to show up. I knew it. after when I did that, I told you. I said I know he's going to show up in my. Trailer. Oh yeah, I was right there, bro. I was right there. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> it was great. Um, oh, thanks for your time, Malcolm. All right, all right, man. All right, thanks, guys. See you, Mookie. Right, see you later, Mookie Stewart. Everybody, he, he's a fun guy to talk to. He's happy. He, he is. I, I went back to the truck after practice, and he's like, "I knew you'd be by here." <laughs> I'm like, "That was good, dude. That was good." The quad. 
Then there was a three three three, and it was just in the next lane. Yeah, the did next many lane. people do that? Uh, probably about six or five or six guys. Uh-huh. Uh, most everyone in the main event stopped it, jumping it, except for Eli. Yeah. Yep. And oh, he, he was doing it in the main. Still doing it in the main, just about every single lap. And so that's how you know how good he was riding. Everyone was like, you know what? I don't want any part of this. Well, it was just on the TV, and there was like. I think they landed off the triple, and it was like a 90 left, and then a 3-5-3, three, three, and then across the start yeah, straight. Yeah, And I'm sure someone did it, but on TV, he's the only one that did that. Uh, he threed it. A couple guys did it. They had to go way outside. He, he was, didn't. He was the only guy jumping from the inside. Yeah. Uh, most guys were wheel tapping, gone over, but yeah, yeah he was, and he was crushing that thing all night, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, Jordan Smith did it on a 250F. Oh, really? But swung a little wide. Swung wide and did yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was a it was great to see for sure. Uh, all right, everybody, we're gonna take our commercial break here. Tyler Bowers is gonna come up soon. Another seven rider, Monster Energy Cali rider, just like Jake Weimer was. And uh, we got much more coming on. Jason Thomas will join us. RV, I still have not heard from him, but apparently he'll join us. I'm sure he will. I'll text him. You'll text him. I'll text. He, he won't text me back. He'll text you back. That probably, I don't uh, know. Yeah, yeah. No, who knows? Oh shit, asshole! Yeah, there he is. All right, buddy, we'll be right back after this commercial break. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to the Pulp Show. And Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats uh, of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so fun. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. 
from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance ability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rock of Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or broll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride.
WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking here. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. 
expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. show presented by btosports.com jumping jake weimer fly racing also mcr smart top honda's jake weimer in studio not the daytona winner that was brayton sorry buddy i'd rather it was the other way around but good for him BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Mission Starcross 5. You know, Weimer, if you had a set of Mission Starcross 5s on your bike, you might not have crashed because you'd be sticking to the track like glue. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, also, too, uh, FMF, Maxima USA. You probably use Maxima. Team use, MCR uses Maxima, yeah. Uh, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, all on board with us, as are you. Malcolm Stewart was already uh, on, and coming up uh, shortly is uh, Tyler Bowers. Jason Thomas will be on. We got a, we got a bear problem? What, what? He didn't answer. What the hell, bear? He's in hibernation. <laughs> got his hands in a honey pot right now. Yeah, he does. Um, all right. Try to call. Why am I? You should do. Why am I doing this? Text Great him. radio, bros. Well, I'm trying to text you. Text him. You handle it. I'm on the air. I didn't know I was allowed to text him. Well, I'm on the air All with right, Weimer. I can't do it. BRB. Uh, by the way, um, thanks to uh, uh, Mission Starcross Five for coming on. Like I said, they stick to the track like glue. Uh, the Mission Starcross Five guys have been a part of us for a while. I have a set on my RM Army. I thought that was getting taken away. It was. 
and then I got it extended. You got a contract extension. I got a contract extension. <laughs> nice. They they were trying to take it away from me, and then I think Suzuki realized, look, nobody's riding these things, and if the if the tubby guy in Vegas is going to ride one and talk about it, then it's some good PR, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess you uh, you you were RM Army for a number of years, and uh, you left us a couple times. You left us. Michelin Starcross 5, four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Starcross 5 contain a completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a durable yet more flexible sidewall, and a more pliable bead package for easier mounting. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5, excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and uh, and terrain. Supercross, motocross, arenacross, off-road, vintage bikes, 21 sizes for these guys. MichelinMotorcycle.com. We thank them for coming on and uh, appreciate you guys trying them out and you guys giving us great feedback. Like, Starcross 5 is the best tire around. Hands down, the best tire I've ridden. I also, uh, another one, I just got off the Dunlop wagon and switched to Starcross 5s. They're like Velcro. These are real people on Twitter, Weimer, who are saying these things about, about it. Um, all right, let's get to Brandon. Brandon, you th- you want to call them sessions? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking I was driving home earlier, and I was uh, finishing up with the review podcast, and I heard you and Weech and uh, Daniel going back and forth about them, calling them heaps. And I know you can't call them heaps because we already have heaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't call them mains because mains, you know, we got main events. So I was thinking sessions. You got session one, session two, session three, time sessions, and yeah. then I mean, okay, we got to call these things something, Weimer, the the Triple Crown races. We can't call them mains. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Ralph and Jeff are calling them mains, and so am I a little bit, but they can't be mains. Right. And they can't be motos because the Supercross people will never acknowledge the motocross people. You know, the Supercross guys are not going to be like, hey, let's call them. Motos make sense. I'm down with motos. Yep. But they won't do that because it's very political, as we know. Right. So we got to come up with another name. Sessions. Never thought of this. So we can say, hey. I mean, what makes sense is heat, but I get what he's saying is that we we already have that, Brandon, yeah. I don't know. I think we can call it that. I think we can call it. Why can't we call it motos? Because the supercars folks won't be down with that. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I don't know about sessions, though, Brandon. Session to me makes me think that it's like a uh, practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds like practice. Kind like, of like uh, I'm gonna go out for a little. I'm gonna go out for a little RM Army sesh. Or like a skate yeah. S- yeah. skate sesh. Sesh, right? Sesh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, we gotta call them something though, because for stats, you know, it's gonna be cool to say, hey, Brayton has one overall main, and then he has three sessions or whatever we decide to call them. <laughs> yeah. Three sesh yeah. wins. Yeah. So thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hey, no uh, thanks Thank for you. thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, we're gonna give away a pair of tickets to uh, Indianapolis, courtesy of the folks at Roost MX. Uh, now I gotta confirm this because. <sighs> so to do this, ideally, you live in Indy. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Marks. That's a good number. Um, third person to call right now, Marks, with an Indiana address. Gets the tickets from Roost MX slash Cycle Trader Yamaha. You get track walk access, and you get two passes for Indianapolis Supercross this weekend, courtesy of those guys, RoostMX.net. Uh, third person, Marks. Third. All right, let's get some more phone calls. We don't know what's up with the bear. The bear could be never coming back. Danny, what's up? Danny. Hello? Hi, Danny. Hey, I have an idea about uh, 
how you were saying about like uh, slowing the bikes down. Yeah. So what if you what if they were to make make it like a limited class, like they have at Loretta's for like the like C and B classes? So now like instead of like making a bike faster and then slowing it down with like electronics, what if you just made everyone race stock bikes and kept like stock suspension and like the privateers have like Dude, more of a level playing field? Danny, to, you Danny, know? Danny, if you hit a set of whoops with stock suspension. You're gonna die. No, that's false. You're gonna die. False. No, like, false. like you can modify it. Like You're gonna. You think you can? You think you can lift? One hundred percent. Just blitz across those things. Yes. Stock suspension. Yes. Bowers, Mookie, yes. those yes. type of guys. Yeah. Yeah. Weimer's wrong. <laughs> Weimer's wrong. Danny. I'm not wrong. Um. But you know what? You know what? I. I mean, we can use stock motors for sure. See. Yeah. I mean, if if I think he does bring a, up a good point, but. Uh yeah, I mean I I think you'd leave it to you don't you don't you don't even open the motor up. You want to put a pipe on it, blah blah blah. Yeah. Put a clutch in it. Yeah. Like things that are going to help it last or which right. a pipe isn't going to help right. it last, right. but like yeah. a clutch yeah. or Yeah, I mean, that's an idea. I, I you know what though, Danny, we we have AMA. We don't trust them to do anything right now. So if we're going to do this, we got to bring in like a whole enforcement group. That's really watching over everybody, and I don't trust them right now to do anything. So there's cheating going on all the time. Yeah. So yeah, that ain't gonna happen. But you think not still now? Idea. Thank she, you. Huh? I, you think now? Do like, we got our guy? We got our guy. Everybody, stop calling. Thanks to Roostemex, we got our guy. Uh, I do. Yeah, sure. Why not? You think? Yeah. Don't you think? I I mean I'm not sure. Frames? I don't think Frames? so. I don't think right. so. I've heard stories, and I know like when the whole sound testing thing. First started, like yeah. people, you know, to get through sound. Yeah, people would do some stuff, but yeah, there's a lot of that. But now, I don't know. It seems like every, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough to say. I mean, I think factories can mess around with frames all day long and never get caught. Maybe, ne- but but also, I don't. If that is, I've heard stories, but I don't think. I could be wrong. I don't think the writers necessarily really even know. No, no, yeah, I don't think so. No, they, they wouldn't know. Yeah. Because the riders come and go, so you're not going to tell them anything. You're True. Gonna, you're just going to be like, hey, we're testing this part. What do you think about it? True. You know? So um, thanks to uh, Roost MX for giving away those tickets. I really appreciate it. Uh, Jake Weimer here, 250 Supercross champion. Injured currently right now. He may be back in time for Vegas. He may not be. And then I guess your contract's up, right? You didn't yeah. sign no four-year deal or nothing, Mm-mm. did you? No. So no. what are you going to do then? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. God, I was so happy for you because you had your ride all settled this year. I know. You had everything settled. I know. And you had something to work for. The good bike was good. I know. The bike just won Daytona. I know. It literally I, just won Daytona. I told you. You've asked me in person. How is it? You know, I'm, Dude, it's it's good. Everything's good. Um, hey, so let's talk 250s a little bit. Uh, Zach Osborne won. Him and Forkner have this rivalry going, and they're – you know, we lost some guys with injuries. Ferrandis, Nichols, Hampshire, all out. Um, probably missing a couple guys there. Oh, Jimmy D, those guys. Um, and uh, uh, right now, Forkner and Osborne are a little bit better than everybody, I think. J-Mart rode well, got second, got second in Daytona. But those two, I like to to keep battling uh, the rest of this way. What did you see from the main event, like from your eyes? Osborne told us, I was just riding behind him and waiting for a mistake. Because Forkner is kind of wide open. 
and he got a mistake. Now it's easy to say that when you're the winner, right? right. You know, it's always easy to be like, yeah, that was exactly my plan. But you know what? It might have been. <clears throat> Hindsight's twenty twenty. But if you watch it, I mean, I'll, yeah, maybe. Um, Forkner's young. Zach's, he sends it. Zach's been around for a while, won titles. Mm-hmm. So maybe is you know maybe he can get away with saying that, and it, you know because. Yeah, no, you know, I, yeah. like like you said, Forkner sends it, which he has to. He's young and he's trying to go win. So, but you know, there's there's things that come along with that mistakes. So, uh, yeah, maybe Forkner is not scared. No, 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 he no. is not scared. Not you, at all. What about that quad on the opening lap? First lap, yeah, that was because <laughs> he didn't time the jump before it yeah. real well, and still, <laughs> I mean, he made a decision. I'm going to the lead. I want to yeah. lead. Yeah. So, I, I mean, his head's in the right place for sure. Um, Marty's season is going off the rails. Yeah. He is so beat up. Dallas turn. He's got neck and nerve problems going on with him. Uh, He's got a knee issue. This week he flew off the berm and crumpled onto the concrete. Did they show it? No. no. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, they didn't show it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it just started off. Dude. Well, it started off fine, and I was like, yeah, oh, no, he's, he's going to be a gamer. Won the, won the heat, everything. He's going to be a gamer. Everything was looking fantastic. Yeah, that was a bummer. Um, But I guess you'll always get him next year. <laughs> yeah. We'll give her another shot. Um, Do you like Osborne or Forkner for this title going forward? Osborne's got an eight-point lead. Uh, I just think you just have to I, – I mean, I think the, the safe – safest and most realistic is Osborne. I mean, he's he's been in these high-pressure situations. Forkner has shown a speed right from the beginning when he showed up. Yeah. Um, more so now than ever. But he's, he's younger. He hasn't fought for a title. You know, Osborne's a tough competitor. So to be going against someone like Osborne, you know, being a young guy, I'm not mm-hmm. saying it can't be done, and he's clearly – you know, going fast and has the speed, but, um, you know, if, I guess if there's a favorite, it's yeah. the guy with the number one on his bike. Yeah. Do you, do you, are you a subscriber to sort of having to, you have to kind of go through a battle to, to, to get up, to get one, you know what I mean? Outside no. of the elite guys. I mean, no, cause but, I mean, it, it happens, it happens all the time when, you know, dudes just jump in. not all the time, no, but, but it, all, the elite guys can jump in and win a title, Ricky, James, Chad or whatever, but, Canard. Canard. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fonseca. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right away. That first year. Yeah. First series. Right. Um, yeah, Canard. So, those guys are unbelievable. Yeah, I, I I don't think you have to go through it. I think most people do. Mm-hmm. Um, nine out of ten times or, or 19 out of 20, you know, mm-hmm. most people do go through that year where they fight for it but come up short and then figure it out. You know, and, and makes them mentally in the right place. The speed's yeah. there, the the potential's there, but the to go through that mental part of it. I'm always a believer of you have to win a race before you can in the in the previous year before you can win a championship. You know what I mean? Like just you got to get a race win to be like, oh, this is what I need to do. Not always, not always, but but it helps. But in your you, you didn't win a race until your title year, right? No, I won a race two years before that. Oh, you did. I won one in 2008, <clears throat> Phoenix, which was when Dungy and Lawrence went at that title. Mm-hmm. Lawrence talked Dungy out of it, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much. 
But I mean, Lawrence had the speed. He could, yeah. but you know, basically that's what happened. And then Dungey beat me in '09, but we were close. Swapped a points lead a couple times. Um, Dungey beat me, and then I won the next year. So yeah, you had to kind of go through one. Oh, little bit. I, yeah. yeah, I went yeah. through some struggles yeah. to do it. Right. And you felt like you were a little better for it, right? I mean, yeah, because I mean, going into that year that I did win, like I, that, like the mentality was yeah, a 180. Yeah, yeah. 180. <laughs> it wasn't like, man, I want to. It was just, I don't know. Yeah. It was different. Right, right, right. Uh, Jake Weimer here on the uh, Pulp Max Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. MCR Smart Top. His bike won the Daytona 500, kind of. Not really. You, don't, you, you use different suspension than Brayton. Yeah. Race Tech and KYB, he's got Showa stuff. Yep, but yep, yep. Little, little different deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, coming up here shortly, Jason Thomas coming up. Ryan Villapoto, who uh, I still not heard from. You didn't hear? You didn't? No, I'll text him right now. Okay. Yeah, I maybe. pulled it up and then I forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Text him. See what he's doing. Um, and uh, Gear Ally Cold Call also coming up. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Race Tech Suspension. Email, either email or rant segment. I don't know. I got to find out something. I got to find something to be upset about. What, do I have anything to be upset about? About what? Sorry, I, was... I don't know. Do I have anything that I can be upset about? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you just set your coffee cup down. It sounds a little empty. <laughs> Got to get more. Gotta... It is empty. Yeah, kind of. Um, so seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a call, uh, you want to talk St. Louis Supercross, or you want to talk Indianapolis this weekend, East West Shootout this weekend. That's going to be chaotic, to say the least. Yeah, that'll be cool. I like to, it. to see. Uh, speaking of chaotic. Vertex Pistons, we thank the Vertex guys for coming on board. The OEM supplier to KTM Husky and more exotic brands, Jake, like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. Did you know that? No. The Vertex Pistons are the OEM supplier. Didn't know that. Uh, formed in a factory 65 years ago, a full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high compression or GP style. Visit VertexPistons.com. Pulp Show 2018 is the code to save. Vertex is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. He is the bear. He is Tyler Bowers. What's up, Bowers? How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, yeah, no, I was supposed to be on at like 7.15. Yeah, uh, you were. The whole, putting, yeah, I was putting the baby to bed thing, and I, I got I got lost track of time, and I feel oh, horrible. Oh, here we I'm go. So, I'm so, yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. You're lucky. They, they were, their assumption was you got stuck in a honeypot. Yeah, yeah, we thought you were. <laughs> I wish. That was really nice. <laughs> um, we thought that you were uh, just blowing us off. I don't know, maybe you know, big time now. I would, you were I do that. you were once in Weimer's chair here as a co-host of of the show. And yes. So, um, so why are you taking out champions like Chad Reed Bowers? Why are you doing that? Easy, easy now, easy. Um, yeah, that was never my intent to take Chad out, and and you know, damn right, I'll tell you if I'm mean to take somebody out, I'll I'll tell you I meant to take him out. Um, I, <laughs> I really, I really enjoy racing with Chad. He's uh, one, he's a legend, and then two, it's um, it, it's always aggressive racing, but it's like respectful aggressive. You uh-huh. know, like I know he's not going to kill me. He knows I'm not going to kill him, and I can go off a triple and like scrub the jump next to him within like six inches and not have to worry about us colliding in the air. You know, it's like it's it's really awesome. Um, this weekend he gave me a little bump after the triple, um, and that like ninety there, and uh-huh. he turns later. I gave him I gave him a little bump back, but. Um, me clearly not having as much experience as him. The turn I chose to bump him back in, um, had had some ruts in, and I think it just caused him the crossroad, and he ended up going down. So um, I feel horrible about it, and I sent him an apology text. He didn't respond back, so I assume he's really pissed, um, <laughs> right, rightfully so. So I uh, I got Weimer to break it down, though. Jake, you're all right with that, like that yeah. move. I I mean, if I guess if it was me, maybe I wouldn't. I'd be mad. <laughs> I don't know, but I. 
it looked like your front fender like bumped his hand and it kind of threw him off balance but the ruts are so deep yeah. that then you're done mm-hmm. so yeah, that, yeah. I mean, exactly like that wasn't a turn like if i was going to make contact with somebody and not like try to take them out that right. was probably not the best turn to choose it because all the ruts in it but like at the time you don't really think of that you're just like yeah whatever another turn you know <laughs> and, and uh and you're right tyler you are the guy to be like yeah i meant to do that i meant to take you down like yeah. you would just say that <laughs> Yeah. Right. I mean, it would and, be. And, it would just be like, yeah. And, and earlier, earlier in the race, like I, I had passed him, so like I was, I was going a little bit better, and then I, I got, I got hung up behind Freezer for a bit. He was, he was getting crossroaded a lot, and I didn't really want to make a move on him, and then it caused, um, right. Chad to kind of catch back up, and then so, um, it, like it wasn't like I felt like I wasn't like, if I felt like I was in Chad's way, if he was having a better race than me, mm-hmm. then I don't think I would have put up a huge fight, you know? Yeah. Like at that time, I was like, "Well, you, you, you bumped me," and I'm like, "I feel like I'm going faster tonight. Like I'm right. going to bump you back, you know." So, um, yeah, no, it happens. Vertex Pistons bringing you Tyler Bowers on the show, Monster Energy Kawasaki rider, Jake. Um, I think at Anaheim one, I might have talked to Bowers for sure. The next round, I think it was a one. I went over to talk to Bowers, him and Donk working away in a box van, and I said, "What are you going to do when the series goes east?" And Bowers goes, "Well." I think I'll be a fill-in by then, so we don't really need to fi- fi- figure it out by then. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm like, okay, wow, that's 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 bold. But Bowers, goddamn it, is exactly how it worked. <laughs> I gotta say, nice, <laughs> well, I, nice plan. I, I think I said I hoped I'd be a fill-in by then, but yeah, yeah. My, my plan was yeah, West West Coast only, and, and I really, I was really banking on being a fill-in by then. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I got I got super nervous when I had to go to Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, oh shit! No, no. And then like, and I was doing all right too, especially in Arlington. I like led the heat race for a bit, and mm-hmm. then won the thing. So I was like, I was like, well, crap! I got, I kind of got to go to the rest of them now. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, so I was trying to, I was like scraping, trying to find funding and stuff. And um, you know, uh, this the filling thing with with JG. I was really fortunate with that. Um, it's unfortunate with with Josh, but um, no. it's it kind of an easy, it's kind of an easy swap for us. It happens, man. The guy in here in the studio has got a cast on his arm. It happens. Yeah. I, every year at Anaheim one, because I've been in that situation before. Same as Tyler. I mean, you, you I've never one year Wednesday yeah. or something. I've never A1. raced Anaheim one on my own, but you know, like a month before, or like you said, yep. Wednesday before. Right. You always kind of think, dude. There's so many guys, like you know that with these rides and whatever mm-hmm. and, and you know everybody's healthy and then every year just dink 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 yeah, and then uh-huh. then there's yeah five five bikes sitting yeah. in the pits and they need people on them so yeah, yeah it's yeah it's uh and bowers you got like you said unfortunate for J- for jg but you know stepping right over to cowie they're already helping you out you already know the bike like, it was perfect you know like yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I was super nervous going into the season though because there was there was like everybody had already gotten hurt. You know what I mean? There was like you know, for instance, you know, Jake and like a lot of guys were, yeah. um, you know, the guys that that had rides that I would have a possibility to fill in for. Um, you know, a lot of riders had already gotten hurt and were already healed up, and then you know the races start, so they were kind of. I was like, oh man, maybe they already got their one injury for the yeah. year. Yeah. You know, and I was like, man, maybe this might be the one year that there's only like two guys that get hurt all season. Like, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> You know, so um, well, uh, it's going well for you. Um, you had really good speed in qualifying this weekend. Jumped those triples we talked about. Jumped the quad. Uh, you looked great. Um, heat race, leading the heat race. I thought you were going to win it. I really did. You you washed out, and uh, from there, the main event kind of went as usual for you. But I'd say this was your most impressive speed we've seen in a while. Bowers recovering from those from injuries. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I mean, um, I, I've been, you know, I was recovering from the injuries, so I didn't ride for a while. It was, like, you know, a good four weeks, just completely off the bike, completely off of training because, you know, the ribs yeah. and the lung, it's, there's not much you can do with that. So um, every time you take a deep breath, your ribs expand and then they're not healing. So, um, which is why I'm still dealing with them because I choose to race a dirt bike every weekend. Um, but yeah, the, the week I got to fill in with, with Cowie, I started riding again that week, um, riding and training again. So, you know, I do my training in a block where it's, you know, like three hard weeks and you do an easy week. So, um, my, my hardest week was the week before Daytona, which was a hell of a week to pick as the hardest week, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so I got, I got to Daytona for press day and I was like, Oh, sweet. Like I'm already tired on press day. Like this is going to be great. <laughs> right. And then like, and then, then I crashed in the heat race, have to go to the LCQ and I'm like, sweet. Got to do more laps. Right. Awesome. Right. Right. And so like, like if you watch the LCQ, I had a pretty good lead and I was just like literally just sitting around like, man, I'm just like trying to save some energy for these laps. And it, it was, it was pretty bad. I was like, dude, this sucks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of trying to rebuild during the season while not, um, taking too much away from myself each weekend. Um, and then, so this week, this past week was, um, just kind of a deload week for me. It was a rest week. I just rode yeah, and yeah. didn't do much training off the bike, just recovery stuff. And, so it was the first week, and I went back to the races where I was somewhat, you know, recovered. You yeah. know, I wasn't just I wasn't wasn't just lagging from working my ass off all week. So, um, you know, and it showed. And uh, yeah, the main event, dude. I hate those fourteenths, dude. I'm so over fourteenth. Is yeah, but, it's Bowers' home right now. God, that's, that's where dude, he's at. I, I would rather get fifteenth. Like it's like, <laughs> you know, it just sucks. Like I'm so over it. Like. Um, Travis wrote it on the pit board, and I was like, I, I think he's messing with me because it pissed me off so much. And, and, and he knew that I'm over 14th, and I was like, it gave me a second win there for a little bit. Um, I wasn't able to get up to the 13th, but um, yeah, I just I just struggle. I like the 12 to 14 minute mark, man. I, I just yeah. these ribs do they they get tight, and then like all the other little injuries, like the wrist, shoulder, and stuff like that, the muscles get they, the muscles that are protecting them don't work very good anymore when they get fatigued. And then next, you know, I'm feeling it, and then yep, I just yep. throw my anchor out a little bit. So. Um, it's coming though. Each week it gets better. You know, I make progress with the Kawasaki guys and my body feels better each week. So, um, I think it, it shows, you know, every week, whether it's just qualifying time and practice or, yeah. you know, heat, heat race or something, you know, I get a little bit better. So, um, and to, and to clarify, you're on for the rest of Supercross, right? JG is out, uh, right? Uh, I'm on until JG's back, so, okay. um, I don't know. I don't know exactly, um, well, I've been, time frame. I've been told by some guys on your team, it was the rest of Supercross. Yeah, yeah, we we're pretty sure it's the rest of Supercross, okay. but right. you know, I know Josh. Like, I, I was at I was at Doctor Navarro's office today, and I know Josh is he's doing exceptionally well on the you know the healing process, so he might be back earlier. Um, and then, and, and I hope he can be because I like Josh; he's a good friend of mine. So right. um, that'd be rad. Um, it would kind of suck for me, but yeah. you know, whatever. If he, but I think he's gonna just try to get ready for outdoors at that point. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I, I mean, I cool would, with, right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what yeah. I, I would do. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Tyler Bowers, multi-time arena cross champion brought to you by vertexpistons.com. Uh, Pulp Show 2018 is the code to save with those guys. And uh, we, we thank Bowers for coming on. Um, so what's going to be, what's going to happen in the summer, Tyler? What are you going to do? You got any plans? What, what, what's going on in the summer? <laughs> You're killing me. Um, I, I'd love to race outdoors. Um, yep. it's a, it's a lot of work for a privateer effort. Um, no, but, you can't, you, you can't know. do, no, you can't do outdoors mm, as a privateer. Yeah, I'm going to be doing it. Come you know? on. But, uh, yeah, the, the guys at trigger racing and road racing that were helping me before we uh, might be able to put it together. They were, they helped Henry Miller last year. Yep. Um, 
and um, we, we're we're trying to do something maybe with Henry and I both um, out of the same rig. It's too much. Summer, so. Yeah, it's, that's too much money. You don't want to do that. It's, yeah, you don't make is, any money uh, on the purse money. It's a lot of work. Weimer, come on, talk talk yeah. him out of it. Yeah. it, it no. I, for real, but if I don't race outdoors, people forget, you know, and then yeah. I'll come in the next year. Next thing you know, I'm a privateer again. So you're going to, you, always. you, you would do it even if you can't make money, do it just so that you can stay out there and try and get a, a job, you know, for next year to, to have something, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to be riding all summer anyway. You right. know I mean? Even if I don't race outdoors here, um, I might, I, I talked with the, the team I rode for in Germany, the Kawasaki file team. They have a, a small series over there during outdoors. It's like once a month. I talked to them about maybe doing that. Um, I think they they already have their first racer. It's coming up soon. What, what happened um, to this Costa Rica deal? You got to get back on that program because I heard that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty nice. Uh, it, yeah, when I, I got off that program, they, they had some other guys go down there, and I think they had a little bit of a falling out last year or something. Oh, so I don't know. Boy. Yeah, I don't know the level of that. And uh, You got to get on that I mean, program. I'd love, I'd love to. Are they still yeah, doing I'm, it? Well, I don't know. It I don't know. Like it, I know yeah. they had switched. They switched to KTM's like two years ago, and it, yeah, it's. I, I'm not going to comment anymore on it. Got it. Like, That's. <laughs> I, think, the, I mean, they, they definitely still have races down there, but I don't know it. if it's going to be as nice you as call the up, I had. You call up Big Nasty. You three yeah. get together. Nasty Weimer Bowers go down represent USA down in Costa Rica. <laughs> It's dude, it's 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 great too because like that'd be ideal for me because I'd like to go do something like that because it's like once a month, right? You know, so it's not, it's not like wearing you out, and then you can like you could I could do like once a month there and still do some nationals here and still be coming out ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's not it's it's pretty good. Uh, well, life is life is good that way, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, what do you make of uh, 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 what's going on in Arena Cross Rider? Have you been following it all? Do you do you, do you do you watch it? Do you do you, do you see what's going on? Did you see Jacob Hayes hit a track worker? Yeah, that's I, honestly, I, I, I'm an asshole because that's the only thing I've seen so far this season. I know <laughs> Owen, it, it, and I should be following it, um, but I know Owen was hurt. Yep. And then, you know, like, um, yeah. I know Faith, is, I think he's like running away with her right now, right? Like, well, Hayes was winning, and then he hit the track worker oh, really? and didn't qualify for the main. I didn't, I didn't, didn't see that. I've watched them, but I, I, I haven't doing? seen that. What do they do about that? Do they just restart the whole thing? Or I like, guess they, they didn't. Like, oh, that's no, I guess they you. didn't restart it. Was just, they okay? The track worker? Yeah, he got up like you know how you if yeah. you mow over like a, an animal and just get up and they run away. That's what the track worker. <laughs> no, <did>. yeah. <laughs> I'll show you a commercial break. Those, those, those track workers are surprisingly resilient. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, did you see it, Marks? <laughs> did you see it? Okay, I was gonna say pull it up for uh, for Jake if you can. But yeah, it was it was amazing. Uh, he, he got uh-huh. nailed right off the start. What, uh, Hayes was leading him. That was it. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. That's um, horrible. What was it? What's the best part of being on that bike? Bowers, what's the best part of it from as opposed to your bike? Um You can't say everything. Yeah, it, it, it it's hard to say. I mean, I had a really good package before. Um the the best part I think is I really enjoy testing and I'm able to test all the time. Like what, yeah, whenever yeah. I want. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll just try some we'll try anything. Like whatever. Let's try to make it better, you know. <laughs> um like I didn't have much access to that before in the privateer program. You right, know, right. Down here and there, but um, it'd be basically like I could I could talk Donk into like loosening a bolt or t- tightening a bolt a little bit more. <laughs> and that was about it. You know what I mean? That was our the extent of testing that we yeah. had. So, um, or tire pressures really. So yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, and and I don't have to sweat like all the logistics of getting to the race. Like I don't have to right. figure out if my you know if I'm going to have race fuel at the race on time and and if Donk's going to be there and like you know what we're going to eat and like. It's yeah. just like the whole deal. I just show up. It's 
It's there. Yeah. I don't have to drive there. It's pretty like, cool. What about, like, I've heard some some teams, I don't know if Cowie's like this, and Jake, I don't know if it was like when you rode, but some factory teams, like, you can never ride by yourself. Like, the team will bring your bike out. When do you want to ride? Where do you want to go? We'll we'll show up. Like, was oh, it yeah, like that, that? That's the other... That's the other rad thing is you just like I just throw my gear bag in the back of the truck and I don't like that's it. So Jake, I have this, like so much more free time. Did this happen with you? Or no, no, when I was when I was there, I the whole time I was there, I had a practice bike mechanic, but like I was also in Florida, you know, yeah. and so yeah. I mean they were with me quite a bit, you know, but yeah. not not like yeah, like KTM, I guess. Like you never ride on your own. We'll bring you. We'll take your bike yeah. and take it back, and then we yeah. bring it out to you. Yeah, it's very strange. Oh, but no, that, I think that's pretty smart. Because I mean, would you want to ride it at the track with right. his own bike or you know anything like that? So risking having him maybe turn yeah, around but, on his but own bike. You, We're kind of stupid. I, but as a rider, maybe you just want to go ride and have some fun and not have to worry yeah. about your mechanic timing you or waving you on or you know what I mean. It's like oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you yeah, got, you got someone there though. Anyway, like yeah, but just a yeah. buddy or your chick or something. Yeah, I mean they're gonna want to. They can call the helicopter. Right? I don't know. I mean, every time I was like I said, I had a practice bike mechanic or whatever. So it's essentially, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm paying him, but it's essentially the same thing. Like he's talking to those guys every day, getting parts and yeah, whatever. So I guess. It, it's basically like he works for them anyway. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know. I guess they're. It, yeah. Sure. I, I tell you what, what, what does suck on that end, like, it's not that bad. It's actually pretty cool to have those guys there all the time and, like, you're not taking your own bike, blah, blah, blah. But um, what's, what does suck is, like, when I saw them with them before, um, I had to do a race. I was doing outdoors, and Southwick was one of them. And, like, the week before Southwick, I wanted to go ride a, a half-assed sand track out here in SoCal in the mm-hmm. middle of the summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, pretty much concrete at that point. But a sand track in the hills. But because they're employees of Kawasaki, you know, it's it's a liability thing. They're not able to bring the bike out oh. to public land or whatever, so I can ride a sand track. So that that kind of sucked. Right. But like, yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna if we're gonna throw a fit over like being able to yeah, ride a factory yeah, bike yeah. and not having to wash my own bike and all that, and, like, <laughs> and pulling out, I tell you what. What I tell Theo, one of the best parts is too. Like when they do come out, they always bring the trailer, and it's always packed with snacks. Like, <laughs> they have the best snacks in that sucker. Like he always has all these like adult lunchables in the cooler, right. and there's like. All these like protein bars, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, these got a lot dude, of snacks. I, There's salsas and chips and stuff. It's right. I remember stop. I remember going testing and having to stop at Stater Brothers for you idiot riders <laughs> in oh, the morning. Oh, because you didn't eat any. There's yeah, no yeah, way you, you ate any you, of that. You're like, okay, what's what's Chad, Timmy, and DV going to like? Oh, this guy likes this, and this idiot likes this, and <laughs> and you know, and we got to get some Doritos because Corey Hutter likes those, and it's like just it's such a pain in the ass. I'm a mechanic. Yeah. I'm not a grocery shopper. Weimer's just looking at me. Yeah, because I'm just yeah. thinking, like, you're like, yeah, let's get this. No. I want that. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> 100%. No. Theo, Theo's for sure picking his own snacks up because they're like, like, there's salsa. Like, I'm not going to eat salsa at the test track because it's going to be like <laughs> right, a gut bomb. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like, but, uh, like, yeah, there's all that stuff. Uh, Donk. What's up, Donk? What's up? Donk. Donk's on the line. Donk? Yeah. Yeah. What up? Donk's calling from a submarine, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Donk, are you are you in a submarine? Hold on. Uh, How about now? That's better. That's better. Yeah. Okay. I had you on speaker. I've been listening, just doing the, doing some housework. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening, buddy? Well, you know, I'm just just trying to stay warm. 
Back home in Canada. Back home, living the dream. Donk, yeah, yeah. Donk gave up the dream, Bowers, to go it's back home. It's pretty warm down here in SoCal, Donk. You could still be here. Like, I, I wouldn't have made you leave. <laughs> you, wanted to, you actually wanted to leave. You're right. Donk, what about going back home to small-town Ontario and working in a dealership that appealed to you? It's good. <laughs> what, can, you, can you tell me what exactly appealed to you? Uh, what do you like well, about you it? See, you see, I get up in the morning, and I have myself some breakfast, and I go to work around 7.30. And then at about 4.30, I get, I get excited because I get to go home in a little bit. And then at 5 o'clock, I'm driving home. And then I'm at my house at about you know 5.20. And then I got all this free time to do shit at night, and it's pretty fun. <laughs> like listen to the Pulp MX show. Uh, that's actually good. That's a good hit for us. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good <laughs> right? listener for us. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess mechanic life is hard. Like uh, you know, for you, for you guys, Bowers and Weimer, and guys like you, that's that's hard work. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's pretty rough for them. But I mean, yeah, especially leaving. They leave like you know during the East Coast swing, especially they're leaving. um, You know, every Wednesday morning and coming back maybe Sunday night. You know, maybe two days at home. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah, I mean, I was I was cool with framing bikes in the garage, but I wasn't about to do road builds. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I told you you're framing it too much anyway. Yeah, exactly, Donk. Yeah. Trust me, trust me, you're framing it too much. There you okay, go. Here's a here's Mr. a filter. Mr. I want this other job. I want this other frame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I, I was swapping frames a lot too, so like I can't. I yeah, can't yeah, we were we were on our third third frame at round three. So yeah, I see, I, see, as a privateer mechanic, I'm telling Bowers to pound sand. I'm not, I'm like I'm not changing his frame for you, guy. You know, I'm just not. I'm not. I'm busy. Beat it. He loved it. He loved it. He, he was rad. Well, Donk, and two Donk, stop. Quit with the polishing. You always polished your shit. Like, don't bother. I never polished it. He made, that was the thing is my frame that I raced A1 on, because like I had, like, I had a new frame. I got a new bike, and like, the frame was too rigid, because I'd been riding this bike for, it had 80, 80, 90 hours on it. Like, it was, it was wore out. You know, I'd been riding it all summer, wearing the thing out. And and then I got the new frame like two weeks before A one and I just I was dying. I couldn't get used to it. All of a sudden I felt like crap everywhere. And then Donk came down the week before A one, switched everything back to that frame. And then like it had like because I had been working on it, there was like no threads left in any parts of the frame. It was like it, it was pretty wore out. And like and he he polished that thing up and it was yeah. See Donk yeah Donk wow screw it. You know I worked at yeah I went to, I went, to not, I went not polished. It's just it's SOS, man. You gotta look. Wow. Good. Okay. You don't need to be Mexican. You just gotta look good. SOS and is fine. Got, yeah. SOS is. Fine. I have street cred, and I'm not rolling into A1 on some jalopy ass frame, Dude. looking like how they worked on it all summer. So Dude. I needed to. Just I went step to. Fa- it up. I went to Factory Yamaha, and they're like, "Hey, man, you don't need to wash your bikes." I'm like, "What?" They're like, yeah, we don't really yeah. like washing the bikes. Like, there were like, if we went to like St. Louis and Indy and, and Minneapolis, like a few weeks of indoor dome supercrosses, we yeah. just we just wiped them down. That's it. Yeah. And oh, Yamaha, yeah. Yamaha yeah. was cool with that. I remember for there was a handful of years, Yamaha outdoors wouldn't wash yeah, their no, bikes between didn't. they'd. I mean. The whole underneath of everything was mud, yep, was and then they just now. Well, this is when I was racing, so it was later than when you were there. Yeah. But but so that's the whole time. It's yeah, just yeah. never. Yeah, that's yeah. We didn't really like washing the program. Hey, Donk. Listen, pretend pretend Bowers isn't on the line right now, Donk. Pretend he's not on the line. He's he's far away from you, even if you upset him. So it doesn't matter. But he's gonna tell you the truth no matter what. Rank the bear 
as far as riders you worked for for like overall attitude? Oh, he's good. You just got to get to know him, and then he's got to get to know me. And, and we work pretty good together because we both have the same kind of mindset uh, as far as, like, working on the bike and getting it better and stuff. And we're both into that testing shit. So, I mean, he was he's probably one of my favorite guys to work with because it's, that's just what it was all about, even though he usually gets – anytime I work for him, he gets hurt and we can just do starts for weeks, but that's about it. I'm, tell, I'm, <laughs> telling, I'm telling NYK you said that. I'm calling Nick right now. Well, Nick, that's where it started with Nick, because he's into that shit, too, and then that's what got me into it. And then when you actually get a rider that, that understands that level of the motorcycle, Medi was good at that. Yep. Um, you know, Blos is pretty decent. Like, like those guys, like, that, that's the stuff I'm into. Like, if it, was, if it was feasible, I'd be, like, the test guy. Like, I kind of want to just hang out and be in, Theo, be in Theo's shadow just all day just doing test shit. Like, I really don't need to go to the races anymore. Right. I just want to test stuff and learn. I think that's the coolest part about it. But The best part is having guys like Tyler and Nick or Jake, I'm sure it was like this. I work for some jerk-off guys where you're just like, yeah, I could go two clicks in right now for you, but you're terribly out of shape and you don't give a shit. So don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, it's nice to have guys. So that are, two clicks on the screwdriver. That was too much because well, <laughs> he was out of shape. I'm just saying, don't blame the bike. Like, don't worry about, Hey, don't worry I about this that, bike. What I'm saying. But I think, time. like, if you do two clicks the wrong way for me, I'm like, dude, I can't, it ruined my main event. Like, it, it, it screwed me. <laughs> I just, I, like, I think that's kind of a, that's kind of a challenge though, because I had like Girk, he's not exactly the, the, the the best tester. Oh, shocking. That made it a challenge. <laughs> that made it a challenge for me because, like, I took what I learned over the years with guys like Nick and Tyler and all that, and you almost have to sit sit yourself in the rider's shoes and, and really pay attention to what the bike's doing. And, you, I mean, you got to basically talk your guy into, like, trusting you because I'm the one making the decisions based on mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. And, I mean, Girk's, Girk's the right amount of – you know, nuts just to hold the bike wide open and go for it. But, you know, I mean, when, when the bike wasn't working, he, he's hard to get positive feedback out of. So you've, you've got to be, you know, you've got to use your own brain and, and, and realize what the bike's doing. And, I mean, I did that based off of all the just just being around and learning, like, through Nick and through through Tyler and stuff like that and making my own decisions. And he'd go back out there and tell you that the bike's better. And, I mean, that's a – that's a good thing, yeah. I think. And I mean, that that was I. I like that part of it too because it's a challenge. And I mean, sometimes we got it wrong, but I mean, that's life. So I just I but like I mean, the guys. Yeah. I like the guys that work hard off the bike and on the bike. Where you're like, I'll do anything for you, bro. I'll I'll, I'll run through that wall for you if you need me to. You know what I mean? But there's other guys where you're just like, look, you're not doing anything yeah. during the week. I'm pretty sure you're getting hammered every day. So I'm not really <laughs> yeah. I'm not really feeling it when I, when you need me to. Hey, we were we were close to that program with Bowers, but he, he was off the hook because he was like babysitting every day and stuff. Right, just right. being dad. Right. So, I mean, he, it was okay. Yeah. It was. Um, I let yeah. that one slide. We got a we got a question for you here, Tyler, from uh, a listener, Paul. What's up, man? What's your question for Tyler Bowers? Hey guys, how's it going? What's going on? Oh, not much. Just with all the cross jumping going on this series, uh, I just wanted to know what it felt like to be able to just completely put somebody like freeze in the stands oh boy yeah yeah i mean that yeah i mean 
I've had issues with Freeze before. Um, I was I was friends with Freeze, and I had I had issues with him before. Um, we had beef, and I always liked Vince off the track. Like we're always pretty. He's actually a pretty cool guy. A lot of people um, know that, or even give him a chance yeah. to get to know him. He's a nice guy. Um, yeah, yeah and, and then I had an incident with him in Atlanta this year, and it was just um, I, I passed him clean because I wasn't being the guy to start shit with Freeze. Just like I don't think he wants to be the guy to start shit with Bowers. Um, unfortunately, then he did start shit with Bowers in the next corner, <laughs> and then it, yeah, it got it just escalated, and then I ended up having to like pretty much hit him head on. Um, and then yeah, it's not, I don't want to yeah, like people ask me to post the video, and of course I got video and stuff about it, but I don't think it's anything that needs to get out there. Um, I talked to Vince and Daytona about it. And, He's like, yeah, I knew I had that coming. And I'm like, yeah, let's not do that anymore. So, <laughs> the one thing um, about Vince I've heard over the years is he'll be like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, hey, bro, sorry about yeah. blowing you off the track. He'd be like, yeah, uh, you know. He's never, like, throwing yeah, I mean, a I gotta, fit about it. <laughs> I think you got it, like, because, like, I'm, I got to be the same way, too. Like, if, like, for instance, like the Chad thing, if he if he decides to try to run me over the berm next weekend, like, I got to expect it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't just dish it and not take it, you know? Like, yeah. No, uh, why well, I'm good to know that Vince – Vince is good with it, so. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, uh, Paul, do you have a bike yourself? Uh, unfortunately, I do not. I've, I've had way too many injuries and concussions, so I had to give it up years ago. Uh, so. No worries. We're going to give you some Maxima, but we'll do it to somebody else. No problem. Though. I appreciate it. Have All a good right. night. Thank you. Appreciate it. Jake, you were saying earlier, like, you don't want, when it comes to the Forkner-Alves-Lapper incident, mm-hmm. you were like, I don't want to make any enemies. Like, I don't want any, any yeah. lappers or anybody to come over on me or anything. Like, like what I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. When you were saying it, you just don't like to make any enemies. Yeah, I mean, I've always kind of made it a point to... I mean, I'm usually pretty cool with everybody anyway. I mean, I've had instances, but in general, I try to keep it pretty neutral because, you know, if you're leading a race or something and you're coming through and the dude knows you're coming, if if that dude hates you, he's not moving for you. <laughs> right. Like, he's going to make yeah. that next lap or two for you just hell. And usually, usually you don't have time that you can afford. So, <laughs> right, right. I mean, I try and keep it pretty neutral, but I mean, I've had my run-ins. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it happens, right? Especially yeah. when you've been there as long as you have. Um, when you've been racing as long as you have. Alright, uh, hey, Donk, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Hope you enjoy, yeah, hope- you, you enjoy dealership life. It's all right, man. It's good. How long? I miss you, Donk. Bowers. Bowers. How long until Donk quits and comes back down to work? (laughs) I don't know, but I hope it's really soon because I I need him. (laughs) Donk, he's rad. Donk, we're gonna see you in. uh, I predict November. (laughs) That's way too late. I need him in like. Was it like May? End of May? Nah, he seems. (laughs) He seems like he's into this a little bit. It's gonna take till November before he decides he wants to. Yeah, you might be right because it's about right when it starts getting shitty weather here again. So, yep. No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that summer. Yep. No, uh, I, I hear you, Donk. You, you'll be you'll be down here before you know it. Uh, all right. Thanks, well, Donk. We talked last year. We talked last year about doing um, when we do this next year when we were doing our privateer thing. We're like, oh. Yeah, and maybe next year when we do this, we'll do it this way. Yeah, next year. Yeah, there you go. So we're, and he always we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna just ditch our wives and, and everything, and we're just gonna yeah. drive across the country in the box van that we're <laughs> yeah, not sure we're is gonna make it up the next hill, but we're doing it. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Donk, for calling in. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. See ya. All right, see ya. That's Donk, everybody. He'll be back. Don't worry. He's he not, comes and goes. He's not gonna listen. He's not gonna do dealership life. 
Nah, they don't I test there. He's telling us how much he likes to test. They don't. <laughs> last, not, last time I checked, there's not a lot of testing going on. At not a lot of testing. Yeah. So, hey, you guys, you guys know he's working on Harley's too, right? No, like, I know. Yeah, like, no, I was working. Yeah, on, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's so. It's so yeah. dumb. I, I don't even. He's, li- yeah, he's way too. He's way too high for that. Like, I don't yeah. even like his photos on uh, on Instagram because then I don't endorse that move. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not liking this. I am not liking yeah. this. So they should have a dislike button. They should. That right. I, they actually really should. I do not like this photo. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, uh, Tyler, what's your goal for the rest of the year? Like, what what'll make you happy? Uh, you've been right around that tenth spot, like you said, fourteenth a little bit. You've run inside the top ten. What do you want to get to before the end of the year? Um, first off, I know I'm capable of heat race wins. Clearly, I knew I yeah. knew that um, you know before the film thing came up. So that was my goal. Is uh, you know after all the injuries and stuff, I was like you know I'll just I'll just try to get a heat race win before the end of this. So. Um, we're going to start, you know, with those goals and move up from there. So right now I'm setting my sights on that and then, uh, moving up from there, you know, for sure, capable top, top tens and then they can just take the next, next step from there. So, um, you know, if I, if I would have clicked off a heat race win this weekend, then there yeah. we go. Yeah. We move on next yeah. and next week would be top 10. So, you know what? um, stop, yeah. stop losing the front end in the ruts and you'll, you'll have it made. Uh, yeah. That, so that's what happens when you start feeling like pretty good and you let your guard down. Like right. I was like, right. And that heat race, like. I had talked before, um, my wife and I, and then Travis, my mechanic, we were talking uh, before the race, and we were talking about getting a nanny for the baby for the weekend, but I can't afford it, blah, blah, blah. She was like, when a heat race, you can use the bonus to get a nanny, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah, like, that's, a, that's a good idea. Like, I can't believe she's usually like a real tight ass, so I'm really happy that she gave me the, she, like, gave me the permission to right, spend the money on right, that. I'm right, like, right. sweet, look, we're getting a nanny, yeah. you know, and yeah. uh um, so you're so out there, you're like, nanny, nanny, nanny. Yeah, nanny. I'm, I'm leading the race, and Travis gets on the pit board, like, win it, nanny. And I'm like, and then I got real nervous. It was like, lap one, I'm like, fuck, I'm winning it, I'm winning it, I'm winning it, you know? And then I come around the next lap, and he, like, went in, like was on the, pit, on the pit board again, and I'm like, yeah, I'm winning, you know? And it went from, like, nervous, yeah, I'm winning, to, yeah. like, sick, I got this, you know? And then, then I knew it was over at that point. I'm like, these guys are screwed, I'm winning this thing. And then, then I got like overconfident, and then I yeah tripled in that corner, hit a hole, yeah. front and turned sideways, and I was laying on the top of the berm. Oh boy! Going, Damn, there goes the nanny. Yeah, there it is. Bye bye, nanny. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. It. Uh, hopefully, uh, you'll get one before the end of the year. And uh, <laughs> thanks for thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Good luck with everything. I'll see you this weekend in Indy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Tyler. See you, Tyler. See you. Uh, Vertex Pistons bringing you Tyler Bowers on the show. Actually, I, I won't see him this weekend in Indy. I'm not going. Oh, you're not? No. I like Indy. Yeah, it's cool, right? Nothing against it. Well, usually the track, though, is... It's hit and miss. Sometimes it's been, you know... Um, With Easter break, you know, the next weekend's Easter, I always try to take one of the weekends off, so I have two weeks at home. Two weeks. You know, and uh, it was was this weekend, so... Um, Thanks for uh, for calling. Is, Is he on five? What are we doing? Oh. You know, honestly, let's... Let's do this. I got a text right now. And let's call let's call Will Hahn right now because he knows what I'm doing. And he's texting me. He's texting me questions. He knows Monday night of the pulp show. Yeah. So Star Yamaha's Will Hahn, manager. Hello? Why are you texting me when I'm doing a live show? I don't care what you do. I don't even know it's Monday, dude, and I don't care about Pulp Mix. Well, fuck Will Hahn. <laughs> Why are you texting me to ask me about podcasts? Like, I'm busy. First of all, we all know that's a bold face lie. <laughs> Jake, Jake Weimer is here, by the way. He's sitting next to me. Wilbur? How's it going, Jake? 
Is there tension between you guys? Is there tension? No. At yeah, all? Yeah, we hate each other. Well, we hate each other. Wilbur took your ride, Weimer. I know. At Factory I'll Coward. never forgive the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he'd do that to me. You're what an asshole. I purposely <laughs> sought it out on purpose. He had like five say. other offers, and he just, he specifically did that one just yeah. to get me. Screw Jake Weimer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I texted him and said, I'm coming for you. <laughs> He texted him uh, as you were walking into the Cowie meeting. He said, hey, I'm giving up a little bit of money, but I'm doing this just to, just to screw you. Um, yeah, in spite of Jake, I'm taking it. Well, I just, uh, I'm, I'm busy with Weimer. We had, the, we had Bowers on. We had Mookie on. We're very busy, Wilbur. This is like a way over my heart requirement, this show. Way over the what? My height requirement. I don't feel like I'm oh. too short to be on your show tonight. Yeah, yeah. Good point. What? Okay. So, what's going on with the podcast? What's your deal? I just asked what your next favorite one after that one was. You dick. I don't. I don't know what my next favorite one is. Uh, so, you listened to the Bradshaw one? Yeah. You liked it? Loved it. It was good, right? Yeah, dude. I just. I mean, this whole demeanor is just. I don't know. I mean, obviously, always a fan because, you know, that's what you grew up watching and right. stuff. But, I mean, there's a different perspective kind of – I don't know. I just enjoy those kind of podcasts and so just because I end up listening to them and you almost feel like you get to know that person without even, you know, shaking their hand. Right. Well, you know, Weimer's got a story about Bradshaw trying to break his leg when he was on <laughs> 80s. <laughs> True story. I can see that. It was, I mean, he's pretty ruthless. It's, dude, it. he's gnarly. It's a great story. It's one of my favorites. It's in my top five, I think. Never. Really? Oh, it's so good. Really? You're like 14, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was on a super mini. You're super mini, and Bradshaw mm-hmm. is 30. Whatever. I don't know. It was that year that he went back yeah. to do those arena crosses. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of uh, of Bradshaw, let's get uh, JT on the line. JT, what's up? How are you? Fly Racing Zone. What's up? What's up, Steve? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Oh, this is is this JT? This is JT on five. What? No, no. This is this is Paul. It's Paul Perbino. Oh, oh, Paul. I, I, How I many lines do you I, what, have? What are we available? doing, Marks? What are we doing? How many lines are available I cro- I on this thing? Him out. You what? Steve, I cropped him out. Oh boy. Oh boy. I cropped him out. Jake's my friend. I wanted to call in, talk to Jake, and then Will got on. <laughs> and then I'm friends with Will. <laughs> and then Will's, I, okay. I cropped JT out. Okay, hold on. JT's got crappy service. So I cropped him <laughs> he out. must. Hey, he must have one of those apps too, where you can like kind of block like okay, some other shit so, from happening. Wait, so JT is now yeah. on. Now, JT is now on. Hello, JT. All right, so we, we now have five guys on the line that all know each other. <laughs> this is unreal. Listen. Uh, all right, so JT, are you there? I don't know. Am I? Yes, you are. Okay. okay. Wilbur just listened to the Bradshaw podcast from back in the day, and he asked about some other ones that are good. Do you have some recommendations? Um, I think most of the most of the it just depends on what era you're into. Like for me, Bradshaw was up there, but I think uh, I think some of the the more recent legends, like I thought, Chad had some good ones. Stu was a really good one. Um, I don't know. I, I, it depends on, for me, it jumps around in eras. My favorite would probably be Carmichael. I think Carmichael was the most insightful of all. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. I went. I went really deep. We went deep with that one. <laughs> um. Hey, uh, Wilbur. Yeah. Go to like, like Stanton, Wardy, those guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy it. I, there's not like a specific time that really like triggers me. It's just more, 
I think learning more even back then because I mean obviously it's still before my time like yeah I grew up watching videos of Bradshaw and those guys but like you know you would not you're not going to know a bunch of like the odds and ends because I wasn't old enough to understand a lot of it either yeah that, that's why I say like I didn't mention those ones because they were a little bit like those would be more for me or older but for you like it would be the McGrath and those guys I, I would think yeah the, the, JT can you pull off speakerphone or whatever you're doing it sounds all kind of janky um, there's a two part Emig one Wilbur I don't know if you know much about Fro's story but there's a two part Emig one that's really good I've listened to that it's have pretty, you? yeah it's pretty good yeah he gets deep a little bit, <laughs> yeah, you know, about yeah. getting fired and yeah. And there was some stuff in there I didn't know that was pretty gnarly. And Wyndham too talked about some struggles, yeah. and I was like, whoa, yeah, yeah. Wyndham's is really good, but Wilbur, you probably know most of K Dub's story, yeah, you know, like true. really good. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, good amount. I'm sure you heard some stories that were not suitable for public, but um, yeah, uh, but yeah, those ones are good for sure. Um. Yeah, MCs is really good too. Yeah, I don't know. See, but. I feel like I feel like I like, gave you a comment tonight. And now you're just pumping your ego up so hard on the on the web. Like I want it to be between he's you like, and me, and now it's like I'm the shit. He's like, Whatever. yeah, they're pretty much every podcast I've put out is I mean, pretty yeah. much at the top level. They're, they're, like, listen, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm the guy pulling the strings. I'm the guy pulling the strings, and I'm the one making them look good. Oh, hey, God. so Wilbur, listen. All right, listen. In all seriousness, uh, you had your rider from France fill in uh, Ramet this weekend. You got to be happy with his ride. Pretty good. Yeah, I I think he did awesome. I mean, obviously, a very limited amount of time on the bike. Like basically, we called him, and it was I don't know. I think one o'clock in the morning there, and he got on the plane by six a.m. So wow, what, I, Wilbur? You know, I was going to ask you because yeah. I actually wondered about this. I didn't even I didn't know this happened because I was back home, um, but. How did that come about? Like how I, I know who Ramet is because I've been over there and race, but and I'm sure a lot of people do. But how did it come about? Like how are you yeah, like? Oh, I, I need to it? call Ramet <laughs> to get him over here. Yeah, I mean honestly, like we were digging through everything, trying to make the best plan, and yeah, uh, you know, and obviously there's a lot of guys here that deserve the shot too, and I don't want it to ever like discount that or you know feel like yeah. anybody didn't deserve it here, but. Um, you know, Gary Swanepoel knows him mm-hmm. and has helped him for a while, and he had kind of brought him up. And honestly, he gets the credit for it. Like, he is the one that mentioned it, thought it was a good idea. And like I said, we kind of were trying to go one way. It didn't work out. And this is the other path we went down. And, and like I said, I called the dude at, like, I think it was 1230 to 1 o'clock in the morning in France. He answered, yep, I'll do it, no problem. I said, okay, I'm booking your flight right now. You fly out at 6 a.m. from Lyon. And uh, he flew straight here. He packed his bags and went straight to the airport. At wow. one in the morning till f- till six in the morning. He had five hours to get ready. Yeah, five hours. Get on a plane. You're coming to ride. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, I thought he did pretty well. So. No, he did, and I got qualified pretty dang well. He got better all throughout the night. I mean, yeah, he got he got pretty. I think winded in the main, but yeah, I think a lot of that was like nerves and and obviously jet lag. I mean, there's a lot of things I think for him that. We're working it against him. So did he ride the bike before the race? Or yeah, I mean he rode uh, Wednesday and Thursday, okay. but so not much. I mean they weren't. No, no. Yeah. And I would say, I mean, shit, an hour on the bike maybe. Yeah, yeah. JT, did you ever race from that, or is he a little bit? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I raced him several times actually. Yeah. Um, but man, the biggest thing for me is I was concerned with is a 16 minute main event on that track is a lot longer than what those guys typically race on so yeah. i was uh, i knew he'd be fast and i knew like he's 
he's really dialed in with, you know, qualifying and that's kind of their racing, but 15 plus one's a long time, I would think for what he's used to. Yeah. And that, I mean, and he admitted that, you know, he's like, you know, normally like our main events are basically the heat race essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, and he, and he knew that. And I think, I think, yeah, Indy's going to be a little bit hard again, just because of the limited time. But then I know we get that break, and by the time he comes back for Minneapolis, I think he could actually do some damage. Is you know? this uh, is this for the rest of Supercross? Do you, do you know? Yes, yeah, so it'll be throughout. The, yeah, throughout the East. Okay. East series, and then uh, Vegas, and then yeah, that's it. All right. Okay. What's what's the program for your guys that are hurt? When when will they be back? Or timeline on that? Um, right now, Colts just. It, our only concern with him right now is just get healed up. Yeah. I think that's the the biggest thing to focus on is get healed, get healthy, and then we worry about that. Yeah. So there's not like a you have to be back here right. or we need you here or whatever. Um, Dylan got surgery on his arm, uh, got it fixed, and did have a fracture to his jaw. And I think he gets back to the U.S. I want to say any day. So with that going forward and then knowing that uh, they fixed his arm. I can't see that one being that long, just because mm-hmm. um, I mean, a plate in your your arm is not too bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't want this kind of injury. It's still a broken arm, but I mean, for the most part, it'll be stable, everything like that. So yeah. I, I would see Dylan being back at Hangtown. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, hey, Wilbur. Thanks. Uh, thanks for for picking up the phone. Stop texting me when on Monday nights. I'm very very busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I didn't even think about it. And I was actually, like, trying to be a friend for once. And you turn it around and, like, this building, like I said, your ego back up and trying to tell me caribou's good and it sucks ass. And I, yeah, just, I don't know. Great, great to talk to you, Wilbur. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See ya. I'm, 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 I can't believe there's still beef between you and Wilbur for him taking your ride, Jay. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> hey, uh, JT, welcome to the show. Flyracing.com. Please check him out. So... We were talking about Forkner and Alves and the Lapper incidents and Lappers in general, JT. Like, yep, I know, I know a thing or two about that. <laughs> Forkner kind of went off on Alves, and I get it, but I don't know, man. Like, how do you see it? What do you how do you see that incident? Um, yeah, I mean, for sure, Alves was completely, you know, uh, oblivious to his surroundings, which is just. It's lack of experience, honestly, more than anything. You know, he's he's got to figure out who's around him, and there's a race for the lead. And I've been in that spot too, maybe not as blatantly as him in that spot, but uh, I think you're seeing a little bit of championship pressure weighing on Austin too. Uh, he just seemed like he was on edge all day, being his home race and tied for the lead. Uh, he was freaking out on uh, Hartramp and time practice for being in the way too, like screaming yeah. at him after practice. Yeah. Uh, so it just seemed like he was he was tense. You know, I think I think he was just has he's feeling a lot of pressure to win this thing, and that's normal. But you can also tell that he's he's really young, and uh, he just seemed like he was acting out a little bit when things were, you know, were going sideways or he was facing adversity. You could just you could see it. He was kind of wearing it on his sleeve a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Um... I mean, what? How old is Forkner? Eighteen? Nineteen? I think he's got to be something 19, like that. Yeah, yeah, like or twenty. You know, so yeah, I think you're. I think yeah, I agree with you. But I mean, again, I mean, JT, you've lapped guys, and so have you, Jake. And Jake, you've been a lapper, and so have you, JT. Like the blue flags aren't exactly an exact science. Sometimes they're waving to you four corners before the guy's even there. Sometimes, like Jacob Williamson this week, JT, did you see him getting the blue flag in the heat race? 
Yeah, 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 I did. He's in third. He's but, getting the blue flag. Like, but I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, though. In that situation, and Jake can attest to this, too, you always know kind of who's around you because you can see people coming, and it's not like you have blinders on out there. So for him, he can see guys coming up behind him, and you know when people are catching you, and guys come up on you really quickly, you know that's not a battle for your position. So you've always got to kind of defer the main line. And when you're pressing into a turn like that, you definitely don't want to push the issue if somebody's got the line. I, I don't know. I just thought it was a really great example of, you know, uh, inexperienced guy that hasn't been in that spot many times. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Forkner, it, it cost him, you know, several points. Uh, but that's that's what happens in the 250 class. These guys are in situations they've never been in before. It didn't cost Forkner, it didn't cost Forkner any points because he got Hartraff back. He was in He was in fifth. Got taken down, got up, passed partner half bath, and then got his position back. Right. Well, yeah, I made, but I, I felt like he was going to get Peters for sure. Yeah, maybe. Him, so. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I'd have to watch it again, though, too. But that's the thing with like Forkner being a little bit younger, too. And I would agree with what JT said. But I think the longer you race, like learning how to lap people and whatever, like it, I, I saw it on, we were already on the show and I saw it. I'd have to rewatch it, but. Forkner went through the whoops twice as fast. And so, like, you always kind of have to think about stuff like that, too, that you're going to come up on somebody maybe in in an area like that way faster than you think. So, you know, by the time you get to the end of the whoops, you know, you, you're you yeah. going to be there. Yeah. And that dude's maybe cutting down or whatever. Like, I'm just saying, you know, you th- there's other factors. You to- feel it all like it was a Brazilian on American crime. Alves is Brazilian. I didn't. I didn't. Do you feel there's any sort of politics no, involved? I don't think so. Okay, just checking. Brazilian on. on. I think. Uh, I think maybe Forkner's anger from his crash, you know, when he was winning, <clears throat> was also part of it. I think he was probably seeing red at that point. Yeah. Awesome. And not as not as patient and calm as he probably would have been otherwise. Seeing red on that fly racing gear of Zach Osborne, you mean? <laughs> well. Seeing red on his number plate and knowing what that means. Yeah. Well, eight points up now for Zacho. Uh, JT, how good was Tomac in the main event? Sweet Jesus, just well perfect. I mean, that's the most I think puzzling thing about Eli Tomac is how can you be that good and then on other nights be nowhere near the same guy? I just I don't get it. I don't understand how you can be that dominant. And then other days or nights, whether it's outdoors or supercross, you know, look like you're just another guy out there. I, I will never understand that. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's dependent on the traction or anything else. It can be he can dominate on a track that's slippery like Hangtown or, you know, uh, pick a supercross like Vegas. He can be so much better than everybody. Or it can be tacky, you know, like, like St. Louis. And he is he's on a different level. I mean, he, those guys weren't even close to him. Like, yeah, I mean, he won by 20 seconds. Jake, what's your theory on this? Why can he, How can he be so hot and cold? I don't know. I don't know, Eli. <laughs> I don't know. But, <laughs> I mean, I agree. It is It is kind of a hard thing to figure out. Um, you just have to assume that there's something, you know, mental there. I, I don't know. Maybe he gets to a track like St. Louis that has some sketchy jumps, and he's doesn't feel sketchy doing them where other people do, and maybe yeah. – uh, and maybe that's I, I don't I, I, know because like yeah. JT said we've seen it in all kinds of of conditions so I don't know I had um, a gu- I had a sorry 
He just kept saying, I don't know. So I figured I could butt in. Go ahead. I had a guy, a pretty high-level guy on a team, tell me it's all pressure. It's pressure. Pressure, pressure, pressure with Eli. And I said, okay, what about Salt Lake last year? He was in a title hunt with Dunge. He came from last to first. Remember that? It was amazing. But then oh, yeah. in, in New York, pressure again, sort of folded. Uh, Anaheim won. He's out front. First race of the year. There's, there's, I guess there's pressure there. Daytona, he falls. There's no pressure because you're already dead last. So there's no pressure. You, whatever you get, you get. You, you've fallen. I don't, so I don't subscribe to that theory, but I just had a guy. Yeah, I don't know. In my mind, that. though, Anaheim won to me is not. At that point, the gate's already dropped. He's already out front. Like I don't. I wouldn't think you're feeling pressure at that point. He's already uh, pulling away. Right. Like that was just brain fart. Made a mistake and went down, and it cost him bad. Yeah. But I don't. It's weird because you've seen so many different scenarios. So it's just odd. I, I don't. By that theory, but that's just something I heard. Maybe. Yeah, I right, JT. I mean, do you? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I I I can't buy into it a hundred percent because just like Jake said, it's been in every scenario possible. It's been no pressure in him running away with the race and just tossing a win away. It's been with all the pressure in the world on his shoulders. You know, he's he's not ridden well. He's had all the pressure in the world on his shoulders, like Salt Lake, and ridden you know one of the greatest rides I've ever seen. So mm-hmm. I don't know. There doesn't seem to be any sort of <laughs> right consistency or rhyme or reason or logic to apply to it it just seems completely random like chaos theory or something it's it's, it's really strange I, I really have no answer for you on why or how and i would be i would be very surprised if he had an answer for you yeah. because he, i don't it doesn't seem like he has control over it when it's happening like he can't well i wouldn't i wouldn't think if you asked him he would have an answer or else we wouldn't keep seeing it right, <laughs> right, I right. Mean, well i well i mean i don't know i could tell you why i was slow i know what you're saying and i could tell you why i'm fat I got lots of. But I, I, can, I can't do anything. I can't do nothing about it. it. I can't do anything about it. Um, <laughs> That's so, true. Yeah, like you, That's no, true. no, you got a point there. Uh, let's get to some phone calls, shall we? Uh, John, what's up, man? You want to talk about the triple crown? Hi. Yeah. What up? Can you hear me? All right. Yeah. What's going on? Um, I just want to say, um, call them trophy dashes instead of mains. No, that's terrible. Okay. <laughs> trophy dashes. No, trophy dashes. Yeah, that's terrible. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're such a dick. Dude, that, is that a good name, Weimer? <laughs> trophy dash? Yeah, dashes. No, yeah, I'm I, I'm not voting for that one. Okay, JT, is that a good okay. name? JT? <laughs> no, but you don't have to ruin him. Like, I, you're pretty harsh. No, I mean, look, buddy, we're all in this together. Thanks for listening, <laughs> but it's a terrible idea. Okay, what's up? What's next, John? And then um, I was wondering about the triple crown to get rid of it in the 250 class and then just have uh, three east-west shootouts because you're taking points away from these east riders. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, it, I I first thought, John, when triple crown was coming in, it was for 450s only. That's what I right. really thought. I, I did not think they were going to do it for 250s because it does affect the title chase a little bit, right? Like, as you said. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, just have, like, one round in, like, California before they head east. And then one mid, and right. then obviously Las Vegas. So yeah, JT, what are we going to call these things at these triple crowns? We can't call them mains, and we can't call them motos. Um, I think it just should be just should be heats because they're not points paying. Okay, 
Yeah. And neither are heat neither are, you know, heat races at yeah. normal. So I think it just stays consistent and everyone already knows that terminology. So yeah, why not? What we don't have a better option, so why not? Um, John, do you have a bike? Uh no, I don't. Um, I used to ride back in like, gotta, high school and stuff. I, got, so. I gotta give you something because I'm a dick. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, how about an apology? No, just to give him a prize. <laughs> there That's you the, go, uh, John. We're gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna put you on hold. Give you something from FlyRacing.com. Uh, some casual wear from those folks uh, at, at Fly Racing. All right, so stay on hold. Okay, sounds good. Tra- travel to get your information and uh, get your sizes, and, and we'll send you something. All right. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Trophy. So you, you're mean to him, and then you just. Pass the buck off to uh, on fly racing, right? <laughs> uh, I have a pre-authorization on that. Uh, Paul, you're, what... g- you're going to patch things up there, JT. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks, JT. Thank you, uh, Paul. What's up, man? Hey, not much. I just had uh, two quick questions about the GPS because I know most listeners don't care. So, JT, what about Greg Smith? Did you see that? Uh, he won, what did he win, the EMX class? 300 class or something? Yeah, right? the 300 class. He went 1-1. One, one. That dude was looking really good. Yeah, great job winning a yeah. 300 class. That'll really well, well, do well. Well, it, it, well but it's interesting. He, he just come... Sorry, JT, go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. Uh, I was just going to say it's interesting. There, there are all of these second-generation racers coming up. Um, Mikhail Pachon's son yeah. is coming up now. He's just in MX2, and then... Uh, as you said, Smets' son and Everts' son, William, will be in the mix here soon. So it's, it's interesting to see all these guys, second-generation guys, making their mark now. Um, I, yeah, I think Everts' son is going to take a little while because he's, he's, he's probably about my height at about four foot three. So, um, um, yeah, right. I, I don't uh, – the EMX guys haven't had great luck, you know, coming in, the people that come in, you know, so – I don't know how much we can judge by that 300 class, you know, or the 125 guys. I think the EMX 250s are done now. I don't think they have that anymore. But I'm always hesitant, uh, Paul, about trying to figure out if those guys are going to be the next guys, you know? Well, I think he just cool, looked though. damn good in the sand. Sorry, JT. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it is really cool to have that developmental structure, though. I think it. Yes. I yes. think that's missing from a lot of our stuff that we have going on is we don't have the the correct feeder system in a lot of cases, you yeah. know, and I think yep. it gives them a stage and gives them a way to get support. And also it, it, I think lends them to a bit of professionalism too, of what to, what they're going to expect because they're kind of already in that, you know, uh, Grand Prix racing structure. So we, I, I kinda uh, like we do have the 125 dream races at all the rounds this year. And that might be something, right? That might be something. Yeah. Maybe that helps. Yeah. Uh, I just think, I think, Something to get these guys like a farm system. I think right. it helps everybody. Uh, John, you want you want something from Maxima or Paul? Sorry, Paul. Uh, you already asked me a bit earlier. Sorry, oh. man. All uh, right, trying to figure this out here, everybody. Nobody wants anything, I guess. Dream race at all twelve. Yeah, one twenty-five dream race. Dark side. What's up, guys? I'm not giving you the Maxima oil package, so don't I, need... I wouldn't take it if you offered right. it. Right. Okay. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Hey, man, so I called a few weeks ago when Barca went down, asked who's going to get that ride. Well, now they got nobody. Well, when did they okay. get Chisholm in there? Do we know if Webb's out? I would assume, but I don't – I mean, do we hear anything on Webb, JT? Do you know? Is he, is this serious? Um, it sounded like you hurt his shoulder uh, during the week and then crashed in the first practice. Right. Because- uh, they thought his shoulder wasn't all that strong to start with. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I would assume he's going to have to get looked at I would, seriously. I, so I would think Indy for sure, then the off week, and we'll go from there. But but Darkside, 
how can they take Chiz? Chiz has a team. He has a contract. He rides a 5150 Yamaha. Yeah, yeah he has a team, but he would take that ride if it was there. I, I mean, I know he would. He was talking well, to him. Well, of course he would, but the what about 5150? He has a deal with them. Uh, that's true, but you don't think they'd let him out of that deal to take a factory 450 ride? Well, Kawasaki wouldn't let Hayes out of his deal to take the star ride. I, I don't know. I see both sides of it. And JT, yeah. certainly JT, you, JT, you're in a you're in an industry position where Fly has contracts, you know, with riders. I, I can see both sides of it. I can see fifty one fifty being like, no, beat it. Yeah, well, it's it's a bummer for them. You know, they're they're getting good results out of Kyle, and they're just going to end to a, a competing energy drink as well. They're just going to be like, yeah, whatever. We'll just you know take it in the tailpipe here. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I know Dark Side, <laughs> you're a huge Chiz fan. I know you are, but I I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't really think about the competing energy drink situation at all. But yeah, I just, I mean, I hate, you know, they may not have anybody. That, like, I can't see him coming out this week. And, right. you know, if they had signed him or somebody two, three weeks ago, they would probably be in the swing of things by now and they'd have somebody out there doing okay. Do you see your pony? You your ponytail has a, has a social media account now? Don't yeah, you? I saw that, and I saw the the pictures you were taking. That well, I was in the elevator, and didn't realize. Yeah, no, sorry, sorry about that. What, what they need to do? What's that, JT? They need to get Jimmy Perry. They need to get Jimmy Perry on the phone with somebody in France at one in the morning to get him on a plane. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a crazy story for sure. That is. Um, I mean, Jake, would you do? Would you do that if you were? I mean, oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, if yeah. I'm Thomas Ramet, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, that's a great opportunity for him. I'm sure something he's. Right. Has okay. he raced over here before? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's done Supercross. Yeah, uh, what a couple of years ago with Cat with uh, him and uh, Aranda did some. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure he's See? stoked. So. Yeah, and I, with that ride, I thought they could have got me and my boy John Short on that ride, and never even asked him. I don't think. Well, boy, Darkside, you got all the guys filling in now, huh? <laughs> yeah, just just. Trying to see what, who would fit. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I, I don't know. I would assume Monster's like, hey, you got to get somebody on the bike. But who would you get? Yeah. For reals, who who would you get? Who's available that could give – you know, you need a main event guy. Otherwise, why bother? And who's who are you going to get in the main event from Monster Yamaha right now? Yeah, there's not a lot of options. There isn't. JT, maybe. JT, what are you doing? <laughs> how much How much – when you can be ready? Anything but that. <laughs> uh, thanks, Darkside. Thank you. Okay, guys. Thank Bye. you. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to uh, Paul. What's up? You want to talk about JT riding pit bikes with JT? What? Yeah. This is Paul Willis. Hey, Jason. What's up, Paul? What did you think about your pit bike experience riding through the streets <laughs> of St. Louis? That was good times. We were, were, uh, were Thursday, you a, Thursday night. Were what? you a wheelie boy, JT? I was. I, well, I don't know. I can't. I was. I was. I was trying to be, but we were cruising the streets. We were, we took over downtown St. Louis. Oh man. Okay. I was like one of those. I was like one of those people on the news. <laughs> I would like to have seen this. Were you on? Did you uh, like a quad or or the two wheeler? That which no, route? No, I was on you? one of uh, Paul the callers one tens. Got like, it. We just, I mean, literally like running red lights, like wheeling. Everyone, you know, those kids are kind of wheelie for days. Yeah, wheeling through the streets. You know, we would walk off intersections. JT was a wild Good wheelie time. boy. <laughs> wild I man. We were letting uh, fourteen-year-olds lead us around the street to St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> I got to find out more about this at another time. This sounds okay. awesome. Uh, thanks. Hey, I got, oh, go ahead. Hey, wait, I got, I got one question for you, man. What, what's this rumor I hear 
flying around that that was the last St. Louis race. I didn't hear that, but who knows? I mean, JT, did you hear that? Uh, no, but I man, they got to get some more people in there. I think uh, I would bet you that since the Rams left, that their cost to rent that stadium has gone down a lot. Uh, and that's all. I think that's always a factor for these stadiums is. You know they they balance overhead versus ticket sales and all these factors. So yeah, I want to say I would be surprised, but attendance wasn't good this year. Yeah, you know, well, I think St. Patrick's Day hurt badly, but uh, yeah, attendance yeah. attendance rules everything. It seems. Yeah. The, the rumor is it's going to Nashville, Tennessee next year. I don't know, dude. You always hear those rumors. They've been every trying year. to go there. They've yeah. been trying for a while. Yep. Yeah, they have been. So. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. You guys have a good night. All right. Wild Wheelie Boy, yeah. Jason Thomas. <laughs> yeah. I was seriously like, what am I doing? I, we're going to get killed. Uh, we're going to get killed. Uh, Silver Wolf. What's up, buddy? Hey, Ooh. I just had to call in and give two shout-outs tonight. Because first, to Jake Weimer. Jake Weimer, I'm the old guy that was at uh, Villa Poto's MX camp. Oh, yeah, summer. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I recognize your voice. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Well, hey, I was so stoked when you got that ride, and I'm following you, man, sending you so much love, and so, you know, bummed Yeah. that accident, but yeah. you a ton of good vibes. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. I, no, I appreciate so that. Well. <laughs> yeah, man. That was, you know, I just got to say, Jake Weimer is an awesome instructor. That was a, a really Is he really? Yeah, he's camp. good? Okay. We had a good he's time good, up man. there. I think we're going to do it again. RV's coming on in a bit, I think. But I think we're going to do that up there again this summer. So, no, we had, a, we had an awesome time. That's that's cool. Nice. I'd like to hear that. Yeah. I, I heard I heard uh, Bill Poto was coming on, but uh, I hadn't hadn't heard him yet. So I thought I'd just jump in. He, we, we, still don't know, we don't know. He's, he's being ra- very random in the text. We're hoping to get him on. <laughs> he's, he's RV. Ah, uh, geez. What else, Silver Wolf? But but. But anyway, second second shout out. So Jake, I'll see you there if you guys. If you yes, guys sir. There, yes, sir. Good time. So heal up, brother. Thank you. Um, second, JT, I went sure. to the Supercross VIP experience. And sure did, dude. It was awesome. I just want to say, you know, people have been calling in, and uh, a, you got more space again in Seattle. I do. I do. Hopefully, I'll see you there. Sweet. Yeah, I'll ping you an email. But uh, for anybody who's listening, man, that was the best money. I've wow. spent yeah. best time. JT was awesome. There you go, folks. Props for JT's Appreciate VIP that. program. Uh, Checks in the mail, Silverwolf. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Silverwolf, <laughs> listen, just because just because you're making us all feel good, do you want some Maxima oil? I would love it, man. I'm a vet racer. I'll check out some Maxima. Maxima awesome. oil is created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Monster Cowie, just among the teams, Pro Circuit, MaximaUSA.com for more info. The number one aftermarket oil in America. They didn't buy their way to number one with Silver Wolf. They got there by being the best. Maxima USA. Damn. Thanks to Dogger. Uh, stay on the line. Uh, Marks will get your information, and we will uh, hook you up with some oil from Maxima. All right? All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Take See care. Ya. All right. Thank you. JT, I got another email for you, too, for while we have you on here. From Alex. Oh, probably this guy. Never mind. His name's Alex Wolf, and this guy says his name was Silver Wolf. Ah, it's a, it's a theme. So well, this, this guy's just blowing you about the VIP experience. Probably the same guy. He said, I finally got to meet you, Mathis, and that was really cool for me. We were the couple that came up to you when you were talking to 722. And we talked about Pulp Hockey and Pulp MX. I'm really pumped on how cool and down-to-earth both you and JT were. We're down-to-earth, JT. You hear that? Well, I am really low to the ground. JT so is. 
Damn, dude. Um, all right. Hey, do you have the X brand goggle taros over there in the corner? Yes. All right. Would you like to do them? Let's do it. Okay. He's enthusiasm. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions Fire. everywhere. Jake Weimer has not worn X-Brands, but he has done the dance around X-Brands, and he has been eyeing them up for years, <laughs> trying to get on the X-Brand program. Maybe one day, Jake. Never know. We, I mean, we, we're going on like six years probably talking yeah. about it. Kyle but Cunningham. Kyle Cunningham used X-Brands to get 13th this weekend. Good job for Kyle. Freddie Norn, Kyle Chisholm wearing X-Brand. God, everywhere you look, there's X-Brand goggles out there. EKSBrand.com. Use the code PulpMXShow18 to save at EKSBrand.com. We love those guys. We love the goggles. They're fantastic. Uh, these are rapid-fire questions submitted by a guy named Corey Moser. Do you know him at all, Weimer? Moser? Yeah. Like the Moser? Just the Moser. Like the Moser, the Andrew Short, that Moser? Mm, not familiar with them. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Dude. We're done here. Question submitted by Corey Moser. Uh, you have 30 seconds to answer. Rapid fire questions. Let's do it, Mark. And this is me? And JT and me. Okay. Yeah. One at a time. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. Has Tomac's inconsistency made Supercross great again? No. No, I don't think so. Weimer, why do you think Tickle training at the Baker's Factory hasn't been a recipe for success? Oh, I was going to get into this later with Weimer. But... That's not a 30-second answer. Well, do your best. <laughs> Give a summary. Um, I mean, he's fit. He's fast. I think he's, you know, struggling a little bit. But, uh, I don't know, he's probably got a little stress on his shoulders. Great radio. All right. What would Kiefer's answer to that question be? It's not going well at home. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. it's all it all comes back to your chick and home life and everything else about your your how your results are. Just curious. Kiefer's Kiefer's question to life. All right, JT, all in. How much do you think Brayton took home from his Daytona win? Uh, I'm always just such an idiot. We were arguing about this <laughs> on our such group text. Yeah, um, <clears throat> 125 grand. Steve. With Josh Hill out at Monster, who's going to be turning you away at the Monster parties now? Great question. I'm not sure. Anybody from Monster, really, I think. <laughs> I mean, I think anyone would. Yeah, I don't know. Weimer, even with Tony Alessi being 50% less crazy, there has to have been a theory or idea that you made you raise an eyebrow. Give us one. Uh, I haven't got any. We've talked about stuff from back in the day and we'll laugh about it. But <laughs> for like currently him and I talking how we're going to sort something out, I haven't got anything that I was like, oh my gosh. You've been really happy with Tony. Yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 100% chance that Mike starts to the right of the tunnel. Um, in, in in St. Louis, if he raced, if he raced there, right? <laughs> Say what now? The right of the tunnel, the gate. Oh, the split start. Uh, well, <laughs> probably. Oh yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent. Okay, thank you. Thanks for coming around. On that. <laughs> well, I didn't know exactly. I know, I know. I'm like, yeah. yeah uh, anyway. Okay. Anyways, JT, what other quote unquote privately funded team has the best chance of winning a Supercross race this season? 
Uh, I would say for sure Blake if he wasn't injured. But, man, I don't know. Other than that, I don't think it's really possible. Other than Pike, other than, you know, Braden. Pike would be your next guy, right? Cause Joe, well, yeah, I yeah. consider. I guess I consider those guys factory. But, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Right. Dada, dada money. Yeah, you got dada money. Yeah, JT, a little bit about Blake. Just since Atlanta, man, he's got his – he hasn't ridden. He hasn't practiced during the week. He's got a hand problem. Guy's been a shell of himself, huh? That sucks for the team. Yeah, it's. I mean, in between every time he rides, it's ice and therapy, and yeah, it's. I mean, he's trying to do well, but every decision he makes, as far as am I going to jump this or that, is based around his, you know, hand and wrist hurting. So, do you been there, Jake? I'm sure. Just... Yeah, but has this hand problem been talked about? Like, I. Is there something I don't know? I know he crashed and hurt himself, but in Atlanta. That's, yeah, yeah, I know that. But is it like, oh, he's got a broken bone or he's got a ligament he issue. hasn't he, yeah he's got a but he really from what i know he really kind of didn't want to know doesn't want to right. know he's gonna keep racing he's like yeah whatever it hurts i'm just gonna but if i'm gonna race then i don't really want to care or want right to know. right right i've done that too yeah. have you been there week yeah. to week where you're not riding during the week and um yeah i've done that and i've done the deal where i don't want to know so i don't go get it checked <laughs> Jeez, yeah life life is a factory rider right life is yeah. a as a as a highly paid guy, so. All right, next question. Um, Steve. Yep. If riders and fans are sliding into Pookie's DMs all the time, sending dick pits, <laughs> dick pics, etc., mm-hmm. does that bum you out, or it's just the cost of Moto Media stardom? Oh, that is a good question, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like maybe you just yeah, you just go look. I got a hot piece of ass, and people want it, right? I don't, I don't know, Weimer. Uh, how do you feel about it? What do you mean? Chicks, this is a question for you. Yeah, but how do you feel about it as far as your chick getting a DM? I don't even bat an eye. I'm like, look, whatever. Like, I mean, I like to look at her, so I assume some others do too. Like, what am I going to do about it? Put out a statement like, hey, don't, could you not slide into her DMs? <laughs> like, I'm, whatever. Well, okay. Yeah. After, after this weekend, do we more worry more about chicks sliding into yours than dudes sliding into hers? No, no chicks are sliding in the mud. Were you talking no. about your autograph session yeah. you had, I had last I did. Weekend. I had autograph sessions with, with chicks. Chicks wanted photos. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Weimer, who do you think Steve is pissed off the most? Feld, Monster, Motocross Action, Youth Stream, or Other? Um, Probably a better question for JT. Yeah, I don't – yeah, let JT answer because, I, I mean, I know a little bit, but let JT answer that one. Oh, I would say Motocross Action. I'm – Almost positive they hate you. That's what I was going to say, and I, and I don't know any of that story, but yeah. I see your tweets, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> he's really just jabbing there. I mean, when you have a you headline... Feel, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, Motocross Action is the only one you're actually like, you're you're lethal. Like, you have yeah. zero mercy. The rest of them, you're kind of like thinly veiled, you know, like slights and stuff, but Motocross Action, your gloves off, like straight to the jugular. When you have a headline, Justin Barsha may be broken his hand, <laughs> and you leave that up for hard. hours, you deserve maybe it. Maybe hard. Maybe hard. Broken hard. Yeah, Justin Barsha maybe is broken hard. That's what your headline is for hours. Yep. It's quality. You, you deserve it. You deserve every <laughs> single bit of mocking. I'm sorry if, if that was up on Pulp. You're not sorry, though. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Next question. If that was up on Pulp. Go ahead, mock me. Yeah, yeah, mock me. If it was up on pulp, I deserve it, and I'll be like, "Yep, I can't get mad at that." 
Uh, I wish people would lighten up. People need to lighten up, like in general. Like seriously, the whole sport. Yeah. Lighten yeah, the I'll fuck up, that. everybody. I'll give you that. You're like, come on. What do you mean? Have a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. It's like curing cancer all the Somebody's time. Somebody's going to come back and say about how much you rant about the sport not being serious enough, and then you say that, so that's why I asked what no, you No, but, well, I don't know. I guess it, it, I shouldn't even say this, but it's like the world we live in now. People are almost scared to say something because you're just so excessive. Like, yeah. you're just going to get ridiculed. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's why I don't care. I'll just say it. Yeah. No, that's a good way to be. Because you'll never make everybody happy. Like, no, if I you know. just live in this world where you're like, oh, maybe I'm going to offend somebody, you will. Yeah. So. All right, JT, last one. Out of all the current 250 riders, who do you see making the best transition to the 450 class? Uh, that's hard. Um, I'm going to say right now, right now I'm going to say Zach because these other guys have to develop still. But, I mean, Forkner's future is crazy bright. So... Yeah, I'm going to say Zach just because of the experience. I think he'll transition the easiest because of his experience level. But, man, I, and I would even throw Cincerillo in there, too. Those guys those guys are crazy good and have crazy good point skills. So, AC, okay, uh, with tough. more with more power, is AC going to get sketchier? <laughs> like, good God. Or, uh, or is it one of I mean, I think, well, I think it's the way you have to ride a 250. Also. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, so sure. You can't ride a 450 like that. It's It's just how it has to be right so, yeah if, if he tries to ride a 450 like that yeah he's gonna he'll kill right. himself right but right. can't do that he'll 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 the power will actually help him because he won't be able to be he won't go so mental basically well he'll be able to chill out a little right. bit and right. go fast right yeah um jt we talked about this earlier a question came up about which guys are going to move up and i thought savachi and plessinger uh who else did i say didn't i have a third guy Osborne, baby. Well, we yeah, Osborne, that. we already know that. He's got a contract. But Plessinger and Savachi, are those guys that moving up? I would think so. You know, I, it'll be interesting to see how Kawasaki handles their second 450 spot because I think JG's been, you know, he's served them well. But but you know that guys like AC and Savachi and these guys are, they're planning on moving into that spot. Yeah. So, you know, Bruce, Bruce is going to have a tough decision to make here is, as far as is JG, you know, is he willing to keep him? Because he's obviously getting older. Yeah. Um, and then he's got the kind of the future that he's got to make a decision on too. Because if if Cowie doesn't bring Savachi up, somebody else is going to get him for sure. Because the, he's the feeling he's be I a have top five top eight guy. The feeling I have is AC is going to move right into that spot. Like not next year, but nineteen. I, I would agree with you for sure. So, I just think they have they're going to have to kind of weigh this picture out and and yeah. move cards around. Because if not, they're going to have to let these guys go. Yep. Yep. Or maybe... You said Plessinger earlier. Yeah. What? You said you were missing a third guy, Plessinger. Oh, no, McElrath. Plessinger, I said. Uh, McElrath no. was the guy. And I don't know for sure if he's moving up. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't heard that. But, um, all right, let's get some phone calls before we uh, let JT go here. Lines are full. You're, you're, it doesn't make what sense what you have in the phone, the things, Marks. What do you mean? Eight thoughts. What's up? Makes perfect sense. Oh, hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Steve? What's going on? Hey, um, so we'll get past past a bit now, but you're talking about like what the hell's going on with Eli Tomac and how he uh, keeps crashing out and one race he's God, the next race he's a bum or whatnot and can't quite do anything. And uh, I don't know if you know me from my voice mother leave, but I used to be a professional basketball player over in New Zealand, Australia, and I had the exact same issue, but in playing basketball. 
And all came down for me, and I don't know if it's actually really relatable to him, but it came down to me was confidence and just uh, not being mentally strong. I mean, I don't know if that's an issue with him, but like one game I'd score 30 points, wow. do amazing, and then for reasons unknown, the next game I would just suck, long story short. Well, Fro would, go, Fro would love to have that confidence theory. He has that theory for sure. Um, I don't know. He's a multi-time champion, so I'm always hesitant to be like, oh, he's a head case. Like, he won a tough outdoor battle with Roxon. He won an indoor yeah, battle. Yeah, yeah. He won an outdoor 450 battle. Like, you can't be this fragile little mental case and win these championships, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I played on the national team as well. I mean, I was a professional player. I mean, even to get that level, you have to be mentally strong. It doesn't mean once you're at that level around other athletes or at the same level you are, that you would have to be some kind of fragile mental case. You know, you're not right. comparing yourself to the average person. Just to get to that level, you have to be an elite athlete. And once you're around other elite athletes, I don't think it's that far on each side of the precipice to fall into being mentally weak or right. making mistakes or losing your confidence. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Huh? I don't know. No points. Another thing, too, uh, I, I don't know if it's mean, on the same topic, but – is it just me, or do like I mean the top motocross, supercross race in the world? Like I ride now. I mean that's what I do now. I got bored of basketball and the challenge, so now I try to ride you know motorcycles poorly, might I add. But um, and also I watch the supercross and motocross, and a lot of like the top races, at least like the top twenty five, thirty guys you know in the world, minus the dudes in Europe who you know obviously are very good too. But they do seem to make a lot of dumb mistakes in general. Like I mean the amount of mistakes they make are like rookie, like. For example, I think Bowers this weekend going into the corner leading was it the heat race or was it the main event? I think it was the, the main, right? The heat. It was it was the heat. Right, right. And the dude like boners it out and basically like nose dives into the corner. Like that's just well, like that's like a move that you would see at your local track I mean I'm in Canada by the way as well, fellow comedian. Up here at like Mission Raceway in in, uh, in Vancouver. I mean that, I think like, it you know, just the, I think it just tells you how hard it is, how hard the sport is, right? I mean, Jake, would you agree? Like I mean just to speak on that incident because it was just on TV, like, I think it caught him off guard. Like, there was a little hole in the landing, and I think he just was not anticipating it, and he was thinking about being able to hire a nanny, and it just kind of tucked the front end. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, that gets happened like all the time. Like, for example, Ken Roxon, like he went around the corner, bonered out, pulled the wheelie, and jacked up his other hand. I mean, it just seems to happen a lot. Like guys go in the corner and just fall over, like move. Yeah, but I guess to relate that into basketball, I'm not a basketball player, but if I watch basketball and I watch someone really good and they miss a layup or some or, or you yeah. know go yeah. to dunk it and it it bounces off the back of the rim or whatever, like which is something that. We do every yeah. day, but you just messed up. Like you just didn't get it done that time, or whatever. Like I don't know. That's, that's just point. how yeah. I assume yeah, that happens. No, yeah. that's a good point, Jake. Yeah, I, I guess I'd get down with that. I mean, that's that's a true point. There are a lot of mistakes. I just know it, it looks. Like, it looks, stu- it looks looks stupid when people are watching, but it just. If you shoot fifty percent, if if Steph Curry shoots fifty percent, that's an awesome night. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, well, I, I don't think... know if fifty shots is equatable to like going into a corner and just falling over. Like, I mean, that's I a habit. Too. A lot of guys go in the corner, they hit those ruts, and they just seem to be, like, losing their, their, their um, grip. They just fall over. And this sort of seems like, come on, man. Like, you're supposed to be the top in the world. That sort of just seems like. Like, the Ken Roxon one. All right, okay, okay. J- JT, what are you going to say? I think they're, I think you're not seeing how hard they're pushing either. Because if they're practicing, if they're just doing a lap to the practice track, they're probably never going to crash in that same situation. But they're pushing so much harder in a race, in a heat race, especially like that with Bowers. He's winning the heat race, so he's pushing, you know, everything he has, every section. Gotcha. So you're riding, 
at your limit too. So if he wanted to back off 5%, yeah, he would never crash in that turn in a million years, but he's, he's giving it everything right there. Like every, you know, breaking at the last second, turning, you know, getting on the gas sooner than he would probably want to. Um, so yeah, things are going to happen when you're, when you're on the limit like that, uh, that would oh, never yeah. happen in a practice situation where they were backing it down just, a, just a tiny bit. They could do a hundred laps without falling. Yeah. Good point. Thanks. Eight thoughts. Thank you, man. Yeah. You're right. I mean, Jake, you probably went, Weeks without crashing at the Cowie track. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like practicing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. know. Um, all right, let's knock down some questions real quick. Uh, TJ's got a question. J- TJ, you got a question about the VIP program? Hey, JT, this is uh, TJ, my buddy Jason. Uh, did your VIP program on uh, Saturday. I was supposed to be there. I apologize for not being able to show up. But I heard there was a little incident on after the race with him kind of taking off of the pass. I just wanted to apologize for whatever happened. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no. Controversy. Oh, he, uh, no, he left, and uh, I didn't get the pass back, and then I had to go get it from him after, and then I had I couldn't find the right address, and I was on the wrong side of town, so I had to cross town again. Oh, jeez. It was fine. He, it wasn't anything he meant to do. It was just, yeah, I was driving all over St. Louis at midnight. All right, TJ. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that that guy's a nice guy. That TJ guy's a really really nice. He he was an amateur racer for a long time. He's, I'm I'm, he's he- I'm hesitant. Good, to put, really good person. I'm hesitant guy. to put Joe on the air right now because he wants to give props to Weimer. But Joe, what's up? <laughs> what's your props for Jake Weimer? How you doing? My name is Joe. I'm from New Jersey. What's up, Joe? Uh, I just wanted to give props to Weimer. I've always followed his career a little bit. And uh, back in 2012, when he uh, he actually won at Bud's Creek. I caught one of his gloves, so I've always Whoa. wanted to catch back up with him so he could sign it. Oh, cool. super muddy. Like just this shit show of gloves? Was that? Oh the- my god! Remember that? Was it oh nine? Oh, he said twelve. Yeah. Not- oh yeah, you're right. It wasn't twelve. I was kind of confused about the date. The date of it. So when- yeah, exactly. Oh, actually, okay. So Joe, actually, he didn't really win that. Metcalf did, but they no, they no, th- no, no, they no, threw no, a red no, flag no. early and no, Weimer and I I no, crossed no, it no. first. Stop it! No, no, no. He won. Weimer won. Metcalf had it, and then they went to the the order of the last lap that before they threw the red flag, and Weimer was leading. There was oh no check. I'll never forget that. I got to the red first. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, he did. But I just wanted to make a comment about Tomek. I hate to dwell on this. Yeah. But it just seems almost like when he has something to focus on other than the race. I'm, I mean, that sounds stupid, but when he's coming from behind in the race or coming from behind in the points deficit, it seems like he rides better. I think he. I, don't I mean, know. does that he, make any sense he, to anybody? No, he had the lead outdoors all season long, and then he had a little bit of mid-season lull. You know, remember he had a few races there that weren't so good, but for the most part, he led the points the whole way until the end. Marv started creeping up on him a little bit, but um, I don't know. Yeah, um, I was just thinking more like in the Supercross. I right, think that's right. kind of to me. I kind of say it that outdoors last year that was kind of a very interesting race. Almost, I mean, uh, right the series for everybody but i wanted to ask you guys a question maybe i'm stupid but uh there's eight races for the west and nine for the east correct this year i thought it was 10 and uh no yeah nine and eight right i think you're right so does that mean if i rode the east i have i can get a better national number next year because i'll have more chances to get points yeah Ridiculous. Yeah, it's a, it's a free for all anyway. This whole two fifty thing that it's it's a joke. Math, so yeah. it doesn't even matter. But that <laughs> that's just like a whole nother level because now I mean that's really going to play into the points I think because someone has a whole extra race to, to gather the points on these young guys. Yep. 
Yep, don't worry about it. Ever since ever <laughs> since the 250 guys got Supercross points, I just look at it I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, it's, it's all lottery. What number do you want, sir? Yeah. You want 27? Okay, great. You have that. Yeah. Uh, you, how about 53? How does yeah. that sound to you, sir? Okay, do you take that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm so over that whole deal. It makes me mad. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Yeah, Thanks me, for I'm getting... Not a big, I'm not, yeah, definitely. Have a good show. Thank you, Thank man. You. Thanks for getting JT angry again. Uh, JR, what's up, man? Oh, not much. How are you? Good. What's going on? Oh, hey, I just I uh, wanted to call and t- say uh, I did JT's experience in Seattle, and uh, I oh, came by myself, God. and Thanks, I'll just... tell you what, <laughs> this dude is first class all the way. Thank you. I know I am. I know I am. I try. No, listen. Well, yeah, you, you and JT... well, Steve, you and, you and Weege in the, in the uh, elevator, priceless, you know, um, first class. JT, how many people are you paying tonight to call in for this? Jesus. I know, man. I'm going to be broke by the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what the, what the, the fuck, fuck are you doing in the mail? I definitely, I definitely try hard, man. I, right. For me, it's no, I, and, you know, in all reality, no. all jokes aside, he was actually really cool. No, cool, good to hear, man, for sure. If you wanna, if you wanna jump in on this thing, there's probably some spots less. Jason thirty six at aol dot com. The cool thing is, like, you know, you just go cruising around. JT was super cool. Went and met seven deuce deuce. Grabbed my phone. No, that's put always... his number in my. Yeah, it was dude's out of control. Oh, it was you, awesome. You it got his phone day. number? You got seven deuce? Yeah, he straight up grabbed my phone. Put his number in my phone. He's like, <laughs> bro, dude, bro, you gotta call me, bro. So. Yeah, it was it was quite the experience. That is an experience, the experience right there. Fantastic. Good to hear, man. Thank you for the call. Yeah, no worries. Hey, hey have a good night, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, JT, we'll let you go as well. Thank you for uh, calling in. Uh, unless you got anybody else calling in, JT, to, to talk about your, your VIP program. but No. No, I think I, I'm all out of bullets. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Uh, Justin Brayton, we're in Fly Racing. Jack Osborne, we're in Fly Racing, among others. Uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, guys. See Thank you. you. Later, JT. All right. With that, let's move right into our next guest. He's been irate on the text messages waiting for us to call. <laughs> he is legend, the multi-time Supercross motocross champion, Ryan Villapoto. What's up, RV? What's going on, guys? I wasn't irate. You just told me a time, and then you didn't want, Then you didn't call me. It's like, bogus. <laughs> it's bogus. He's got things to do, man. Yeah, like, He's not just yeah. sitting around waiting on your call. <laughs> yeah, what exactly are you doing, bro? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Um, yeah, I was trying to eat dinner, so he made me scarf it down. And, I thought you were calling it. And he takes eating very seriously. He <laughs> likes to take his time and enjoy it. Oh, man. Yeah, it was a salad and salmon. That was it. So, what? And you were in the gym, I saw? Like last week? Yeah, or no. I think yeah, he, yeah, he must have crashed when he's been out riding at one of these local tracks and hit his head or something. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's working out and he's eating healthy again. Are you coming back? No, no, you know, just trying to just trying to slim down a little bit. He's scared of getting fat. Oh, okay, all right. Um, well, it's not that bad. Uh, no, hey. I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, you know, get maybe go down a pant size, you know, get into like a 28 again. <laughs> oh man, um, what have you been up to? What's what's happening? What, what's been going on? You been riding moto at all besides the gym? Uh, yeah, 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 a little bit of moto. I actually got to go to the shop tomorrow to uh, – I got to pick up some some wheels from W. I, I heard. Yeah, WUSA.com. They're a sponsor of ours too. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, you know, um, they're pretty rad. Rad company, rad rad guys that are there. And I'm going to go by there and pick up my uh, two sets of wheels they built for me and then uh, head up to PC so they can put some uh, suspension. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He's, he's yeah, like, I got to get – 
I'm getting ready for this big race this weekend. Oh, I forgot. He's what is racing. it? What, what, what are you doing? The Trans Am. <laughs> oh, you are? For Trans World? Or whatever that thing is? Yeah. Are you racing the yeah. vet class, bro? Or the vet class? 30 plus. 30 plus. And let me guess. You, you told Don only if you caught my entry. Because Don was also calling me. They have a uh, they have a, a bigger gentleman's class, Clydesdale. Yes, the Clydesdale. Uh, yeah, I, think, I think I think you could race it. Yes, he's he's begging me to go. And uh, is it this weekend? Yeah, RV. He already it's told me weekend. he's not going to the race. I'm not going to Indy. Oh, dude, Mathis, you better come out. Yeah, you better come out. He dons like I'll comp your entry. I'm like, dude, the forty bucks is the last thing. Like you might you might be able to extend your RM Army contract maybe right if you With go put in a performance yeah tell him the comp your entry tell him the comp your entry and get you a room dude i haven't raced for so last time i raced was the world vets in 2009 come on mathis break out that piece of shit bike you got what here. do you mean piece of shit bike <laughs> it's an rm army bro it's fantastic uh, <laughs> hey uh, come on. listen out there hey what about uh so you're racing the vet class you you just feel like you maybe haven't quite done enough in the sport. You're gonna, you need another trophy. Is that is that it? Uh, yeah. Why not? No, Garen. There's got there's there's got to be a purse there, okay. and he's you, you he's, he's 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 got to go one one to go get that thirty five bucks. I hope there is a purse. I didn't about that. <laughs> oh man. Maybe I'm gonna race two classes now. Maybe I'll race twenty five bucks. I gotta say, like you took your loss at straight rhythm to Stank Dog pretty well. <laughs> you took it pretty well. You just like, well, whatever. Who cares? So maybe you no, know. He, he beat everybody. What do you mean? He didn't just beat me. Quit fucking talking. He just beat me. He didn't. He beat everybody. He's a stank dog. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for Ryan Villapoto? Give us a call. Uh, hey, so I saw your Instagram or something the other day. Somebody found one of your old YZ eighties. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that one was up in uh, Forks, Washington, and uh, I have a buddy that actually drove just drove down here from from my town, and he's like, he called me the other day, and he's like, hey, because uh, he's from that same area, Forks, and he's like, hey, I got a call, um, you know, this so-and-so's got an old, you know, YZ85 of yours, and I'm, he goes, you want it? I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know, like, it's probably, you know, hammered and whatever, and and he sends me a photo, and sh- I mean, sure enough, it's, it's actually could be in way worse shape. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. And he goes, "You want it?" And I'm like, "I'm like, I don't really want to. I, I don't want to buy the thing, you know, because it's pretty, you know, it's way it's too far gone for that, in my opinion. I have a really good one actually at my dad's house. It's like mint. Uh huh. So I don't really didn't need another one. And he goes, "No, no, I'm junkyarding it." I'm like, "Oh well." And then Tanner ended up having. He was going up to Forks anyway to go camp, so he picked it up. So I ended up. I ended up getting it. Yeah. So you got it. You got your 1990. What is that? No, no, 2000. No. 2000. No, no, yeah, that's like a 2003 model, probably. For all those haters yeah. who want to make fun of you for the blue crew, there it is, folks. <laughs> there it is. It's OG, bro. Your dad you know, has one too at his house. Yeah, he, yeah, he's got my old U.S. Open one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. U.S. Open. I forgot about that thing. I don't remember. Did you do it, Jake? No, I never did. I just remember James doing it one year on an eighty, and other than that, yeah, no, yeah, it went on it. for a while. Yeah, but I don't know. Did yeah, you win it, RV? Did you win it? Uh, I guess we can Google it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Anybody cares that much? Um, 
Hey, what? Uh, I, I podium. I podium. I don't. I think Mike might have won. Actually, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't okay. know for sure. Um, what about the uh, what about the YZ sixty five, bro? I mean, I I, ha- I personally haven't seen it um, or, or um, you know heard it run or, or seen it on the track yet. But um, the thing is, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm biased in the situation. You could right. say, but it's really you rad. Could. Um, you know, it's got it. It just it looks like a full it bike, does full size bike just shrunk down. Yeah, no, it looks pretty cool. It's nice to see any kind of OEM guy pulling the uh, pulling the trigger on a brand new bike. You know, a brand new model. Well, yeah, I mean that, and and there's some. I believe some of the parts are like you know go between the 85 and the 65, which is nice if you're if you're you know in the kind of once you get a little older and you're in both markets, um, you know, detachable subframe, um, like a, a legit power valve, like. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm. I don't really know exactly what that means at this point. Meaning, I haven't worked on a KTM or anything else out there. But when they tell me it's got a legit power valve and it it works like a big bike's power valve, you know that means yeah. it yeah. um, lasts longer. Can you? Hey, Weimer. Can I don't know what he's doing, but Weimer, can you believe it? Like. I had RV pegged as just disappearing in the woods of Washington. 100%. Not getting a Yamaha Blue Crew Ambassador ride, racing Trans World's race, <laughs> racing straight rhythm, flat tracking. I did not have RV doing any of this. Are you are you with me, Jake? Uh, yes, 100%. So what do you think is happening here? Is it a I midlife think, crisis? I think he hit his head. You think he... <laughs> yeah, he's... No, it's a... What'd you, what is it, RV? A, a quarter-life crisis? Yeah, quarter-life crisis. Not mid yet. Yeah. Right, right. Because... Man, I just I can't believe how much you've been around, how much you you're like riding, you're into it. It's cool. I'm happy for it. I but. told you. I've always told you, Steve. I've always told you that I'm the people's champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, like, would Weimer just laugh louder than I did? I mean, that's, <laughs> now, what now you, maybe right. we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, what about what about Tomax ride this weekend in St. Louis, RV? That was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Um, jumping quads, eight. doing triples. I mean, a lot of guys jump the quad, right? Yeah. Well, not a lot, but a fair amount of guys. And the lights guys did it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, it was good. He won. Um, are you going to fill in for, uh, that, for Barsha yeah. or Webb? Are you filling in for Barsha or Webb? Is that what we're... No, I'm not filling, I'm not filling in for that. I mean, yeah, he... But yeah, he rode back to Tomac. He rode good, but that still doesn't 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 um, justify that he's forty or sixty something odd points behind yeah. at round twelve or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, 11. no, I know. We talked about it earlier. It's definitely a strange situation to be so good and be that many points down. It was, you know, for for guys as good as he is, it's odd. We never saw that with you or Donge or or you know Chad or. Well, I think the you know. I think I think the one of the biggest things is too is is that. It's a reoccurring thing all the time, every year. It's not like it's a one-time thing. This is his third go. You know, third time we've seen you know things happen, things like this happen. Yeah, yeah. Supercross, um, supercross is dangerous. Over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's got to be frustrating for him and the team. I, all he can do is go out and win, right? I guess. And like Jake said uh, earlier, like you just you're like, hey, we won, but you always have that kind of hanging over your head about this title. You know, the title is most likely gone. So. Um, I mean, isn't that what you're out there racing for? Yeah. Not just Moto wins. Yeah. I think you should fill I mean, it. Everybody forgets. Everybody, everybody, essentially, everybody forgets second place and back. As soon um, as yeah. Over. 
Yeah, I, I would agree with yep. you on that. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, as, soon as, as soon as you go in a little bit of, oh, hey, who won, who, who, who was top five in Supercross? People go, well, I know Ryan won, or I know Dunge won, or right. other than that, oh, man, Morse Google, I got to look it up. You know, unless you're, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, unless you really follow it. Right. Like, really, really, really hard. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, Ryan Villapoto on the Pulp and Mech Show brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, Team Yamaha uses Vortex Racing on their on first sprockets. So uh, Webb and Barsha are using Vortex on the rear of their bikes uh, for sprockets. And uh, you can email Jake at VortexRacing.com to get the same sprockets that Webb and Barsha use, as well as the uh, Josh Woods GPF Cowie Arena Cross team that's dominating right now. VortexRacing.com. Please check them out for more. Uh, I don't know if you use Vortex on your Yamaha RV, but you, if you got sprockets from Yamaha, then you have a Vortex on. Uh, no, no. Currently, they are uh, rentals. Oh, okay. All right. So not following yep. the factory team. Okay, I, I got that. Mark, check mark. What yep. do you? What do you? Hey, yep. Weimer. Right now, RV. Right now, racing for Webb and Barsha. Where does he finish? Bad. Make the main though. Yes, but. Get tired. He need to pull ten to fifteenth. He need to pull over and have a breather. (laughs) But he, I mean, he'd be fast for sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if we give him a couple weeks. I was at the gym the other day. (laughs) He went to the gym once. He's fine. (laughs) And he had his salad and salmon for dinner. He's fine. That's got to be worth top five. Can we get him a flight to Indy? I'm just, I'm just wondering. I always uh, be interesting to see. and so, what 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 else is going on after the race, RV, for you? Like, what's next on your agenda? You got this race, and then what? What are you doing? Um, I'm trying to play golf every Monday. Okay. Um, as for right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for next Monday. Um, well, actually, we still might play. It might just go to a different course. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're trying to iron that out. Yeah. <laughs> Very busy. Yeah, and then. Uh, Still doing some riding and things like that. I think uh, Sturgis is is on the calendar. Oh, MotoGP is on the calendar. Oh, okay. MotoGP. Um, yeah. Where Where are you going to do that? Uh, just to just to hang out, Yamaha deal, and then go to the hand built show on Saturday night or Friday night, whatever night that is, and then that's in Austin. And then uh, that's in Austin. Yeah, it's yeah. in Austin. Right. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, and then, um, yeah. So somebody called in earlier who took to school last summer. Uh, with Jake, and they were very happy about it. Are you going to do that again? Do you know? Are you going to try? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The RV summer camp is uh, is happening again. That's all going to be out up on the on the web here soon. And oh, okay. the plan is to get Jake, Jake, and Ivan back. I, uh, I, we we had a good time. It was actually really hilarious. Was it? Was it? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah, we had. It was a good time. It was fun. It was like drink, beer drinking and hanging out. That kind no, of. No, we don't hey, drink. Hey, we hey, don't hey, drink. <laughs> Mathis, I'm laying in bed, dude, and I'm like, mind you, mind you, hey, mind you, we get there, and like first night shows up, the boys roll in, and Uh like, you know, we kind of crack cocktails, like, you know, early, early, or earlier that night, probably around four. Okay. So we we go to like ten, you know, eleven or whatever, and then, you know, like we walk in the in in the in the in the uh, house, and I'm like, your bed's right there, bro, and it was blow-up mattress in a box. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we've already been drinking, so I'm like, your bed's right there. I said, or you can just sleep with me. Uh, and he's you, like, fuck it, I'm just going to sleep with you. That was it? That's how so, you guys did it? He told me no, before, no, he's so, like, well, no, I don't, I only have two, ex- or, or one extra bed, and I'm like, well, 
whatever, blah, 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 whatever. Well, th- then it was like, all right, well, Ivan's going to sleep in there. And he's like, I don't know. I'll get you an air mattress so you can just sleep with me or whatever. I'm like, dude, I, yeah, whatever. I don't yeah. care. But then we were up till he, not a chance it was 10. Like, it was probably 12 or later. Okay, right. And at that point, he's uh, like, there's your bed. And I'm like, thanks, bro. I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to bother with this. Just scoot so, your hey, ass over so, there. Uh, so at midnight, you're supposed to blow up his air yeah, mattress like, somehow. Plug it right. in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, hey, hey, but every single night, every single night, it was the same thing. And we, he ended up, for four days, he ended up just sleeping with me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, keep buddies, on your side of the bed. Buddies, did you make any money? Did he pay you, Weimer? Was yeah, it, was yeah, it worth yeah, it? Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> hey, and the funniest thing was is that one of the nights, all of a sudden I'm in bed. I'm like, I'm like laying there, and I'm like fucking asleep, and I'm just laying upright, or you know, laying, laying on my back, looking at the ceiling. I'm asleep. All of a sudden, I fucking the that that it's like a it's a mobile home essentially. That's uh-huh. this way, and it, I feel it. Sh- it's moving. The mobile the, like the room's shaking. I'm like, and I fucking sit. I said, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he's down on the ground doing push-ups. What? What? Dude, did he like he goes, drop me goes, to the ground? Like, start laughing because I don't know. I was just like, that's my deal. Like, I always make myself like, do. If I, forget, I, if I miss one I day, then it like jacks everything up. Because then I'm like, well, push-ups. I can miss another day. Like. Yeah, and then he he just like whips up out of bed, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then he's just dying laughing. So then I'm laughing. It's just, Dude, it, it was it was crazy. Funny. It's push-ups at summer camp. You're like, "What are you doing, bro? Stop it!" Yeah, mind you, Matthews, it was like twelve o'clock. Right, right, right. Well, it sounds like fun. RV no, summer we, camp. We had a good time. We had a good time. Perhaps you, find, you want to come? Well, I, I, we can talk about a price. I can come up. I can moderate stuff. We can do a little Q and A. I can be camp counselor. We did some of that. Yeah. yeah, we did some of that too. Oh well, maybe for a price we can talk about it. You know? Yeah. Um, Are you expensive? Uh, Not a chance. <laughs> we got some questions for you, RV. Let's get uh, some some fans that want to talk to you. Uh, first up is Cody. What's up, man? What's your question for RV? Hey, am I on? You are. What's up, bro? All right. Hey, what's up, bro? Um, yeah, just a question for Ryan. Uh, kind of how the MXGP and all that when he raced, kind of how that, like, how that worked with, uh, like, compared to the Nationals in the U.S., obviously. Uh, no, I mean, it's, def- it's definitely a lot, a lot different than, um, than anything here in the States. Um, I mean, the, easy, the, the easiest thing that that we have here in the States is, is hard over there. You know, like just going to the store, for instance, is, is tough. You know, things shut down pretty early, depending on where you're at. Um, right. You know, the tracks are different. Bike setups are different. Um, you know, my team, for instance, was, was all French. Uh, you know, so it was, uh, it was an interesting experience. It wasn't what I was told it was going to be. But it was, but you know, still it was fun while it while it lasted. Right. Uh, it didn't, uh, didn't last the tracks. Long. What about like the tracks? Like, I mean, to me, they look kind of like way gnarly over there. Yeah, you know, they definitely they um, they have some gnarly tracks, and and they they don't do much to them. Um, you know, when when they're rough and things like that. So they they have, I would say, arguably some of the roughest tracks. Um, you know, around even compared to the states, um, right. and then also too, yeah. what makes them rougher than than what we have too here is they have like three other you know 
actual races. So they have like the 125, the e, I don't know, EMX or whatever, yeah. 125, and then yeah. they have the two or the 250 class or whatever the hell it is, and then or the 300 class, and then they have the you know, I don't know, 125 championship, and and then the then the two the MX1 and MX2. So they have a bunch of bikes on the track that ride. Right on. Uh, cool. What about that? What about that wheelie? When oh. you dumped it there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Got, got, got away. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I was. Yeah, just go on Instagram and watch the one boys. It happens to them too. Um, Tone Rod, what's up? What's your question for RV? How's it going, guys? What's um, happening? I just said, how's it going? Hey, RV, I, uh, I'm a longtime uh, uh, Yamaha guy, and welcome to the Blue Crew. I'm curious what oh, your uh, weapon of choice is. You know, I'm, I'm sure you got one of each in the garage. Is it the the 450, the 250F, or YZ250? What's your What about it, RV? What do you like riding? Yeah, so so I have currently I have a um, a 125 and then I have a 450. I have a 250 that's that's ordered. It's at Yamaha now. I haven't picked it up yet and rode it. Two stroke. Um, yeah, two or four stroke. Uh, oh, I said that's a two stroke. Or yeah, two stroke. I haven't rode a 250 yet. Um, in my opinion, if I'm going to ride a four stroke, I'm just going to ride my 450. Um, if I'm going two stroke, then it could be a 125 or 250. Um, I just rode my 125 the other day, and um, man, was, uh, what a change that was! Just the horse, you know, how you know, power they have, the power band, the way the, the way you have to ride them. Uh, a lot of fun, but yeah. uh, it is bizarre how how slow they are compared to what we race today. Um, yeah, the, you never really raced a 125, I would guess, right, RV? Uh, yeah, I raced Mammoth. Oh, okay. Mammoth on a 125, yeah. Well, it was only really only one race. Yeah, did you um, ever race one, Wimmer? Oh yeah, yeah, couple years. Oh yeah, okay. Um, well, because Cowie already stopped making the 125, so for me to race it was going to be a problem. Right. Uh, question for RV Skippy. What's up? How are you? Hey, what's going on, boys? How are y'all? Good. What's happening? Sean, just wanted to ask uh, RV now that he's done a couple different disciplines of riding between the snow bikes and the flat tracking. Uh, what's your favorite other than actual moto? Uh, oh, flat track for sure. Flat track's awesome. It's super fun. Um, the snow bike's one of the hardest things I've ever done on a on, on a motorcycle. Um, by far, it's one of the hardest things. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, when are you going down to the boot camp? What's that? So when are you going down to the boot camp out of the Colin Edwards? You got the invite to go down there yet? The boot camp. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, he's got all the Yamahas down there. Um, I'm sure I'll get down there one day. Um, what are you talking about? Texas Tornado what, Boot Camp, man. That's where we do all our flat tracking down there. They got a, uh, yeah. one of them. Nobody cares. All right, thanks for calling, bud. Appreciate it. Thank you. Party on, boys. Boot camp for flat track? What? RV, what, is that why you're going to Sturgis is to do the flat track deal or something, right? Yeah, just to, to jump in one of the uh, Well, listen, bro. The snow bike thing, the Red Bull straight rhythm, like none of this is working out for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if you get beat this weekend at the vet? Like, what? Like, maybe you should bro, just rest do on. You, don't, don't ruin bro. your legacy, bro. That's it. I'm not. First off, I'm not the one ruining my legacy. Second off, um, I mean, I had like zero time on that 250, and it was an 05 model against a fucking 18 or 17. I know, but you. The last time we saw you, you, you know, you won. You won a Supercross title, and you checked out. No, the last time we saw him, he looped out. Well, 
So, so okay, <laughs> so you, you you went out on top, then you looped out, then you lost the stank dog, then you lost the snow bike race. Like when are we getting Just calm down? When are calm we getting down. back on the podium? <laughs> well, soon enough. Soon enough. Soon enough. <laughs> I mean, it just, good chance just this weekend. Pace. What? Good yeah, chance I, this weekend. I do like your odds this weekend for sure. Just calm down, Mathis. Okay, all right, I will. I'll, I'll calm down. I just, I want, I'm looking out for you, man. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm looking out for you. And, 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 and I've been doing the most training I have in a long time, so I think I should, should be okay. Went to the gym once this last week. <laughs> he had salmon and a salad and went to the gym once. Uh, hey, buddy, uh, thank you for coming on. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you waiting for us and everything. So it's always a good time. I'm trying. Yep, no worries. I'm man. trying to find out. I'm trying to find out when Weimer's coming back racing. Um, what for outdoors or next year? No, just anytime soon. Out- He's not doing outdoors. Yeah, he's then his next appearance is RV. That's RV summer camp. I got. Yeah. What, what, what did he give you to ride? What did he give you to ride? I didn't ride. Oh, um, you were still hurt. Uh, no. Yeah, you were still hurting. No, I went right before I got hurt. Oh, okay. I went. I think it was right as I was like doing my uh, Moto Concepts deal. Oh, okay. I went up. Uh, yeah, I know yeah. it was. It was so you, right then. You didn't ride at all. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Uh, where, where can people find out about that, RV? When, 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 when can we know? You're gonna put it on your social media whenever that happens. Yeah, it'll be on my social media. It'll be on our be on my social media. It'll be on um, Grace Harbor ORV on the website. Right. That'll have it too. Uh, you, but yeah, I'll, I'll put something about it. Are you bringing back your RV Cup race? Do we know yet? Yep. Yep. That's okay. that'll, that'll be back, Paula. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Oh, you're a busy guy. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, Bu- businessman, I- people's champ, people's champ. Doing what I can, Mathis. I know. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for the time, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Later, boys. Later. Ryan Villapoto, everybody. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Jake at Vortex Racing. Best damn sprockets bars around from Vortex Racing, guys. Uh, big discount for our listeners also. If you mention Pulp and Mech Show, uh, they'll have you covered, whether the V3 bar or the sprockets. or they got chains, great chains as well. Vortex Racing has got you covered. What was the most outrageous thing he said in that interview? I don't, he didn't really say anything outrageous, did he? People's champ. <laughs> there you I go. Mean, there I you mean, go. There was a lot of things, I thought. There you go. He's great. He is just a piece of work. Uh, it's pretty funny now. Just right? I mean, well, I can I saw this, you know, just because yeah. I was yep. but, buddies with them. But but day in and day I know out, in yeah. the public, like didn't see like they didn't see. You know, yeah. he was just in a shell. And um, but it's funny to me now that it's like the day. It's like he's just like. Like, well, I guess that's not true because we didn't see him for a while, but then he's like, I'm back. And he's like (laughs) happy. And he's he's everywhere. Yeah. He's he's everywhere. He's doing every discipline you can think of. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know. It's it's so funny. And then, like, you know, when I I was there a few times at Baker's Factory when you were there and you guys just a lot of work, not a lot of happiness, not like it's it's work. It's it's putting in the in the effort, you know? Well, I mean, we had we did have good time there but yeah it yeah, is yeah. when you're when you're in the thick of it and you know it it can become a grind and um 
hot and <laughs> everything else. So Yeah, uh, absolutely. Jake Weimer here on the show. Gear Alloy, big part of the RM ATV MC team with Bloss. Bloss has got 11 three weeks in a row. He's never broken the top 10, and he is pissed. Wants to get the top 10. That's what he wants to get. Uh, Benny Bloss, uh, Blake Baggett as well, uh, A-Rod, and uh, Dakota Alex will all be the racing this weekend at Indy for the East-West thing. SoCalSuperTrucks.com is the code, uh, or is the place to go. You enter the code PulpMX17 to save with Gear Alloy Cold Call. This is the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there's a wheel stop for you to choose from. You didn't happen to see the Ridgeline out there with the beautiful Gear Alloy wheels. No, did you? no. I didn't see it. Wait till it. you see it. Wait till you see it. Uh, thanks to Gear Alloy. They've got what you need. Uh, they support the sport as well. Each week, go by the uh, RMATV KTM pits. They have a huge display going on of the uh, of the Gear Alloy wheels. And I thought we would call my co-host here a few weeks ago, the man who is retired from racing, but still second in the points in Canadian uh, the Canadian series up there, the Noof. Let's give him a call. Hold on. This is where Mark's supposed to play the intro, but he's not. Cold calling now he does. people. It's called Ryan the, the New Flockhart, everybody. I feel like there's 50 50 that he picks up. The Gear Alloy Cold Call. Hello. Hi, yeah. Noof! Yo. This is the Gear Alloy Cold Call. This is Mathis. Jake Weimer is in the studio. What's up, guys? I believe you and Weimer dueled in 05 yeah. in the Canadian no. Nationals. Never raced against him. No? Well, were you big bite? Uh, yeah, but I was would have been East Coast and you would have been West Coast. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. That's um, why. When you would have raced against him when you rode Supercross back in the day. Uh, no, because he would have been Little Bike and I would have been Big Bike. All right, then you never race Jake Weimer. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> Thank you for picking up. I appreciate a gear alloy cold call. Get your truck in gear uh, with those guys. So, Noof, I had to call because this is getting dumb. So, the Canadian, the Rockstar Triple Crown Canadian Series kicked off uh, with two rounds now. You sit second in the in the 250 points. Yes, it's ridiculous. So you're coming back. You're back now. This is it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Are you going to go east or what? Steve, like, what should I do, man? Like, I don't know. I've never been this high in a, like, quote-unquote national championship in my life. <laughs> well, I think you got to go. you got to keep riding this out, right, Weimer? Yeah, I, I mean. Well, I didn't know the backstory to this. You told me earlier we were going to call him. But I'm like, wait, what's going on? News retired. He has a full-time job. He has a full-time job. Atlas Brace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah, so, but he races on the weekends, and he did. He started doing, like, he rides here and there, and now he's second in the points at the pro class. At the arena cross <laughs> series yeah. they have going on. Yeah. Huh. Like, he's beating. Well, go, go ahead, Noof. Well, I mean, the only reason I even did the first round, because it was 20 minutes from my house, so I thought, shit, I better just go and do it just for the sake of doing it. So I did it and ended up getting fourth. But, I mean, it was like a complete disaster with the mud. If I anybody saw, saw the videos. Picture. So yeah. it was it was ridiculous. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. You know, I got fourth. Some guys had some problems and stuff. So 
I'm like, well, I got to go to. So last weekend was in Alberta, so two nights of racing in Calgary. In Calgary and yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, well, I got to go there and work anyway. So I drove and I took my bikes and raced again. And shit, I ended up leading the first. I whole shot it on a bone stock bike. Yeah. Um, and led the first main and ran third until four laps ago and got extremely tired and got fourth again. And then got fourth again the second night, so that puts me second in points. <laughs> yeah, he's just fourths. He's gotten fourths. Consistency is Four key points. in a championship. But he's second in the points because these guys keep weeding. These these big Canadian rock star uh, young kids that yeah. have rides and, yeah. and getting salaries yeah. are wadding up everywhere. And Newf is yeah. riding around, and now it's second in the points. Mm-hmm. Maybe all you need is an, an Atlas bonus program and just keep it going. <laughs> I should have. I wish I was on contingency program with Atlas. That would have helped out. Uh, um, so when's the next rounds in Toronto? Right in when? Uh, it's in uh, three weeks, uh, April seventh. So it's it's a one nighter. Okay. Uh, Saturday Saturday night, and then the following weekend, the final two rounds in in Barrie, so just outside of Toronto. What can, um, what can you get for second in the points and in, in money wise? Do you know? Um, I have no idea. I don't. I don't think any. I don't. I haven't looked into it, this Steve, because I didn't plan on really even. <laughs> I, I mean, Steve, I, I told you when I was down like three or four weeks ago. Like, I, if I made the mains, I was going to be be happy. But now I'm in the title hunt, so I'm I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm stressing. You got to keep going. <laughs> Chase the sun, dude. Keep chasing the sun. <sighs> I I know that that's the last time I practiced was with you in the in the desert on the on the eighty nine or the eighty eight. He came here to host. I saw oh, you saw picture, that? Yeah. yeah. He he wants to go riding, and I'm like, look, look, dude, there's not that track wasn't open yet. That one. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, the only place we can go with with limited time is out in the desert here, like literally just park in the desert and go riding. And he was down with it, and he rode the eighty eight YZ two fifty. <laughs> and then he went to Arena that, Cross and got and got fourth. And that, <laughs> that was running. my that was my prep. Uh. Oh man! So, yeah, dude, you got to keep going. I mean, so the 450 class. So. It looks like you threw the towel in a little bit of the 450 class. Yeah, well, um, yeah, like this weekend. So I, I rode so much. Like I, like I literally haven't been practicing or anything or training. Like needless to say, and I rode. Um, so with everything on Friday night, like with time qualifying practice and yeah. the main events, I rode ninety ninety six laps, um, <laughs> and then. Then Saturday, um, I ended up being a little bit faster from all the, like, riding the night. I felt really good on the bike and burnt myself out. I qualified second fastest overall in the 250, so I was really stoked about that. But I, like, you know, shouldn't have tried that hard knowing that I had to race at night. And then I ended up doing well in the heat. So if you get top two in any of the heats, so either 250 heat or either yeah. 450 heat, you get to go to the clash for cash, which is also a points race. But mm-hmm. Shit, I didn't know it was another 15 laps. So I ended up doing 106 laps on Saturday, <laughs> Saturday night. Um, so for about a total, and I did press day on Thursday. So, dude, my hands, my hands were so blistered um, going into like after the 250 main. I was completely useless in the 450. Like, I shouldn't even be riding the 450 because I'm only seventh in points and that. Like, I should just focus on the 250. But I'm, I, I don't know what I'm doing. So I, I didn't plan on being in this situation. When you're just when you're one of the greats, when you have talent, Weimer, right? Like experience pays. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> These kids should be ashamed of themselves. The ones that go to riding facilities down south and are racing against you. I'm. I mean, they're they're like. Well, I, I shouldn't say they're faster than me because I did qualify second behind Moffenbier on 
on uh, and my my time here's the craziest thing about the whole deal so i put in like a 21 point something lap time on saturday morning in time qualifying that put me third overall of the of the 450 guys like i'm i don't know how i'm yeah. doing it i don't i don't know what's going on <laughs> it's like in a haze yeah. just yeah. what's happening you need to yeah. quit quit atlas brace right now and start <laughs> head south to gpf right now it, it's it's the other crazy thing. So like like literally, I've been doing this just completely for fun and and no expectations and and whatever. Not doing it to try to make any extra money or nothing. Just doing it to say I did it. And then after Friday night of this past weekend, I'm tied for second points with Dylan Wright. And all of a sudden, like the mindset changes. I'm back into racing. I'm thinking, holy, sh- I'm nervous. I'm jittery. I, I'm all stressed out. Nobody can talk to me. It's like, dude, I'm 34 years old. I shouldn't be doing this to myself. <laughs> oh, well, good job, buddy. Good job. I watched the well, main on, fr- on Friday. I was working in the hotel room and on Twitter. All of a sudden, yeah. I said, main coming up. Watch here. And I clicked it. And literally, within 30 seconds of it connecting, you pulled the whole shot with all these kids. And I'm like, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Atlas oh, Brace, yeah. AtlasBrace.com zone, Ryan, uh, the new Flockhart. Um, yeah. So quickly before we let you go, uh, how's the whole series in general working out? Uh, this is brand new for Canada. Weimar, I don't know if you read about it, but no CMRC anymore. It's it's. Yeah, I don't know right. exactly what's going on, it, but I know there's big it's all changed. Right. Yeah. So we got four indoor rounds, then a then a ten round outdoor series, and then two supercrosses in the fall that are more arena crosses, anyways. And that's the whole thing. And if you win it, you get a hundred grand. If you win the overall four fifties, you get a hundred grand. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, uh, if you, sorry, if you win all three, right? Noof. Yeah. If you win all three, um, no, no, you don't. You don't have to win all three. You have to have the most points oh, okay. combined after with all, all of three. these yeah, races. Combined. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Combined. So, so, so you could you could finish like fourth in arena cross, first right. in outdoors, and fifth in supercross, and be the like the yeah. grand total points winner or whatever. Okay. So how's everything working? Like how's it going? Do you think two rounds in? Obviously, the first round with that mud was a disaster, but it yeah, was, wasn't all their fault, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's it's been good. I mean, like anything, and and we said this in our, our pod that we we did kind of leading up into it that there was going to be some growing pains, and I mean there has been. I mean the the dirt the first round, which I mean you got to point the blame on somebody. Somebody dropped the ball on that, but yeah, um, you know we had the the spectator turnout was great. I think there was like thirty five hundred people there, which for an arena cross in Canada is pretty big. And then this past weekend, the track and the facility and everything was great. Um, the spectators weren't huge, but um, I, I think it's going okay. It just it feels a little weird that this is part of the national series, like arena cross. Like, yeah. you know, the teams are there. I guess there's not that many privateers. I mean, we're only getting like 15, 16 guys per class, which – is a little weird considering we usually get forty to forty-five for outdoors. For outdoor nationals. Um, I, I really would have thought that it would have attracted some more privateers. The money's decent. Like if you make the mains, they only take twelve guys to the mains. So yeah, um, it it's different. It's going to take some time um, to catch on. I think. I think a lot of the privateer guys don't really know what to do because they're just you know focusing on outdoors. And a lot of even you know Dylan Wright even told me he's like I'm really just looking forward to the outdoors, but yet. But these count, yeah. These do, count, yeah. Yeah, yeah th- these do count, and it, it feels it feels a little bit weird. And like, like I said, you know, I was talking to somebody today on the phone, and I'm they're like, "Dude, you're second in points," and I'm like, 
it would feel a lot different if this was outdoors and I was second in points. But <laughs> yeah. even though it's it's the same it thing, is, like yeah. it's the same overall goal for the whole thing. So yeah. it's it's a little bit different, but I think it's um it's going okay. I mean the show looks good and I mean the racing has been pretty good. Like in the four fifty class, all the heavy hitters are there and I mean it's been it's been it's been all right. It's been really Cole Thompson and Fossiati, right, in the big class for through Yeah. Yeah, it has been. Gurky hasn't been so good. Um, right. I think that his wrist or his hand or whatever he hurt there in Germany, he's been been struggling. Like, does not look like the same Matt Gurky that you know we see outdoors. But um, he was better on Saturday night. He's he's getting better each time. But Thompson is uh, is starting to roll roll right. with this thing. And I mean, he's so good at those tight indoor or tight tracks. And mm-hmm. um, Fasciati's got his hands full with him for the rest of this part of the right. series, anyways. Oh. Yeah. Well, buddy, you got to go east. You got to go. You're second <laughs> the points. How much money did you yeah. make? How many? How much money did you make in the two weekends? Um, I don't know, a couple grand probably. Go yeah. east. Go east. No brainer. Yeah, bro. We, we what you can get on a flight. You can get a bike, right? Can you get a bike and bring, bring bars and stuff and just do that? Yeah. Well, the bike I'm riding is bone stock. I mean, it still has the 100. Uh, ninety nineteen rear tire on it, stock tire and stock everything, stock suspension, and so, so that part of it isn't a big deal. I just need my bars, which is not a not a problem. So but. the overhead is real low at this point. <laughs> right. Not a lot of overhead, and we're making money. Yeah. We're making money, and but I, I don't know. Like, do I go back there and like struggle, and then end up finishing fifth? Like, no. right now it's fun. No, it's, you right just now keep it's it rolling. I can just quit. I can just quit right now and be like. Yeah, I was second in the in the you know Canadian oh, National Series, no. but I decided not to go. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hold on, can you get the bike out east? The same bike? Um, I can. Okay. I have an option to do that. I have an option to borrow a bike out there, and so I was, the, I was gonna the say, cow, and the Cowie team said that they'd help me out too. So. Oh, so now you got a team um, help? <laughs> uh. I don't want all this help though. I just want to keep keep it going the way I was going, but I. I'm not driving all the way out there, you know. You want me to bring the 88 out? Well, that would be fun. Chase the sun. But I'm not gonna. If I go east, I'm not riding the 450. Though I can't. I can't keep punish, punishing myself like that. So <laughs> the, the reluctant second place rider, <laughs> Ryan Newf, the Lockhart, or the Ryan the Newf Lockhart. Uh, all right, buddy, Steve. Steve, yeah. Steve, you know me. I'm going east. I'm just. You want to make the, the yeah. downplay? I'm going east. The only the downfall is I'm going to miss Seattle. I want to go watch Seattle, so I'm going to miss that because that's around. But yeah, I don't know. I got to keep this dream going, I guess. And then the new beginning, part nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. AtlasBrace.com. Hey, did you get a lot of response the last time you were in show studio here for that? Best neck yeah, brace around. It was good, and I mean, things are going excellent at Atlas with Jason Anderson obviously leading Supercross and me second in the 250 points. I mean, things are <laughs> things are high right now. Could, could it get any better? No, it couldn't. Uh, no. The guys, the, the higher-ups are extremely happy with the, with the money they're, they're putting out for the, for the riders, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure you're reminding them every day. Um, oh, yeah. They hate it. Thank you for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. Good luck. See you in Toronto. Thanks, guys. All right. See you. Uh, Gear Alloy, Cole Call, Ryan, the new Flockhart. There you go, folks. Somehow he's second in the points. That's funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, all right. With that, we'll take our last commercial break of the night. Come back. Nicole Weimer, maybe? Maybe. We'll go talk to her. We'll see if she can pull something we'll out. see what she's got. Uh, we got the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment coming on uh, and much more. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after this commercial break. 
This is Lord Vader, and you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX Show. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. 
Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stop. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what Race Tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose Race Tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valve 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20%. On there, they can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of uh, anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic hey. out there. A-Ray91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And, again, check them out for the whole custom line. And, uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say. 
ARAY91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. 
The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. 
and sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com.
Elliot Pulpman Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Fly racing. Jumping. Jake Weimer. Jellybean Jake. Nope. Jolton Jake. Nope. Jemima Bean. Jemima. Jumunji Jake. <laughs> Jumunji Jake is in the house. Is any of that is any of that acceptable? No. None of that. I mean the jumping Jake, like, but I mean like I don't like Quiet down. I don't know if I condone that, but right. I haven't heard a better one, I guess. You know what's weird? A lot of people have nicknames. Yep. And I've never, ever, since a kid, like, never really nothing. I mean, I, it's, it's not that weird. It's. I wish I had a nickname. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just some people. I have nicknames for everybody. I don't yeah. for you, though, which is weird. What am I in your phone as? Steve Mathis. Oh, okay. Or Steve Matthews. Oh, really? <laughs> no, no. It's, I'm kidding. Um, BTO Sports, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list off our sponsors, okay? Okay. You tell me first thing that comes to your mind. All right? All right. Oh, boy. This never goes that well. Uh, BTOsports.com. I was hoping you were... Because that one, the first thing that comes to my mind, what do you think is the first thing that comes to my mind? Which is... B, uh, BTO Sports K- T- K- KTM? Yeah. Or, okay. Like, like Baggett. Yeah. Yeah, that's Rocky Mountain now. I know. So that's it's fun. like... Right. But that's the first thing. Okay. Uh, fly Racing. Uh, Cole Siebler. <laughs> wow, okay. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Just say pillows because you ride on them. Uh, well, that was the first suspension company that... No, Pookie, put those on. Um, yeah, ever... Help this. Ever work, uh, yep. help me as an amateur, so I guess I just relate back to that time. I don't know if I think about a specific thing. Vortex Racing. Um... <laughs> the... Jacob Hayes incident. I came up here and did a show. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? The, uh, the last round in Vegas. Yeah. And him and Regal oh, yeah. got together. And yeah. then we did a show. It might have been that next Monday. It was, yeah. for yeah. sure, the next yeah. Monday. Where he ripped off his water pump and everything? Yeah. yeah. We, somehow, because we're listing off sponsors. And then, uh, yeah, so that's what I think, Vortex, that's what yeah. I think okay. about. All yeah. right. That'll work. Uh, Roost MX. Graphics. Gear Alloy. Wheels, Vertex Pistons. Mm, pistons. I I, I, I told you earlier it was the OEM supplier to Pistons to KTM. You did tell me that, How's but I just found out. So how am I just now just naturally? That's going to take some time to sink in. X brand goggles. <sighs> Rich Taylor. Which mm- actually, that's a lie. It's Steve Mathis, but I didn't want to say that. Michelin Star Cross 5. Kiefer. Maxima USA. Pro Circuit. FMF. Donnie Emler. Works Connection. Uh, again, that one kind of takes me back just to a time as an amateur when I was getting some stuff from them. So, yeah. Atlas Neck Brace. Uh... Brady. You wore one at one time. You yeah, wore Atlas, right? For a yep. few years, yeah. Yep. Uh, w Wheels. Um, Wheels. I, yeah. 
Well, what, 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 Guts racing. Seats. I think a seat covers. Get data. Dan Truman. Have you used the get stuff? I have. Do you like it? Did you enjoy it? I think. Or did it confuse you like Alex Ray? Nah, I think there. I think it's the possibilities are really endless. You know. Yeah. Um, which, in the same time, like if you don't have someone really, I I don't know. I guess there's so many options that I think you like. I would. I personally would want help with it. You know. Get data. Works part for your production machine. Um, Pookie, are you there? Pookie? Hello, hello. Okay, so you have, can you open my email? Poop Nation. And then... Poop Nation. That's go, Jake. That's Saying not Jake. That. That's yeah, not, it is. That's an Australian guy, I think. Nope. Really? That's me? It's Jake. Hit it again. Poop Nation. Huh? Uh-huh. That's an Australian guy. No, it's Jake. Okay, open my email. Um... The the Show contest, email? yeah, the contest stuff. The for for the this is for the Justin Brayton Justin jersey. Justin Brayton jersey. Pick a guy or girl. Oh. Just, Wait, did they just start today? No, they were starting all week, all week long. They they just oh just there should be a bunch of entries. I was gonna get you to write them out and draw them out of a hat, but it's too late for that. All right, I got one. William Nicolopoulos. Congratulations, William Nicolopoulos. You won a fly racing Justin Brayton jersey right off his back. Not from Daytona, but you know, from from oh, what? You can keep that one. Yeah, but uh, thanks to Fly Racing and uh, thanks Pookie for picking you. Keep that email open so I, I know that guy. Um, we're gonna do Nicole Weimer DMs. Conver- uh, your wife has people DMing her things on Instagram that are highly inappropriate, <laughs> and we wanted to do a little segment about or just it. strange. Or strange. However you want to look at it. We were going to do a segment on it, but she'd switched phones. She only has three or four right now, and they're good. <laughs> you saw them. But we're going to get some more collection here. Yeah, uh, and, and without got, a two-year-old here, yeah, she's so, not good for radio. <laughs> so we're going to get that going. Next time you guys come up, we'll, yep. we'll, we will, we'll get that going. So sorry to let everybody down. There was people on social media asking for it today. They were asking for it. We'll so. do it soon. Um, I already have a flight. Yeah, Pookie. Do you have any of these in your DMs? I need to know. Any of what? <laughs> these dudes sliding in. No. I wish I did, but I don't. You you wish you did? <laughs> See? I think I'm in your boat. <laughs> I just have race fans sliding in. I saying, was in like, a gangbang. Say, uh, I have race fans sliding in being like, hey, man, did you see Tickle and Weimer or whatever? Like, I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> They just want to talk. They want to bench race. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I got in my DMs. Yeah. Let's bench race. No, I don't even get that. A guy did send me a photo of his basset hound, though. I like that one. It's a good-looking dog. Yeah, it's a good-looking dog. <laughs> I'll take that one. So so we're going to do the Nicole Weimer slide into my DMs segment soon. And then uh, she's going to collect them. What she needs to do, and maybe you'll get mad, Weimer, but she needs to post, post some boob shots. to like. we got to throw some bait out there. For these guys, I don't get mad every every time she posts something that's like maybe a little bit risque. She'll at and I didn't ask. She'll just be like, "Hey, do you care if I post this?" I don't care. Like, I mean, to an extent, but like, yeah, I mean, it's as like long full, as it's if it's like full vag shot, you're oh, probably hell no, yeah, 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 not you're a not, right. You're not good with that. No, but no, 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 no. A boob or a hand on a boob or butt. Well. Bikini, like stuff, like whatever. That's fine. Right. No, like no areola or nothing like that. Yeah, but yeah, that's where we draw the line at. 
All right, so we'll do that down the road, people. So I, yeah, I'm, you like that? I'm really sorry. You're out of your mind, dude. We should get Heather too. Does Heather have DMs? Did, did Heather Kiefer? She probably does. We never really asked her, but we need to throw some bait out there. It's ASAP. an odd question to ask people. What? Like, what do your DMs look like? What are you doing? Nothing. Well, can you turn the computer off, please? Mm-hmm. Thanks. This is a live show going on. <laughs> um, well, they found that college student. I wanted. To Great ask. radio, bros. I don't know where these guys get off, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it's yeah. so bold. It's odd. It's so bold. It's Nicole Weimer. She has a child, and she's married. And you're going to throw something out there, and do you think she's just going to be like, yep. Like, what's best case scenario here? Yeah. Like, yep, I'm in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pookie, can you... <laughs> What's going on with these guys? I don't know. I think it's just hmm? millennials. People like fishing. I mean, the, the Nicole. Yeah, I think they're just looking for a reaction. Nicole's going to hit him back. Yep, sounds good. Meet you where? Like what? <laughs> like <laughs> what? I don't get it. So, uh, all right. Thanks to Ryan Villapoto and Tyler Bowers and Jason Thomas and Will Hahn. You had RV the on? Noof. Yep, we have an RV. On. Oh, that was the new Malcolm Stewart. Um, stacked show very bro. stacked show we got a couple more things to do uh before we wrap it up here uh thanks to you people for listening 702-586-7857 we got a few more uh lines open still if you want to uh call in and talk about st louis and uh 250s 450s whatever it is um let's do the btosports.com tweet at you marks we interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from the tweets of Travis. Thanks to BTOsports.com. Before we get to that, on TV right here is Brayton's Daytona win, Weimer. That could be you. I know you have a cast on your hand, and I know you ate shit in the fall, and I know you had a rough Supercross season, but two years ago, Brayton on the BTO team was concussed heavily a couple times. He didn't like the team or the bike. I don't think they were pumped on him. And you would have put a lot of money that Justin Brayton was near the end of his rope. But no. Look at him this year. Third in the points. He no, won he's, Daytona. He's crushing it. That could be he's you. doing awesome. Why couldn't that be you? Well, You're younger than him. Yeah. Yeah. You're a 250 Supercross champion. He's not. You won outdoor races. He's never done that. I don't, why are you arguing with me? I thought you liked Brayton. I do. I oh. really like Brayton. <laughs> but don't give up. I didn't say I was. I don't know where this is coming from. I'm just I'm trying to give you an inspirational speech right now. On live air, just so that if I forgot I can come back and don't re listen to Well you to gotta it. get Berluti, I think is the, the deal. Don't give up, Weimer. Hang in All right. there. Alright. You could be Brayden. Alright. Well you just never know. I'm I'm with you. Don't don't give you know, up. Fucking Jake Warner just, or the fucking legend. See? Guys, it says you're a legend. <laughs> Uh, Why can't you be Justin Brighton in next year? I didn't. I didn't say I couldn't. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm. I, I really don't. I'm just saying. So just you know, back it down. <laughs> I can't back it down a whole hell of a lot further than I have been for about the last month. I'm just saying, you never can give up because Brighton. I would have never picked Brighton to win Daytona. And there he is. Why can't that be jumping Jake Weimer right there? I don't know how many times you're going to ask me this. (laughs) 
I know you're on the on the rope of giving up. I know you're on suicide watch. <laughs> no. But I want you to hang in there, buddy. Come join the fight. We're going to fight for you. Okay. And we want you to join the fight. Got it. Thank you. What was it? Is that did I say it right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> the intervention show on A and E. Oh, got it. Yeah. We're going to fight to get you back. Got it. You could be Justin Brayton. Hang in there, What's man. What's next on the show? <laughs> I'm looking at the producer like, can we move on? Okay. All right. That's my inspirational speech. I'm Matt Foley. I live in a van down by the river. Okay. Are we ready? You're done? I think he's been ready. Okay. Pookie? See ya. Yeah, I got to go. Tell him not to give up. Okay. Tell him. No. All right. BTOsports.com. Thanks to those guys. Uh, call and mention Pulp MX, and they'll give you a discount. Put it in the notes section as well. Uh, whether you want to uh, blast your dirt bike, ride your, drive your UTV, street bike, mountain bike, BTOsports.com has got you covered. Uh, we love those guys. They've been a sponsor of us for a number of years now, and we thank them as well. So these questions are submitted to at Pulp MX Show on Twitter. The guy in the corner there goes through them and uh, picks the best ones and uh, never give up, Jake. All right, let's go. <laughs> Um, start with this one from, <clears throat> excuse me, Stake317. Why does Feld keep taking the press conferences off YouTube? The 250 presser from St. Louis stopped mid-video, saying video contains copyrighted images from Feld Motorsports, who has blocked the video. Well, because somebody's putting them on, that's not a Feld channel. The guy's going to a YouTube channel for some jerky YouTube channel guy. You got to go to Supercross Live. Uh, yeah, Supercross Live YouTube page, and they're on there. I've seen them. I've che- I've checked them. So he's on some other page that some other guy owns. Word. This was from Ryan Hargrave. Daniel Blair mentioned KTM was going after someone other than Webb. Any insight as to who? No, no, I don't know. You you know anything? I, uh, Jake, I Jake's heard giving anything. up, so he doesn't know. Um, I don't believe you. By the way, Uh there was a the big rumor that they were going to get Webb, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, I heard blah. that like a year ago right, or something, yeah. maybe. Hey, so for reals... Uh, don't give up. <laughs> Jake, don't give up. Hmm. Look, you no, let's talk about Tickle for a little bit. You've been in the Alden Baker program in a spot like Brock is. We had a couple of theories about Brock. A lot of us thought he was going to take a little bit of a leap this year. And I don't mean race winner leap, but... Top five, you know, podiums, whatever. Like, we saw what happened to Osborne. Weaker class, but still. You know, um, we've seen all the success that Alden Baker has had. It hasn't worked out for Brock so far. And one of the theories that we had was, you know, you've been in the in the deal where you're riding with these guys. He's riding with Anderson and Marvin every day. And maybe he's not as quick as them. And maybe that's affecting his confidence a little bit. I don't know, but you've been in that program a little bit. Can you speak about what you may think is going on with Brock? Well, I don't. Part of the perception is like, oh, you know, top level team uh, in a lot of uh, people's opinions, uh, best trainer in our industry down at the the best facility Mm -hmm. like they're they're putting these expectations on him like that's just their opinion and so he's under a microscope where he's seventh in points he's got at least one top five Um, yep 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 like maybe and i i'm buddies with brock and i've talked to him and i know he wants to be doing better than he's doing um, it 
but I don't think he's just like, oh, he's just so far off from what we thought he would no. be. Like, I mean, I no, think he just certain, hasn't taken a, a no, jump. No, I, yeah. I get yeah. it. But yeah, th- I don't know exactly what it is, but it could be all of those things you're thinking, right? I mean, it, I think there comes pressure with that. Um, you know, could be that. Uh, could be riding with Marvin Jason every day, and it's hard to get the ball rolling when you feel like every day you're you're yeah. you're getting beat. There's so many variables into it that it's hard to pinpoint. Like, oh well, he's not doing it because of this, you know. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Um, when you're writing a check for Baker, is that do you put pressure on yourself because of that? You're like, I should be, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, I mean. I didn't correlate that directly throughout my whole career. I, I don't think I've ever felt pressure to perform for anybody but myself slightly. I mean, yes, you know, when I went to pro circuit, you know, there's a little, there there was maybe some pressure there, but I Mm -hmm. think the, the, my expectations or, or my aspirations always outweighed what, other people, people yeah. were expecting from me. Yep. So I didn't, you know, but I don't know. Everybody, Everybody's different. Um, How is Alden when you're slumping a little bit? Because you, you were slumping at a time with him. Yeah, a couple times. I mean, so, I, I had some good runs. I had yep. some bad ones. Oh, yeah. um, what do you mean? As, as in what? Uh, does he ramp up pressure on you or does he start? Well, I'll tell you what. When I've been around him, I'm, I'm actually – I'm actually surprised at how much he talks about riding the motorcycle. How much he's involved with riding the motorcycle. And I'm always like, okay, well, whatever, whatever works. But, you know, so so to me, from what I see, and you, this is very, my view is not very in-depth. I see a guy that is in control of everything, riding the motorcycle, what races you're going to do, your training program. He's very much involved. It's not just a trainer. Mm -hmm. So, Consequently, because he's so in deep, I think that when you're slumping or not riding as well as you could, he's also going to be now a coach-ish trainer. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I mean, for that sake, I mean, he's just trying, you know, but yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit, but I don't, I mean, I definitely had some talks where he's like, dude, what are you doing? You know, but not like in your face, like, you know, so, but I don't, I don't think that that ever made me feel like, man, I, I better perform or I'm getting kicked out of the Baker's factory, yeah. you know, like I didn't feel like that. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's really it. Right, next question. This one is from everyone's favorite, Keel McStovepipe. Jake, what did RV ever do to make you legit pissed off? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, trying to think. Um, had to have been some times. Couple times. Okay. Do you want to tell him or he's no? Not he's, really. He's filtering oh, in his head. Not yeah, really. <laughs> not okay. really. All right. Um, this one's from Wojo. With all of the injuries in 250 East, why are guys like Hartraft and Williamson not getting a shot? Concert, concert, contract, sponsor problems? Well, Hartraft has a ride. Yeah, he, Cycle Trader. 
Rock River Hill. Yeah, yeah, it's a good ride. It's a good team. He's riding really well, man. Yeah. He's riding well. Yeah. Uh, Williamson, I don't think, has been on that level, you know, to get that spot yet. All right. Um, this was from Kale Barr. The spy photos on the 2019 Cowie 450 have a PC exhaust. Does Mitch make them a special exhaust to fit, or does the previous year just happen to fit? Yeah, I think the previous, something like that, I think the previous year would just happen to fit. I just think. See, I don't know. I saw the picture, but I think the header looks different. The header didn't look like a PC header. Well, I don't know. I didn't look at it that yeah. close, but it had like a different yeah. shape to it. Yeah, I don't think that was a PC header. You can win one on Pulp Max Fantasy. 2019 Cowie, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, from Jake Wilcox. Big Wilk- scores this week on Fantasy. That's crazy. Big scores. Yeah. Uh, this one from Jake Wilcox. With only one first turn wreck in St. Louis, do you think the split start played a part in the almost everyone making it through clean? I don't know. I've never thought about that. What do you think? I have never thought about that. Rice Krispie cake is good though. I'm sure. I'm you, sure you could go back and look at every race with you know that's got split starts and see if it if there's correlation there. What was the last? It one? was a Anaheim one of. It was a real like sweeping turn. You know, it was a really nice gradual turn. So, mm-hmm. do you realize Tomac had like a one second lead by the time you got to the finish? Two, two corners into the race. Yeah, you did a quad, bro. Quad, three, three, three. Um, this one's from Daniel Blair Sucks. <laughs> wow. There's some good Twitter names coming out lately. I like Sorry it. about that, Daniel. I didn't mean to start that. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. During the Cole Gress interview, he mentioned some doctors aren't that good, then brought up Roxon's compartment syndrome issues. Was he alluding to Dr. Viola, his and the U.S. Olympic team doctor, not being that good? I don't know. I don't remember. I did the pod like three weeks ago. I remember that came up, um, but I don't remember if that's what he was saying. I, we were talking about doctors and fixing riders, and I said, yeah, man, like, there's riders who get their wrists fixed or arms fixed, and the doctors do a shitty job, and yes. you have a bad doctor. It's happened to me. Right. So it's, you know, you, you break yourself, and it's just like a carpenter or a plumber. Sometimes they're bad, <laughs> the guys you go to, where they have bad days. Yeah. Timmy, I actually had yeah. this conversation with a couple people not that long ago uh, when I broke my elbow in September, you know, cause I'm like, I'm not letting just any Yahoo work on my elbow cause it was pretty bad. And so I'm looking around, I call everybody I know, do you recommend someone? So I did my homework, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, I went to a specialist. Oh yeah. So he must be good. Blah, blah, blah. But you, don't, I mean, you don't really know, right. No. Until you're done. And, and, so I, that's pretty tough. Like, I mean, you, you, you do your homework and you weigh out your options yeah. and try and find who you think is the best fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red Dog had, who's the guy in San Fran that everybody goes to see? Ting. Ting. Red Dog had Ting and didn't really fix his wrist. I don't yeah. know how much of that was his fault or whatever, yeah, but you I know what know. I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, you never know. Doctor's name is Ting? Yep. Hmm. Ting Ting. This one's from Burnin at Burnin Dinosaurs. Got to have Weimer weigh in on the burrito rankings. The people want to know what yeah. are your top three burrito joints? And rules state they must be a chain. Chain burrito places. Oh, that's let's call it lit shit awards. What? Well, that sucks. It's the chain because I was just back home and oh my gosh, what? there's a place there that just well, but, give, give us the name anyway. Taco Bandito. But is it fast food or is it sit down place? Like you know, you know what I mean, like a restaurant. Or? There's a drive through, but I don't like. I wouldn't call it like fast food, like McDonald's. No, like no, it's, no. But 
Is it Chipotle-ish like that? Yeah, okay. like that. That I would say type quality. Taco Bandito. Taco Bandito. The taco thief. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, chain chain rankings. Burrito. Yep. Um. I would say. Uh, Rubio's. One. Yeah, good nachos. I like their burrito. Chipotle. Uh, give me some options. I, I can't even think Qdoba, of... Qdoba. Moe's. Cafe Rio. Baja Fresh. Baja Fresh. I like that. Baja Fresh, number one for me. Qdoba's okay, but I think I would pick Baja Fresh over it. Uh, this one from D. Howard. It seems like everyone... Ralph, Jeff, and Daniel are more lighthearted on race day live. Do they have a standard they have to adhere to for the live broadcast? Yeah, for sure. That's a little looser, the internet show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this one's from Jimmy Roy. What's more entertaining, AC's vlog or videos of Mathis shredding at Western Raceway? There are no videos of me shredding at race- Western Raceway that I believe. You got, you got spies. I will be going out on Wednesday for a little sesh <laughs> out there. <laughs> a little moto sesh. <laughs> uh, our AC, I, I I mean, is you watch this? I vlogs? haven't. They're I've, actually pretty good. Dude. I'm sure they are. No, they're actually like I hate myself for watching it, but it was actually pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty watched funny because you were in it. Yeah, yeah that's we true. Know. But no, but I went back and watched the Nick Way one too. They are pretty good. Yeah, no, give him, he does a good job with it. Yep. Um, this one is from Dan. Is Forkner's super aggressive style going to keep him from winning this championship? Should he ride more like Dungey and only take Weimer out? <laughs> what? Remember when Dunge went after you a couple times? Yeah. And we all said it's angry Dunge? Yeah. And we're always like, it's only Weimer, though. <laughs> it seems like the only Jake. Did you, yeah. ever, did you ever confront him about that? No, but I, I, got, I cleaned him out. Oh, you did? Yeah, bad. I don't remember that. But... It sucked because he got up and beat me. <laughs> I, mountain, back. I do remember that. Damn, KTM had the electric start. He got up quick. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, well, whatever. I he wasn't real happy, but. No, but you should have said that. I wasn't really happy about that. I think there was two of them. Mm, I only remember one. Okay. Well, we got into it the next weekend, but nobody went down. Oh, okay. But he, we got into it a little bit, and he. Slammed into the side of me and broke the broke my uh, ignition cover. Yeah. Bike was pissing oil everywhere right, right. and whatever, but no one went down or nothing. Yeah, I think that was when we were like his angry dunge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody told him like, "Hey, dude, you gotta be more aggressive." Yeah. Like, ah! just spazzed out. Yeah. This one from Alex Smith. Weimer, do you have any crazy stories from Loretta's? I don't. Um, oh yeah, I do. <laughs> but I wasn't racing. Um, I was just out hanging out with buddies, um, just cruising around golf carts, not really doing anything. The whole like girls and all the, all those stories, oh. dude. I was so oblivious. I I legit like I've heard stories and I'm like, you've got to be yeah. kidding me. I, I've heard some too, yeah. And I just I don't know. I mean, what I was doing or what, but. I just, I had no idea that was going on. So we, me and some buddies were just out cruising golf carts. Uh, Cunningham was actually with us. Cunningham, JG, and I think it was Cunningham's mechanic or something at the time. We were young. 
um, we're cruising golf carts around, security guards, go home, go home. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah. We just kept driving around. Because it was at a certain point, whatever time it yeah, is, no, you got to no, park yeah. the carts, right. can't drive the carts. So they're like, go home, go home. No, we didn't go home, didn't go home. Well, eventually they kind of ended up getting us cornered, so we just parked the cart, but they they didn't see us yet, so we kind of turned a corner and parked it, mm-hmm. and then we hid. Well, they found us. <laughs> I had a broken thumb and a torn knee. Yeah. And I think Cunningham might have had two casts on her. I don't <laughs> remember exactly. Um, JG was racing nationals at this point. Okay. He was there for Factory Connection, staying yeah. in Ziggy's motorhome. Uh-huh. So they found us. Cops come. Jeez. Like, dude, super aggressive. Take one of, I can't remember if it was Josh or Cunningham, by the hood of the sweatshirt and basically foot behind the legs and, like, throw them on the ground. What? Yes. And so the dude, like, grabs me, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I sat down quick. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I have a blown-out knee. And then this whole deal, cops, the rest. For put, a golf cart? Like, put, well, hold, yeah. it makes sense at the end. So put cuffs on JG, and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa and dude just wigging out on us. And like, just shut up, shut the fuck up. Call yeah. Tim Cotter. Tim Cotter ends up coming down mm-hmm. um, out of bed, I assume. Yeah, right. And he's like, you guys are never going to race another AMA event again in your <laughs> life. And I'm like freaking out. I mean, we're all freaking yeah, out. Yeah. Um, ev- <laughs> eventually we got it like resolved. <laughs> and so what happened, they were freaking out on us because I guess that same night there were some kids that broke into Loretta's house Oh, that sat there. So they're thinking we're running around. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We aren't doing anything, yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. thinking these idiots. So, I mean, it was probably an hour-long ordeal, but then uh, we got, each one of us got escorted back to our, yeah. our so JG had to go Ziggy, knock on yeah. Ziggy's motorhome door, and then I, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we, we didn't get in trouble, but yeah, we're just, it could have, it, 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 it yeah. could have yeah. been worse, right. yeah. Uh, Honda World Downey, anywhere from, 30 minutes from anywhere from LA, LA uh, with a 5 and a 605 freeway meet, are you in the market for a Honda? Because a Honda vehicle, Honda World Downey, boy, they'll give you a hell of a deal. Really? Oh, yeah. ha, 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 ha. Oh, God. Over, over 100 used cars, over 1,000 new Hondas in stock. New Civic. Ridgeline truck, whatever you need from Honda. They'll hook you up. Honda World Downey, special discount for Pulp MX listeners, so please thank those guys as well. Uh, if you're in the market for a new or used Honda, that's the place to go. Honda World Downey. This one's from Tristan Davis. With how good ET3 looked over the weekend... Who wins in a 15-lap Supercross race? Prime, Stewart, Carmichael, Stewart. Reed, Stewart. Tomac. Stewart. I, I don't care what anybody says. I just, I, I don't know if I'll ever change my mind that James Stewart was the baddest dude on a Supercross track ever in history. Stamp it. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I just... Assuming they all finished the race, of course. Wow, well, Stu had a little issues from time to time. <laughs> Keep it on, too. But, but you know, so I mean... Tomac. Yeah, I mean, look, like, people want to bag on Stu for crashing out, and it's true, he, he he did a lot. But guess what? He's also the second winningest rider of all time in the sport. He's, he's second all time. That's... You know, so yeah, he did have issues, but he's still got a lot of wins. So, I'll go Stu. He risked it for the best. And Jake will agree with me, Stu. 
I agree. This one is from... What was the gnarliest thing you ever saw Stu do? I Honestly, I'd have to think about that because there's so many things that pop out to me, like those years on the KX125. Yeah. Um, were you ever racing him and he blew by you you know, on the Supercross track and you were like, oh. I can't... Because I don't think I really raced him till 2012, mm-hmm. really. And that year he struggled a bit. Yeah. Um, On the Yamaha? Yep. Yeah. I'm sure there was yeah. a time. I mean, I, there yeah. had to have been. I just, I'm always, I, I love it when, like, you're an amazing rider. And, and you know when he did uh, that year, when he, same year, he switched the Suzuki and won, like, the first four motos yeah. outdoors? Yeah. 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 Yeah, then. You were like, huh. I just, I think it's so funny when, like, you're an amazing rider, you you you're in your prime, you're like one of the top five riders in America, or, you know, top seven riders in yeah. America, whatever it is, you're, you're an amazing rider, and then a guy like that is, like, show, impressing you, you know what I mean? Like, Well, like, like oh, I'll tell you one thing, okay. like, that I just, I still to this day cannot, it just blows my mind, is it was 2011 Daytona when he was jumping over that yeah. spine, like, <laughs> just because, I'm sure, I'm sure I could have done it, but just the risk... Yeah. That I mean, dude, he was clearing the top of that thing by an inch. Like, yeah. dude, a <laughs> right. couple of times I saw him, like, basically skim it. Yep. And, like, the consequences of that obstacle would have been just <laughs> crazy. So, so bad. Then, front flips, gets up, and proceeds to do it the Keeps entire race. Keeps jumping it. Yes. <laughs> that was wild. No, I know. Uh, I'm with you. Carmichael's comment. On that, I know nobody really cares about my opinion, but whatever. Carmichael's comment on, on that when he was doing it, uh, Emig said something along the lines of, <clears throat> "If he happens to come up short and clip that," and Carmichael interrupted him and said, "Ah, you don't even, no, 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 we don't even want to talk about that because that's how gnarly it was to yeah. hear Carmichael talk about how nasty that would have been." Oh. I think because he show. wouldn't have just endowed for him to do that. He was going like miles per hour so fast yeah. that it. Whew. Yeah. And just to think about it, too, where you're like, hey, man, I think I can do that. I remember we talked about it on track walk. Yeah. There was people chattering about it, and I'm right. like, dude, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, this one's some shitty 54. <laughs> Mathis, can we get some more variety of in-studio co-hosts? Get some old-school guys like Hughes, Bailey, or Brian Deegan. I guess he doesn't like Weimer. Maybe. maybe. What about, hey, 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 Deegs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Deegs, fly on up to Vegas. I'll get you a hotel I'll get room. you a room and, you know, hang on. Like, nobody's going to do that. Rhino? I don't think Rhino's going to do that. David Bailey? I, Rhino might. I don't know. Bailey's not going to do that. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm trying. What do you want me to do, bro? How many other radio shows, internet radio shows, even have co-hosts? None of them do, I believe. Here I am every week. Pounding out the best possible seven deuce deuce was in here. Kiefer, Weimer. Who else has been up here? Help me out. Villeman. Villeman was here like three weeks ago. Yeah. Reed, Red Dog. Yeah, show 300. I brought in three factory riders from back in the day. Cost me an ass ton of money. You're still not happy, you jerk off. <laughs> All right. This one from NorCal Brian. In your professional opinion, Steve. Who do you think outkicked their coverage the most with Smoke Show Ladies, Weimer 
or seven deuce deuce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like seven deuces and seven Did you deuce see deuce. His Yeah, response? his answer. Not me, bro. I'm a rapper. That's when he wrote rap. <laughs> he was like, no, man. I'm a rapper. Like, yeah, I mean, I've never been a rapper, so I don't know like what that brings to the table as far as your selection and women. Apparently a lot. Uh, I, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I'll go seven deuce deuce, even though he cut his hair this week. I really only asked that question for the seven deuce, seven deuce, deuce yeah. response. Not me, bro. I'm a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, this one's from McNoche. Michael. Steve, is Forkner getting enough credit this year? He is demolishing the field that includes Marty, J-Mart, Jordan Smith, etc. Outside of Zacco, who's 40 years old racing the lights class. Uh, yeah, I think he is. I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, beating Marty is not a... Like, the list of guys who have beat Marty is long. <laughs> so, that's not that amazing. J-Mart's always struggled indoors. Um, Forkner's a bad dude. Forget, don't remember when he was when he was a rookie. He like, he was pretty good. I picked him to win the t- Supercross title last year. My preseason pick was Forkner. So, I don't know. Yeah, um, Jake, you're a little. You're not worried, but Jake, one thing you said was he pushes it. He pushes it. He pushes it. Which is good, you know. But it's just, man, like you watch practice and like one lap. You know, qualifying and whew, yeah. like he yeah, yeah. hangs her out there. Yep, absolutely. This one's from Charlie at Charlie Hustle. Did Cole Gress start everything you hate about amateur moto? Um, no, no, it was already going by the time he got there. Yeah, it's getting worse since Cole left. I mean, now they're locking up nine year olds. I don't think Gress was doing that. Nine taken out of context. That could be a weird statement. Locking up nine-year-olds? They're year olds? locking up nine-year-olds. Could be in jail. Yeah. Well. Where'd your mind going? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> this one is from Enem215. Does Brayton's results this year give more credibility to the Australian Supercross series? And do you think more guys will look at committing to the full series? No. A serious No, I don't. What, what happened last year when he did the Australian series and then suck balls in Supercross? No. That guy must be Australian. Um, he's got a Canadian flag in his, uh, oh. you want to change your answer? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic question. Great question. No, I don't, I don't think it does. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't. Um, this one's from excited to be alive for Jake. After all your successes, times of challenge and injuries, what do you weigh don't in your decision up. to retire, <laughs> to retire or move forward in the sport? Don't give up. We were talking about this earlier and I think it's, it's just having that belief that you can accomplish your goals, right? And I think as soon as that's gone and you just don't think you can do it anymore, then that's when um, that's when the time is. But, you know, the injuries are tough. The one in September was really, really hard. Um, this one, no, it just pissed me off. Like, it didn't <laughs> – it, no, legitimately, it just pissed me off. I was mad, um, and it was my fault, Um which which makes it better honestly because then you're you know you you learn a lesson and mm-hmm. you know it's just um you know didn't didn't scare me at all or make me feel like you know tentative or it just it just made me mad so i think injuries can play a toll but it, it's just 
it's just that belief that you think you can still do what what you want to do. You can. You can. I, Look at Brady. We talked about this earlier. I you, know. You can. Don't give up. I know. Okay. That's all for tweets. I feel like I should be like Anthony Robbins or something. Like I should be some sort of motivational speaker. Wow. Yeah, because you've really done wonders tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have. That's great. BTOsports.com. Call them. Mention Pulp Mix, and uh, they'll give you a hell of a discount. Is this Ray? Uh, this is Trey. How you doing? What's up, uh, Trey? Uh, he says Ray. Hey, the guy in the corner's got Ray there, so I don't know. Oh, my bad. Hey, I just had a quick question for Weimer. Um, so on rider salary, how much were you um, – you don't have to answer this, but how much were you making 250 West uh, championship career versus a 450 year? Is it a much of a difference? Yeah. Yeah, it's – like. It's, are we talking mill? Like at least more mills or what? No, or not for no, not for me. But I mean, six figure differences. Just enough to live off, right? In California. <laughs> Depending on how you want to live, yeah, you could look at it like like that. But no, yeah, there, there's definitely a, there's there's no doubt a difference between um, getting paid on a two fifty and a four fifty. There's a difference. There's there okay. is there is guys on a 250. There has been guys that will get that kind of money on a 250, um, but but not 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 often. Would those be like top three 250 riders? No, like like a like a Villapoto or a you know at that time you know when he uh-huh. was winning everything like a, a real standout guy like that that's winning all the titles like. You know, they maybe their last year or two as a lights rider would make pretty big money. All right, for sure. And I had one more question since you're from the Northwest. How come no one's actually having a big name out of the Northwest anymore? Is it just because the tracks are not competitive out here? Mm, I don't know. I, it, it's, it's so random because now there's a few kids out of Utah um, Yeah that are that are kind of doing it on the amateur scene so i i, I don't know how to answer that because it's it just seems so random you, you know you'll get a, a guy from a random state that you know obviously it's more common you know california or a bunch of states uh, on the east coast florida georgia or, you know there it seems like there's these little holes that some guys come out of but anymore it just seems so random so i don't i don't know what the answer is for sure are there some dudes out of Utah? March Banks. Oh. Pierce Brown. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, good luck to them. All right, man. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks Have for the call. Night. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Malcolm Stewart, Will Hahn, Tyler Bowers, the Noof, RV. Who'd you like the best tonight on the show? Uh why would you put? Why would you do that? Well, I'm not saying. I'm not saying as a person. I'm like the interview. The interview. The the best interview we had. The, the not not like uh, who you like as a human being. I felt like they were all okay. all the. Uh-huh. I don't feel like we had a standout that was. You know, I felt uh-huh. like they were all. Okay. We got what we needed out of them. <laughs> all right then. Um, what, what do you feel? I just, uh, they're, you know what? I just, they're all terrific. Like with my podcast, like with Will Hahn. Hey, that last he was talking. You yeah. asked me about the kids from Utah. Yeah. There's a kid that's out. He's young, out of Pocatello, which is like 30 minutes, 45 minutes from where I grew up, out in the middle of nowhere. That he's a team green kid that's actually crushing it right now. But you don't know his name. I do. Hymas. Love this guy name. right here. Well, good job for him too. Um. All right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for coming.
Appreciate it. Thanks Thank for having you. me. Uh, As hope you had fun. I did. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Because uh, we have a canceled plane ticket for you that can only be used in your name. You have to come back up. I didn't know that. Don't stop booking with Southwest. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, I could have got a credit. What, I don't know. What else do you want me to do? Use a different airline. All airlines are like that. You're right. Thank you. You have to use you're the right. ticket you're and right. the ticket Same for the person's name. name. Yeah, you're right. Right. Well, what, Listen, what, was this the last time you were planning on having me come up? No. I said you got to come back up now. I, it, it works out. I figured I'd be back at some point. Right. And I don't want you to give up, man. You just never know. What's the guy's name? Anthony... Well, Anthony Robbins. I'm just, yeah, I'm going to start calling you Tony. Tony. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you, our guests. Thanks to our sponsor, Sponsor Deals. Uh, all of our guys on the on board uh, of the program. Uh, it's been been very um, helpful for us, and uh, we'll keep it going. We'll allow guys like Jake Weimer to come up here, get a hotel room on Pulpa Max. You know, Marks gets his outrageous salary from Pulpa Max and all of that. So. <laughs> You know, it really helps you out. So support those companies that support us. Uh, and, uh, again, uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We will be back next week. See ya. I had two things on my mind, winning races and smashing pussy. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.